Broadcasting from a COVID-19 command center located under a Korean restaurant somewhere in Queens. It's live from the barrage under quarantine with their surly Surgeon General, John Houlihan. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. What's up, please? What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. Garage with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. Now that's the time. It's Friday night, and I'm in crazy. Goddamn right. Hey, Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jay. Zoot Zoot Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fuck Fireball. Sir. Listen to live from the garage. Don't listen to us. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I only come out with nothing. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My of ooze. Nobody wants anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Fancy man, no time to practice. Let's do the news. That's the news, and that's the news. <laughs> You wrong Tron, bro. Correct <laughs> Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilt the Swinton, Dan. It's all day. My drawings. Yeah. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Uh, thank you, Woody. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Some intro. All right. Hey, everybody what? back on. We got to do this through Zoom because of the troubles. You know, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, it's very scary as long as ever, I think everything's working okay. It's live from the broad here on Radio Nope. And, uh, yeah, I'm here with uh, Adam Kazawa, Pete Beachovich, Tommy Rockstar, Ryan Carlson, and uh, mm-hmm. reporting live from eight feet away. Oh, he's got a, he's got a headlamp on. Oh, no. I'm calling it's from the coal mine. Mario Osaro, canary in a coal mine. I'm scared. I'm <laughs> fucking scared out of my mind, John. <laughs> We're scared of you. Wait, he's got a whole setup over there. He's got the headlamp. He's got his drinks. He's like set up his desk. Right. He's got peach rings, Clorox can you, can wipes. You the, can you move the camera over to kitchen, see this guy? No, I can't touch the computer. I, uh, I individually wiped each of my peach ring with Clorox bleach wipes it, well, <laughs> that's the, so that I could be safe and have a yummy treat. Right, delicious. Thank you, Mr. President. Right. Sounds like he's in it for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. He's got his pole to keep me eight feet away. <laughs> Notebooks and... Uh, I don't want to talk about what that is. He's got everything. He's got a box of kitchen matches. You let the shit in your house, dude? I really only no in the choice. garage, I Tommy. No, I'm no, only allowed in the garage. I got no choice. You can't stop yeah. him. Yeah. You know. Well, I have to protest because this is all a plot to keep me off of Facebook Live. And I just got my long flowing <laughs> new hair washed and everything. And I hear you guys are live on Facebook. Well, well you don't like to talk about that. Conan gets mad. Oh, don't get mad, Conan. We're going to push Radio Nope to the <laughs> stratosphere. I love that we all have our faces and we're live. But the only one you can't see is Mario. He's always excluded. Like from the New York Times article. Is there a picture of me at least? Is my name there? He accused me of like trying to leave him out of that. When I told the guy everything, he asked me about everybody, about lighting the garage on fire and he just left his name out it was like the funniest <laughs> yeah, shit. i have that article behind me actually if you want me to read it i can read it right here on the wall it's hanging on the wall i'm reminded right. of it every time hanging i come here big old picture of ryan's face right in the new york times what do you think of that oh, ryan yeah. is a winner it's a mess by the way ryan i think i owe you a hundred and something dollars you freaking right. winner congratulations wow you can't oh, be yeah. stopped this is the other thing by the way you're listening to live from the broad here on radio nope at 9 p.m <clears throat> <clears throat> Maggie Sirota, 
the journalist. Yeah, the famous journalist. Yeah. Ah, that's Maggie's show. And uh, Queens resident. So we like to have Queens residents on the show. Queens, we're in Queens. It's from Ridgewood. That's real Queens. That's real Queens. Ooh, maybe she hangs out at the Zoom stop. Yeah, I like dish. that Douglas didn't. Right, we'll, nonsense. We'll see how close she is to Rose's pizza. And yeah. uh, so that's exciting. She'll be calling in live, and we'll, cool. we'll have a lot, of, a lot of stuff to ask her. And uh, what was I saying? Ryan, oh, poker, Ryan's poker? a big winner we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a, you see how he says Ryan won 100 bucks, and now he's writing things down. He let, on the poker Zoom, <laughs> we, all, we all play online poker all right, like once a week. And he just sits there, and he, he's constantly busy, like, I'm, the, I'm, organizing and writing things down, and this happened, and stats, and so then he'll, but he airs out everyone's what they owe and how much money they owe last I'm, week. I'm, you, I'm confirming this is no hidden. This is no hidden agenda. Everything is transparent as you speak. He's, he's sure. one of these guys who has to like when he reads, he reads out loud. He has to say it out loud to himself. And it's so I wondered, like when you're in when you were in a class with the students, are, are you, you're sitting behind the desk, right? When everyone's studying or whatever, doing their work quietly, and you are, you're talking. You're like, well, it looks like Brad got a C, and that's a D for Jennifer. We're gonna have to get that grade up. Uh, well, when there were <laughs> yes. kids who accomplished really good things, I often highlighted them in public. But the kids who were struggling, I called them in for a conference. I had a little gavel. And then after a I made gavel. that decision, I would hit the gavel and say, let gavel. it be written. And that's what we're doing. We made a plan for him to succeed. I have a no-fail policy, even for you, <laughs> sir. You will win in poker. Art. Keep trying. Art. 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 You can be like Ryan. Pipe in here. Yes. I have a message from uh, one uh, Frankie Maspeth. You guys remember that dude? Sure, yeah. Well, Frankie Maspeth uh, sent me a TRN report earlier today saying that he was happened to be <clears throat> joining you guys for some uh, ZD poker last night right. and tells me, quote, Mario is such a poker Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> He's very set in his ways. Listen, it's, it's, it's got to be. I get 20 guys, to, 15, 20 guys to play yeah. poker, guys and girls, and it has to have an organization and it has to have people have to rely on the fact that. Yes. They can send send uh, uh, what do we call them fiduciary funds and right. then receive well, them. You guys, yeah, I you guys think that you guys think that uh, it's easy what he does. You should see the guys he has to put in line. You're thinking about FUD? Oh my God! Get it? That's he's <laughs> yeah. one of the easier ones. You should I'm see some of these other nut jobs. Oh yeah, they're hard to manage. Uh, Ricky Rope came in last night. I would night. not want oh. that job. They can't get. Oh. Listen, imagine like you know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of old guys <laughs> who like have, trying to use a computer. It's a freaking right, goddamn right. nightmare. Smashing it with yeah. fucking hammers. Yeah, that makes blessing. it happen. Yeah, he makes it happen. Well, I'm glad we got it figured out, and I have to thank Avi and my son and John because they were my test pilots in the beginning of this whole thing, and we got it off the ground, and it's quite successful. Yeah, for for you. <laughs> I, I'm not making anything. This is a social cause, I went out cause, last night with a straight flush, and then two seconds later against quads. Like, what the fuck? Oh, man, John, you haven't figured it out yet. I haven't like figured out what? <laughs> you haven't figured out what Ryan knows. And what's that? I don't know. What do you know, Ryan? That, Tell us all. Ryan, all right. Ryan, you, you, if, don't when you, you, get you, all your money in the pot. That's the secret to winning poker. Right. So unless you know it's time to do it. I did. I well. I all right, Ryan. I, I have I have a pair of queens in my hand. Uh, I know. No, uh, I have queen deuce. The flop comes out. Queen queen. Uh, no queen deuce deuce. A pair of queens in my hand. So I have a full house in like Omaha. Song. Was there any raising pre-flop? Yeah. He's raising me. I'm raising him. He flopped. So you, he flopped the so straight. So you're flush. assuming he doesn't have a two. I'm assuming he doesn't have a straight flush. No, no, no. With a two-two yeah. hand, he had the four twos. No, yeah. I assumed he didn't have. A, well, you can't. You can't. If you listen, it's poker talk. If someone has quads, 
Hats off to Larry. You, you just got to take a hat off. Yeah, you ta- you bowed at him, and that's it. Right. I mean, yeah, that's right. I, I'm, excuse me. I mixed up the two hands. But I knew. I but he, he goes, I'm sorry, John. I said, you, then I, because I had considered it, Ryan. I said, you have quads? And that's what he <laughs> It's easier to have straight flush and quads in Omaha, obviously. But you have more right. car. I have so, a question. But- Do you guys ever play with a guy named Larry in poker at all? And that never happened. No, but uh, Frankie Maspit really just goes full tilt and loses right away, Tommy. That hurt. He, he goes hard. To... He told me in the text today. Well, there is a there is a stra- there is a value in that too. Like if you just want to like you know you can raise every hand and if you, you make a lot of money in the beginning or you're at a tournament. So there is it's called a, it's called kamikaze. That's how I do it. Well, yeah. I knocked him you... out because he he tried to bluff me out of a hand and I was I had a full house. Mm. <laughs> Classic. And, and there's also like, value in that he, that you never was, know what his hand is if he raises. He it had every the time. second most. I had the. He had the most chips. I had this. No, he had the second most. I had the most chips at that point. Right. So all of a sudden, I was like, I couldn't be stopped after that. That was. Yeah, you were. I was a monster at that point. I'll yep. tell you. I'll tell you my secret, John. I make people bet into me because if I bet, people run. So yeah, I just sit and let cheap. people bet into me, and more often than not, what... they they put. A large amount of chips in. What I know, I have the winning hand. I am more than pleased to oblige them. Mm, yeah, that's going to backfire too, though. Well, because then you got too many people hanging around. I have this reputation of playing out. crazy, but and I'm not. No, I'm playing no. normal, and everyone everyone calls me. I like somebody who pre-raises me and then lets other people fold, but I stay in, and then I just let them just yeah. You hang around in the grave. corner like a rat. I am. Looking for scraps. Last night, I, I there were four places being paid in that second tournament, and I was just waiting for you. To, I know what you were doing. To lose, I, even though your avatar doesn't change, I, I could see in your cartoon face what you were doing, hiding and waiting. For I me had a thousand five hundred. You had a thousand three hundred. I just kept looking at your ZD. ZD. By the way, here's that the weather report. If anybody could see my screen. Uh, where, where are we? This is Whitestone, Queens. This is oh, about to hit you in about five minutes. Oh shit! Probably. That's oh, right. Snap. You see the weather coming in over the water and shit. Yeah, I'm facing north oh. northwest. Hey, let me so. see that again. What's coming? There's a big thunderstorm, sure. huh? Right. Yeah, I don't know if it's the it's camera like a, doesn't like a UFO stuff. coming in to land. That's in your my. House. That's a reflection in my living room. Uh, yeah, I would get out of there. You're showing that live. <laughs> Can you show it live on the screen to the viewers? That's, that's what, what I'm doing. Wow, it's where I'm living in the future. I can't Mario. believe I'm missing this landmark event. It's just to be stuck here in the barrage with Vincent Van Houlihan. Adam, yes. is it getting loud um, by can we, Barclays? Can we promote uh, that uh, photo, by the way? That photo, that painting, by the way? Definitely, definitely got a helicopter. Definitely, def- definitely got helicopters outside. Yeah, it's pepper Ooh. spray and batons and shit going on. Yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys have it going on in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They were out in full force a couple hours ago. They showed them on the Wait, you're on camera Barclays too. Center. Hey, John. Atlanta, and Atlanta's burning cop cars. Wow, that looks what terrible. What the fuck is that? Does that thing go? Give me All what right. the fuck is that? It's a, it's a $2,000 art piece of Ryan. It's is that amazing, Ryan? That's going to sell at Sotheby's. <laughs> wow. Uh, allow me to wow, paint Tommy, you. Uh, not a fan. Allow me okay. to paint you a picture here, gentlemen, of the barrage. Paint, paint us the word I picture. walk into this place and the okay. sacred poker table, which is, don't even spill a crumb or an ash on it no, very or get it that. stained in any way, has now turned into the workshop of uh, Jackson Pollock. It is paint everywhere. He's got about 80 canvases strewn about. He's like a madman, idiot savant of art. All of a sudden, he's discovered this talent, and he's busted with creative juices. You had to stick the idiot in there, right? Well, that's idiot savant is an incredible compliment, no. John. It's amazing. You knew nothing about painting, and you just dove right into it. That's amazing. 
And but the Thanks. one thing is, I'm how are you gonna? What are you gonna do about your poker table? It was er, it, listen. The, the, Wait, that ship is the poker table, John. No, these guys come in. They don't care. They put cigarettes out on the first oh day. I resurface the thing. It it looks like a, a the you know Bob Mackey's workshop back here. It's I, amazing. Wow. The, I go where the art takes me, my friend. And uh, wait a minute, John. Hold on, hold on, hold the phone there, Chief. Are you telling me you're getting into painting now? You know how to paint and shit. No, I don't know how to paint, but I am no. painting anyway. He's he's what I call a primitive, but he has a natural instinct that he's pretty good at. You know what happened a few weeks ago when hey, I was... Mario, raid his ass. I want to hear your... When I was here a few weeks ago, he nice said sample. to me, oh, I found these, paint, uh, these paints and these wow. brushes. Good, John. I found these paints and brushes uh, while I was cleaning out the garage. I think I might start painting a little bit. Right. So I go into my garage. I get some paint. Well, he had some paper. I brought some extra paper and stuff for him. Yeah, he brings me like the throwaway paper. One of our first COVID safety uh, visits, I laid scrap. out for him in the, uh, on the veranda there, like in... Uh, what's that movie? Veranda, uh, Titanic, where the, the guy paints the lady. Yeah, I laid out like that, and he made this incredible. It's the big plot. It's kind of a William de Kooni esque. That's you, what it says on your cable. Do you box. have you that one? Thing, Why don't you show that man one? Man paints lady. Do you show the William? Nothing about the ship at all. Hey John, show me at the Cooney. Show that one. Show the William de Kooni one. The How one you painted of me. Walk away. From this the first one. The first one you painted. Oh. The one. And I did give him some pointers, and I even taught him how to paint a form in three dimension. And actually, the man has taken off. I'm proud of you, John. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this is a different style, isn't it? This is Mario. You can see the resemblance to <laughs> a de Kooning, right? It is a de Kooning. You ever heard of women on bicycle? On Rodney Dangerfield with uh, no hands, because painting oh, hands is totally possible. <laughs> That's good work. You better be framing these things, dude. Mr. King, move over. That's all I could say. Right. Proclivities. Mario, why don't we have another draw off with him and Mr. King now and you host it? We could play okay, Pictionary. On the radio. I got a, uh, here's my uh, uh, Soli. Wow. Oh. He looks like half Pete, half Soli, half Ryan. <laughs> Pete is, oh, Pete Pete is a good one. No, Pete's been a work in progress. I so saw long. Pete right away. <laughs> it's tough. Here's a Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Can, can we get that on camera too? Hold on, yeah, wait a John, I would recommend you look into the go. works of the German Expressionists, especially the Blue Reiter period and uh, the Bruch. Uh, my possible. Just cut, cut the hands off. Can I show you my uh, my Jerry my Jerry Orbach? You painted yeah. a Jerry Orbach? Wow, that's inc wow, Ryan, you're good. He just started I, yesterday. I didn't I do this. I found this. <laughs> <it. laughs> I know you didn't do it. <laughs> it's uh, I didn't do it's, this. It's mixed media on newspaper. Right, nice. Oh, nice. That's yeah, so young I, Jerry Orbach. Yeah. You know, he donated his eyes. And this is from the '60s. This uh, drawing. Who? What's the book I'm supposed to look up, Mario? You should look into the work of the German Expressionist, the painter called Franz Marc. Uh, there's a, a movement called the Brook, which means oh, the bridge. A good name for my and there's another movement called the Blue Rider, which are two schools of painting which Just your style uh, is very reminiscent of. Right. Well, I, you know, I like to think I have really um, no style and I don't like rules. I think if I read the book, it'll ruin me. Wait a minute, John. We're going to interview you now like you're Bob Dylan. How did you get into this in the first place? I found some paint. <laughs> and brushes. <laughs> and the troubles came on. Yeah. My driver tells me a joke. That's where I get all my material. Wait a minute. Did, when you were growing up, did you ever have like a painting skill? I am the worst guy, drawing guy. I have no. I couldn't draw. I'm terrible. Terrible. I find the painting easier than drawing right. because you have a I don't know. It's just like you have more like room to error. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's recent. Like, how's, how long have you been doing that now, John? 
Uh, two hours. No, since the troubles began. Where did the paints come from? I don't don't know. There was like paints in my house that like no one used or something. They were brand new. Probably your wife. Your wife had some artistic. uh, I'll tell you what. If you take a paint that you run out of white and black really quick. So now I have a can of house paint. I mix it with water for the wife. Right. There you go. Dude, you can't mix latex with water based. Oh, I mix it all. Latex is water based. By the time I'm like like eight beers into it, I'm mixing acrylic and water. I give a fuck. I don't care. Water based generation. But that's why they're all spread out because you have to wait. For things to dry before you could fix certain things. I'm figuring yeah. that part out, which sucks because I have no dude, patience. Well, welcome to my life, dude. My wife has got a whole fucking nesting doll spread in our living room. I can't walk through the living right. room without stepping in paint, dude. Is she getting <laughs> a lot of orders, Tommy? Is there a lot of COVID? Actually, uh... Mario, she's working on a Clash doll set as we speak. Nice. Nice. I heard she was working on that last week. What is she? Yeah, she's slacking a little bit. Yeah, but tell her to uh, pick it up. <laughs> I, Tommy, I... are you downstate again? I am. More. Well, I'm upstate compared to you, Gavones, but I'm downstate compared to where everything I'm above Yonkers is upstate. Exactly. Oh, look so, at yeah, Bob's I, painting. I mean, uh, you didn't paint that, did you, Bob? If you look at the radio note chat box, I see. I see a good painting, and I'm like, I don't understand how people could possibly do it. I'm like, what? John, what? I'm friends with this dude who lives out in Iowa, and he does photorealism. Yeah, and like Chuck you- Close. You could not tell the difference between if it was a photograph or was painted. His yeah, so just take the picture and call it a day. What the fuck? I know. (laughs) I know. Some people could do that with colored pencils. It looks like the picture. Tommy, your friend is a hyper-realist. I have a great group for him. Well, talk to me after the show. Yeah, let's talk, dude. uh, This woman who runs this, it's called the Aesthetic Realism Center, an amazing Mm. place in Jersey. We're familiar with it. Amazing. Yep. And there's a show in the, in the West Village. Jersey, the center of the art world. Uh, no, this is, a, this oh. is really a school of like painting like the masters. The Newark do. school. This is like bringing back the... the hey, Rembrandt over here. The artisan. Oh! oh. The mentor-apprentice model. <laughs> I'm apprenticing. I'm over here now. <laughs> I don't know why I just pigeonholed the entire state of New Jersey. It talks like that. But. Why not? Yeah, Let's keep show and tell going. Pete, grab something around you and show us what you got. <laughs> Come on, we got cameras. Let's, but we're on radio. No, people can't see. Let's, are... let's play What's in the Box. What is oh, that? That's from your Chinatown days, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. It's like one of those that's cats. Those, uh, yeah. Oh, I, can do... I, got a, I got a live one. Hold, hold on. I'll do an unboxing with you guys later if you want. Hey, oh, bo- uh, there uh, we t- go. Radio oh, no- kitty cat. Oh, oh that's a real cat. All right, we're live What's on the his ra- name? It's a radio this show. This is the only pack of <laughs> cigarettes that I have left. You man, it's- stop manhandling that cat. <laughs> you you can see what they're showing, John. You should paint a picture of what the hell the hell's going on. I'm lost. Many pictures. This, these cigarettes are from the set of Pulp Fiction. Red Apple cigarettes, wow. yeah. yeah. Nice. And you know, um, I, now that you mention that, that's funny, Ryan, because I was watching one of the Kill Bills, and if you look, there's an advertisement for those. Yeah, with, it's um, in a lot of movies. You know, uh, it's Kill Bill one. So he, uh, she goes and chops the arm off of that chick. You know, yep. like the the right hand man of Lucy Liu, and yep. she's when she goes to Tokyo, she's in the Red Apple advertisements in the airport. There's posters back there. It's oh, even, I, I think it's even in um, Inglorious Bastards. I think. Uh, yeah, he's a regular Alfred Hitchcock sticking in. Yeah, yeah, he's got that all over the place in there. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever been to the Red Apple rest stop on Route 17 in the Catskills? I, I, uh, I have. No. Slip that. Yeah, it's Red old, Apple old rest stop. It's Borscht Belt. And Mary, you remember that shit, Borscht Belt? Yeah. Sure. I saw Why Jackie Mason there in the 70s. Kutcher's. Wow. Yeah, I was on the way to Kutcher's. 
Yeah. Hey, I'm going to do an unboxing. I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves. You're in, uh, listening to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nup at 9 p.m. Show and show on a Friday night. Hey, I can, I can show uh, something. Uh-uh. Oh, right, here's right, Stephen Solly has, has uh, entered the chat. There wow. I don't even know. I, I don't he's, think you can actually see those. Fresh out of the shower <laughs> with a towel. Oh, shit. A towel on it's his a head. Wax Tracks Records. Yes. I've had... I've had this since I was 15. Wow. I wore it to I wore it to work today and then I came home. This is it. I came home and I ate a bunch of queso fundido that I made last <laughs> night. This okay. t-shirt is covered in grease stains. <laughs> I ate this queso fundido and then oh. I fell asleep uh, immediately after. You afterwards. have to be like Eddie Pepitone and get an eating shirt. <laughs> Put on a I special I need my eating shirt, Margaret. My eating shirt. Margaret, Mildred. <laughs> it's like it's archaic uh, names for his imaginary wife or something. Like Brian, you'll appreciate this. Stephen Soli uh, is here, everybody. All right. He's all right. Uh, I'm, you'll I'm have turning to, the camera off so I can get dressed. You'll have to speak <laughs> up. I'm wearing a towel. Or leave it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like in a dressing room somewhere about to go on stage. What the fuck? He's, he's dressed like Gloria Swanson or something. Yeah, so... It, <laughs> You can't see the chat box, can you, Mario? On the radio, nope. It's, no, uh, I don't Bob know what I and everybody else a, uh, who's listening on the radio cannot see the chat box. So I'd like to remind you all of that. Yeah, he just Here's posted an example of uh, German impression. I mean, expression. I could use my phone, and when I get clearance, I'll find out if I can. You can, you can use your data plan. All right, I'm. You know, <laughs> I like the data. It cost him sixty-seven dollars for like half an hour. The data is there. Can that's you recommend a, a good book on Dadaism, Mario? <laughs> Well, Duchamp was uh, one of my favorites. Oh, and, right? with, Marcel with, Duchamp? Yes. Eddie yeah. Duchamp? Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like him. Or as a, uh, R, R, what's his name? R, yep. R Chump, whatever. He made the, the R Crumb? He made R the toilet. Chump. Are you guys ready for this unveiling, this yeah. unboxing? All right. Yes. Yes. Tells, oh. All right. Th this it's a radio just show, you idiot. I knew this, this was a bad idea. This just showed up recently, <laughs> all right? Don, you should describe it. It's a Rat Pack poster. Well, what does he have? A giant? I spent over a hundred dollars buying this, by the way. Whoa. Oh wow, over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Really? An aristocrat. Hundred bucks, really? You got to speak. My so, Bernie like, Sanders lawn sign that showed up after he dropped out of the fucking race. Put it on the lawn. That's a that cost a dollar. Where's your sixteen one, Tom? I just spent a hundred dollars on the lawn sign. I have like twelve of them. They were a dollar piece. Oh. He's he's got a crate full of them probably. Right in the shredder. Oh, Bob Seger. You got to talk to the microphone for me to see what you're talking about. There. What is that? A Strokes poster? It's a Strokes. It's a silver bullets band. Right in the paper shredder. I can't see it. He's well, got to talk. A poster of the Strokes. Yeah, oh. Fucking oh, it's a Bernie Sanders style Strokes poster. That's the worst fucking yeah, thing I've ever seen in my life. It's bad enough he's not in it anymore. That's terrible. Why would they make that? Here's Public Enemy. I'm them as Public Enemy in that box. Yeah, I got the Public Enemy one. I I refuse to hang it up. It's so sad. But Good. my Bernie Lawn signs are still up. with this bumper sticker. Please describe for our listeners that's at home. Depressing. You're about a year too late. Tom it's Bobby. a bunch of Bernie swag. That's all. Yeah. Oh, they're showing off their Bernie swag. I wish I was on TV. Yeah, well. Don't throw the receipt out. I, we can't. We got to stop it. Huh? Yeah, that's tight. Is that a, a tank top? Yeah, show yeah, and tell over. We're ruining you know, the radio it. show. It's dead air. <laughs> We're looking at Here's shit. Nobody the OG. There you yeah, go. boy. Yeah, yeah Pete. Would you just so have that on hand? <laughs> that's his eating shirt. 
That's got 2016 sweat stains in those pits. There's no, there's no year on it. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. All right, and Mario's showing me his uh, Mike Bloomberg uh, mask, his uh, COVID Tommy mask. Tommy, come <laughs> Just kidding. I actually saw a lady I've got on the, the COVID. One <coughs> the COVID-19. Don't stop oh, coughing stop into my shit. Listen, can you do me a favor, John? Can you rate the Zoom uh, guests uh, as far as who has the best lighting? Rate the yeah, who, Zoom lighting. Who has the best lighting right now? The best the, room. No, I'm, I'm the worst lighting. The, no, no, but after who has the best? Nick uh, and Bohemia. It's a it's a tie between Tommy Rockstar <laughs> and Adam. Adam's the best. Kurzawa. Uh, looks great. Oh, Adam's in bed. Adam. Yeah. Who who has the best background? Pretty much everyone has a just oh with their house. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Adam's. Adam's set up for this. It's like a nice brick wall and a painting yeah. behind him. It probably doesn't. It's like reflect. I'm at work. Yeah, exactly. It's working. I see. Who has the best personal appearance? Oh, I'm out. Good question. I, you know, I'd say, say Ryan. Yeah, Adam, Ryan Adam, Adam's second player. Uh, I'm wearing my RC Cola t-shirt. Soli logged oh, off, so I, I would go with Soli, but he's not. Uh, I can't see him anymore. I Nick of Bohemia, you're on the air, Nick. <laughs> he's totally nude right now. He's getting trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get naked all the time from my... <laughs> 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 this shit-eating grin. Hey, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to text. I'm going to show you on the screen without saying... How many name. times are you going to tell... Show it tells over. No, no. Look, look at that. What are they oh, showing now, Tommy? What are they showing? I don't know. He's Tommy screenshot. He shows that he's showing the world text. I don't know. Mario. What is yes. it? Mario wants in. What is he showing? He's showing me your text. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get on Zoom on his flip phone. Let's see how. How does goes. that? He can't. He doesn't have that technology. I do. I do. Oh, he does now. Yeah. You got to hear him constantly. Don't worry about a ting. Talking into his phone during the poker game, too. He's texting other people at 3 in the morning. The game is starting. Game number three starting in 10 (laughs) minutes. Game number three. And he's a PA system. One thing you forgot to mention is that during the course of the game, He'll do an entire roll call of people that didn't show up that night. Uh, Wow. Gregory Prim. Uh, yeah, he. That's the other thing. He asked. So no, no, because he, he since asks, people tell me they're playing, and then I have to. I, but I don't, we don't have the answer to where those people are. Like, he'd be like, where wait, is, if they're not on my table, right. I'm asking you if they're on your table because nah, it's multiple tables. No, they don't know. No, they're not on my table. Where? So somebody from the other table should let me know if they're there because mm-hmm. I don't. Once we get into the game, I'm already. I'm not even finished keeping track of the books. I'm the actuary. Bullshit, because the, the, everyone does this at the real <laughs> life at the real life Bullshit. poker game too. As soon as they walk in. Uh, the first person walks in. There's nobody here. Everyone's half hour late, and they go, "Where is everybody?" Second person walks in. And goes, "Where is everybody?" Third person walks in. And goes, where is everybody? Like, like they, like you know, where were you? I have to keep track on the on the spreadsheet so I know who's in, who if they paid, and if but they're on Zoom. But we don't know where Wasabi is, or Steve, or Phil, no, or whoever. Hear me out, John. If the person's not there, you're asking if a question you're, to a person who uh, can't answer the question. If you're on my table, I agree. But there are six other people on the other table. Yeah. I'm hoping that one of them will hear me. So and why answer. during the real life poker games does everyone ask the same stupid question? Well, it's during oh. the actual game because I can't see the other table. I'm only on my table. Right. Where, so I, where, where where's Dave? I just make up answers. I'm like, I don't know. He's, he's late. He's at the he's at the supermarket. Right. Like, I don't know. Harrison, he hasn't been here in years. <laughs> yeah. Dave's, Dave's not here, man. Why is he not here tonight? Where's Pat he'll Walsh? The, he'll be on the Zoom. Don't Where's worry. Pat Walsh? Hey, there it goes we don't again, know, right? Mario. We don't really? know the answer. Is he upset because I'm standing here now instead of him, John? Is... I have not spoken to him. I hope not. Probably. Pat, if you're listening, I, I love you. He doesn't get upset that you're here. Right? I love it's you, my turn. friend. 
if I if Try I told you back. if I had Pat in again and told you it wasn't your turn, <laughs> did you, you would... say it's my turn? Yeah, it's worked. It's worked. Yeah, you get you you manipulate me until and then until it's too much work for me to go the other way, and then I have to go your. Keith, did you just ask when we're going back to the barrage? Yeah, or is there a? Metric. No, it's no timeline. Ask Cuomo. You got a Cuomo. That's you know, I don't know. I if I if I if if people came in and we're all here and yeah. and 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 one of us got sick or I got my kids sick, I couldn't fucking live with I that. I have a good idea. You know, so I, it's better safe than safe. I have a good idea. You know how we go on the road? Like we went to the the bean okay. the beanstalk thing with the you, Tommy. Beanstalk. The Maltasia. Maltasia. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't on a nice Jolly summer day we just go out to the beanstalk? We go to the patio out here, Don. Why don't we do a show out here in the patio on a nice summer night? Yeah. Why don't, why don't you just, do a show out there in the patio? Yeah, bring a broom and I'll stick it up my ass and sweep the fucking. It'll be place a quick yeah. remote. Well, we don't even have to take a lot of stuff apart. You do all the work and we'll show up. Yeah, exactly. His neighbors will love it. We also had a show in your basement after that time that I burnt down the garage or whatever else happened. Yeah, let's get in a tight basement. That's good. Uh, John, you're, that neighbor lady of yours could be the first guest we have. On. <laughs> yes, Asian neighbor. Asian neighbor lady. Uh, well, yeah, because when the, the, the one time she yelled at me uh, was when you were here because you're so loud. And that was only two of us were back there, and we were on the we were in the backyard on the other side. And she came out screaming. Well, you know, truth be told, is I've been actually hoping to bring you guys back up to the mountains to be live from the Barnage Part Deuce. Right. Yeah. So may, yes. maybe we can do that if you guys are up. Maybe moving everything's a real pain in the ass. I got to tell you, it sucks for me. We but um. Know. But we just got the Ethernet, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll zoom it up there. Yeah. The um, what was I going to say? The oh yeah, the neighbor lady. She came out again the uh, the other day. I was at work. Somebody was burning wood or something. It wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> she's like peeking over the fence to see because she assumes it's me, right? Like to see who's burning. You know, keep your head on your side of the fence. Oh, like, she's like that dude from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> she's well, nuts. Yeah. Well, that was crazy. Yeah, she's like Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> but she's got no jokes. She's just a pain in the ass. And no good life advice for... Parental for wisdom. The, if Don't I'm, you hear him fucking? I'm Tim Allen. Mm. You smoke too much. Actually, I have a question. I uh, sick, sick my wife to chop a bunch of firewood this week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I put yeah, it on the like world. A, I know. Well, I was busy like painting and stuff, so, you know. Oh, you're a painter too. <laughs> like you, John. I, I, An impressionist. Reversed. But um, but anyway, so I, I gave her like I, my old staircase that I built with Dracula dad. I gave her that to chop up into firewood. And my question is, is uh, can you chop up a staircase and turn it into firewood? No. Is that, well, is that will, wood prepped? Let, let, no. let me answer the question. Even if it's yeah. not pressure treated, all commercial wood is right. treated with something. And I would not burn throwaway wood ever. No. Nope. Don't do it. it you don't know what you're breathing in. Creoline or something like that. You don't right? even so, know so, what's in it. And it could have paint on it. It has chemicals on it. Paint Next thing you know, you take one. Yeah. One suck into your lungs and you screw it. It's like you know. So also, don't I, burn oh, poison ivy. You'll or die. it could be the cure to COVID. Right. So if I, I, I hypothetically to... sat around a campfire no. later that night and no. already burned no. it in past tense, that's okay then. Well, you you, you, you dodged a bullet, but I would never do it. I mean, yeah. I've had to yell at Frank and Mario for throwing. That's like, true. I take shit out of the fire. I'm like, they just throw old wood in there. Right. I didn't Krampus know. was doing that in, in the summer. She was burning pressure treated. You, in the no, no, no. Oh I would God. never burn pressure treated. No, 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 no. Well, I'm burn saying. LVLs in the pipe. If you're asking me, I'm saying that all regular, wood. John, regular all wood, like all pine, like an old piece and it's, of two it's, by it's, ten. It's yeah. been in your house the whole time. It could have been stained. It could have been painted. It could have. You right. don't know what's in it. If you don't know what's Just in it, don't it burn it. Toothpicks. Make it toothpicks. Right. Put it in your mouth. Cut it down. Cut it down somewhere. Stop. Listen, I told you the answer. All right. Carve it. Carve it. Carve it into something. If you don't like the answer. Here's the then thing. Then burn it and she, take a I'm chance. Too, 
I'm too cheap to pay for it to be dumped at the dump when it's natural wood. Right. Well, you're gonna be uh, too cheap to pay for the ventilator you're on right after you <laughs> breathe that shit. In. Cremation. Why don't you just bury it? Why don't you take a a, a lump the, of asbestos and eat that? That's what the old owner did. Is he buried everything in the house? Yeah, so just bury it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Anything that comes a- out of a factory is bad. You shouldn't burn. That's my right. feeling. You're going to bury some wood, Tommy? I got some stuff to take up there and drop in the hole before <laughs> you do. Oh, I'll get some wood for you to bury. Well, you see, Bob number one told me that if I need to burn anything, that I should get a burn permit. <laughs> right. But I never got a burn permit. You can burn, burn garbage, permit, but you got you, 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 <laughs> yeah, burn permits. <laughs> yeah, you that's, can burn garbage in the woods and stuff if you have a permit, but I wouldn't stand, sit around a campfire roasting marshmallows and shit. You walk, you, on yeah, you, walk, you walk away. We actually did do s'mores over it, but uh, we kept the distance. <laughs> safe distance. You ate over it? That's a way bit. worse. You, know, you cooked on the staircase. Now, why do you ask me this? <laughs> why do you ask me this question after you've after. done the bad thing? Huh? Well, I had past tense questions. You know, I was kind of like wondering, I wonder if this is bad or not. You know, yeah, right? But you're wondering it was bad when you were, were uh, cooking food over it and ah. Uh, uh, you just roll the oh. dice? Yeah. Well, we tried to stay at least like three feet away from it, you know, and then like not oh, inhale the, it. Did you eat Ross Moore's? Yes. Well, actually, I like to. Uh, like this just story kind of is bullshit. But they were like more blue than usual. They were kind of like a bluish green. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't know. Ay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tommy. Nick and Bohemia, you're in the air. All right. You can, you, why don't you go, in, go inside and get a scraper and scrape some paint off the wall? And, uh, you know, mix it up. Dip it in a chip. That's fine, too. <laughs> a little dip. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. So Bob number two came over after Bob one was there, and I asked him to take down a tree. He's dead. Well, he is, but see this. Yeah, he's, it, he burned the stack. <laughs> new Bob number two. <laughs> it is actually a new Bob, it's Bob number two A. It's his, it's his son because Bob two died, so it's Junior Bob now. So Junior Bob's in charge. Right. You know, I saw Junior Bob in a wow. squid. Lulu. So basically, I was asking him to take care of a thing for me by taking down a. Uh, hey, you know, it's done. Okay, it's done. <laughs> hey, it's me. It's I, done. I have a woodsy that's question. Loose. Maybe done. Bob knows the answer, Tommy. What's that, Mario? I uh, I recently Did you run down the mountain and ask him. Watching uh, my favorite new show, Extreme Cheapskates, and Is it's that a been real brought thing? to my yes. Yeah, it's just it's just he put his camera on reverse. <laughs> it's been brought to my attention that dumping your urine that you don't flush, you collect, so you don't flush and waste water and save water bills. You're right, like Ed Koch. If you it's yellow, let it mellow. If dump it. Brown, it, you, it ch- you collect it in a jar, and then you dump it in your compost heap, and it's supposed to be really good for it. It's nitrogen, man. That's for number two, not number one. Yeah, num- no, I'm not, dump- I'm not taking dumps into one. jars, Tommy. Uh, right, you, 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 you haven't advanced to that yet. I draw the line. <laughs> so it is good. It is good. Is then. And, and, and has your water bill gone down? Uh, well, between that and rarely showering, my water bill is inc- right. incredibly the, low. And except the free food from the school. I think you're doing okay. I would use the middle. Yeah, I do quite well for myself. I don't have to go loot Target because I am white and privileged. I get my, I get my shit for free. Stop. <laughs> Stop yourself I, right now. No, I just want to say I'm sorry. About, I'm sorry. And fuck Target, and you're going to get me riled up. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Burn the country down. No, I, I want to talk about the pee first. Can the pee be composted, and does it smell? Because my compost tea is right under my window. Uh, you know, it's like, should I, I, I... I'm almost like ready to go back to the troubles that you were talking about before they started talk about this gross pee thing, or uh, I want to hear a bunch of white dudes talk about... Target. I don't know. Dealer's choice. Dealer's you have a, is there a C option? For I I stand I stand with the revolution. When it happens, I'm on their side. What do you think? When it's time to pick sides, what side are we going on? I know what side I'm on. 
before we start, I'd like to ask our not doing panelist it. what he thinks. Live from the Barrage Radio Nope, uh, Maggie Sirota coming up at 9 p.m. Stephen Soli, uh, you're on the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very much in favor of um, shoplifting from yeah. Target. Thank you. You know, I hope uh, old man Target and his wife Mildred are okay after all that because uh, well, I still the think little mom and pop called Target uh, with a $23 billion uh, you know, profit sample. Exactly. Well, how are they going to – you know, they, they, it, we, they should, we should start a GoFundMe – for Target? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I f- let's hope they make it. <laughs> Listen, I steal. I steal habitually, and I steal for one reason, because I know if I get caught, I fear. I have nothing to fear. And that's the injustice here. I thought you steal because you, as a human birthright, an Italian... Oh, that's just garlic. garlic. Next yeah. time on Extreme Cheapskates. Garlic, you, <laughs> you don't pay for if you're Sicilian. No one looks. It's a rule. Can garlic. You lose a garlic's area? free. <laughs> garlic is free if you're Sicilian. Mario, can you list in, in alphabetical order all the things you've stolen in your oh life? Oh, my God. Well, recently I've been stealing this is plants. A, this is only a three-hour show. show. I've been stealing plants and telling my wife I bought them and I love her. Oh, those free pants, plants they leave outside Home Depot? And, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Plants? Remember that time that? I took all those Christmas tree stands and I told you that they were garbage? Right. I could have been shot and killed if I was not white. I could have been I'm murdered. I'm sure we were fine. Nobody was really around, you know? Mario? Yeah. Mario, how much valor have you stolen? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, you can't see him on camera, but he's wearing a full, uh, he's in his full Navy dress blues right now. I am. I went car shopping today because I have so much money. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Did now, you order the code red? Oh, damn it. Valor. I don't know what that means, Soli. Stolen Valor Mario is when, like, uh, you pretend that you were a military you, veteran. You show up at a wedding and you have, like, <laughs> army, <laughs> army buttons on, on your... Yeah, exactly. All right. You yeah. get that stupid sword and shit. No, no. Yeah, if, like, no. if you were I walking have... around with, like, a Vietnam veteran hat and you weren't Someday there, you're like, you know, I have two things. Uh, lots of guilt and remorse. And I have this thing called insecurity. And my brother told me when I was... Seventeen. He scrawled on one of my self-portraits. Insecurity kills you, and I've taken it to heart. It's I true. saw them uh, open for Rage Against. Them. It's true. <laughs> I'm full of guilt now, and I think every one of us should be really? indignant. And I think you're, every one of us not- should stop just saying, "Don't say racist things," and outwardly saying, "It's time for a fucking change." Right. Well, I that's, felt like a, lot, I needed that's to a-, a lot of things at once. I was by, <laughs> I was by Green Acres so, Mall today. I, I felt like apologizing to every person of color I saw. Right. We should. One it was one. like when Donald Trump got re- elected. That that first five weeks, I walked around with numb feeling. Yeah, I think. Mary, what do you say to these people when you run into them? You straight up apologize for being white? <laughs> no, he he wanted to. He didn't do it. Hey, there's no, no. You should. I, I mean, <laughs> if, if the opportunity arises, I will. And I already took heat on my Facebook page because I have a lot of Republicans who I know from birth. I'm so glad I'm not on Facebook to, put, to see the Tommy Mario to ex- uh, expose their racism. Oh, we're we are going at it. Oh, Tommy, you did one thing wrong. What's good is you should just block Facebook. Like no, me, no, to- Tommy did one thing wrong. What's that? It I wasn't that you were upset, because we're all Here upset. We what did I, t- I, th- I thought I laid <laughs> no, out some I rules before I wanted to just say show. what Tommy did wrong, and, and that's all was the point of yesterday's whole tirade, is saying something about it intelligently without debasing a whole class of people because there are a lot of, unfortunately, black, white, Latino, Chinese p- 
people who serve as police officers. And listen, a lot of them are terrible, and there's a culture of being bad. But that doesn't mean you paint them all and wish them all death. I will paint it, them it, all. I'm, I'm pa- no. I've been painting. <laughs> no, because when you need a policeman, you know, as a white person, you're happy that they're there. Just use house paint, John. So, right. uh, so yeah, everybody uh, should be happy. It shouldn't just be whites yelling, being happy. Stop getting excited. Relax. John, just real Listen, quick, I what, you, what you're saying is that uh, you want to, uh, like, you want the, the, the cops who are good, that in good, quote unquote, to protect your land, the two houses no, you're on, no, the security no, for privileged no, white people. No, oh, you, you, what? I don't think that you should post blue lives don't matter. You should post what well, Tommy Tommy's later very reactionary. said. He, he racist, race, uh, blue life. What'd you say? Bl- racist cops or racist blue lives? No, I want to be clear what I said yeah, here. Cl- I, what I said was, and what I should have said was, what I said was blue lives don't matter, but what I really meant to say was blue lives don't matter if black lives don't matter There's to no them. Such thing That's excellent, lives, Tommy. That's it? a well thought out and excellent statement. The other one it's was like, a statement uh, who as ignorant as what, they, as what the racist and the white supremacists say to us. And to mm. not to us particularly. Live from but, the garage here on Radio Nope. You're on. Uh, <laughs> and that's what you should, that was my whole to, point. Um, Thanks, Mary. Two um, middle-aged white men <laughs> who own two houses apiece <laughs> arguing <laughs> about racism in America. And uh, hopefully we can continue the conversation on Mario's podcast. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> what I want, I'll be on Channel 25, PBS. Tommy, uh, I'll give you uh, 30 seconds for rebuttal. I just want to say I want to get a merch contract out of this. The best thing we could do oh, no. is work something out with Target where uh, we can make reparations uh, to the people. Yeah. You know what they should do, Tommy? Make a bunch of a Target T-shirts with a Target on it and hand them out to every white guy and we'll shoot <laughs> yes, them right in the exactly. chest. No, no. You know how the people in the South have their Confederate T-shirts? We should have sh- uh, some sort of symbol that says that we're with the uh, we're with the yeah, oppressed. Ma- Mario's got a giant sign, a on white his sympathizer, house. We, the, a solidarity. When, when the riot comes through, he's got a big sign on his window, black owned outside the house. <laughs> no. uh, shit. I saw white sympathizer open for AR weapons. <laughs> black owned with a question yeah, mark. Screwdriver. Well, they were an awful band. Black just, a, just a good shit. Just a good shit. None of that racist. <laughs> Mario, what, what do you think? Like a good symbol, like a good white symbol, would be to identify to help identify. You're on the. Oh, live. I don't know. We have to wow. think that over. But there is. You know, I gave you the. I don't know when I lost control of the show. <laughs> Probably like the second episode. Go ahead, John. All right. Can I say the only piece of good news that came out right. of today? He is yeah. finally. I get a, 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 a little drum roll. Reasonable voice. That big. Drum roll, please. Little, just a little. Yeah, I, I heard John, him the work, first time. Thank you. I'm trying. Work that board, dude. That's three people it's demanding three sounds from me as a worker. Come fuck yourselves. All right, I don't have a symbol. Sorry. Today we found out that Emma, my daughter Emma, is the, the valedictorian Holy of her school. Shit. Wow! Yeah. Look That's at awesome, you in dude. more white people oh, news. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing great. That's yeah. excellent, Ryan. Congratulations. Very good. Yes, and what happened to the other twin uh, failing out? He's, smack. <laughs> He's on the wrong side of track. He's doing good, too. Totally what is the dynamic, though, Ryan, when one kid's a valedictorian and the other isn't? Like, is there, like, are they she, weird about it to each we other? checked on her right away just to see how she, if she was cool. Mm. And oh, she was. She was very supportive. Right. Very happy for her. She's doing good, too, you know, so there's really nothing to it. Ryan, the one who's not the valedictorian only gets one scoop at Friendly's. All right? Come on. Listen, I just want to tell you that you're just as good as your sister. and hit, Get in there and hit the fucking Well, I books. did tell her I liked her better still. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good move. I like that. Uh, that's Wait, very so good. Ryan How old is she? One. 
What well, does that mean, valedictorian? It means something good, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Soli. Uh, you don't know what it means. Soli knows. He's called me a valedictorian. He said I have valedictorian. Yeah, you know what? You're, you're, you're magna, you graduated magna too loudy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm a dropout, dude. That's why I was asking, dude. That's good. Yeah. That's Wait, you good. never finished high school? No, dude. Wow, surprising. Oh. Yeah, according uh, I, I, he had to go play rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. Or some version of it. Well, if I have learned anything from Soli, a valedictorian probably wears a big fancy sword when they have the reception, right, Soli? <laughs> Stolen valedictorian. <laughs> My newsman didn't finish high school. <laughs> nah, dude. I slept through that shit. I slept through that shit. Did you get your GED? Valedictorian. Stolen yeah, valedictorian. valedictorian like me. I'm a val oh, full of valor. Did did uh did you get your GED, Tommy? I you did. Yeah, right? yeah, I dropped out in my second semester, of my senior year, pretty close. Right. Mm. But um, it's because they said I had. How'd it work out the, for you? They said I slept through the previous three years, so even math, like mathematically, I couldn't graduate if I wanted to. So right. I got a GED on the day that everybody had their prom, and they told I you it was over in sophomore year. There was no way to. Yeah. <laughs> Pack it in, son. Can I make it up? Uh, absolutely not. I, but oddly enough, I end up going to five different universities. For wow. Education. No. Yeah. I think I need to bust out my school rap for you, Tommy. Screen, screen printing online? Yes. I actually did go for like graphic uh, design in school. Oh, I thought you just visited them like on a yeah. tour. Give me a beat, John. <laughs> Don't you hate it? Don't think that you're too cool to think about the rap that talks about school. I think every single person who's ever lived is too cool for that rap. I just want to. I just want to suggest Tommy asked for some sort of white symbol, and I yes. think that rap. <laughs> That's the audio version of the white symbol for sure, right? Mario, Mario, go to the protest and do that rap and see what happens. With I'm microphone. sorry, I feel really guilty. Don't go to school. They say black is. They say rap is black, but that's not right. Because if black is rap, what black, then I'm not. I can't even oh, rap oh, anymore. Oh, you, you, finish for yourself. Any, I can't even rap anymore. Suggest that I'm done rapping. That was crack. back in the '80s. I was the first white rapper. It's true, and uh, I knew a lot of the people in the old school. And actually, you were not the first white rapper. I don't think. That's, yes, I was. Outrageous claim. No, before it's, the it's Beastie Boys, true. Mario. Before the Beastie Boys, mm -hmm. I have a video. The claims get think, more outrageous. I think that's a modern-day version of Stolen Valor. <laughs> no, no, it's it's true. It's called the Squeeze Gang. Larry Brunetti was the leader. Uh, we understand the Squeeze Gang, but you claim that you're, now you're oh. claiming that you're the first white rapper ever. They, he, he mailed himself his first rap. And, Over Larry Brunetti. In the in the traditional sense of modern rap, yes. Before the Beastie, if you were to say the Beastie Boys are the first ones there, then we preceded the Beastie Boys. Well, I, that's, I don't know. If that, that, in record soul? Maybe there's other groups of random white people that we never heard you're of. That also, might have you're also the last white rapper, thank God. <laughs> Mary, what year did you have this reign of white rap terror in New York City? Like, What was the year period there? A white rap, the Squeeze Gang began in late 80, 1981, 1982, and Larry Bernetti died in 84. Late, the late 80s of 81 and 82. <laughs> Dust fueled 80s. Larry Bernetti yeah. died in a hotel room in Las Vegas. He OD'd. Poor uh, guy. On dust? Rap? No, not from rap. You don't OD from rap. That's a myth. Hey, we're going to die from rap. <laughs> You're listening to Life in Garage Radio now. Stay tuned for an interview with an actual person at 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. A non-rapper. Uh, so I think we've covered it all. Squeeze gang history, uh, racism. That's right. Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. Tommy's uh, burning his staircase. Yes. Ryan's daughter is the... Uh, Val Victorian of kindergarten or something. And it's good. I, uh, I, anybody listening from Brooklyn, there's a job offer is still good. If anybody wants to have a job sewing 
PP, what are they called? Garments, safety garments? What? Why don't you go? In the Brooklyn yeah, Navy Yard? Giving, you got nothing to do. Yeah. I don't need a job. My job days are over. But if anybody who's in Brooklyn who's struggling and needs to make $18 an hour and get and work and get some income in a safe environment in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, it's a perfect opportunity. How, so, how, who, how do you, along, who is doing it? It came this. through this oh. group I work with, COPE NYC, who just... Oh. Last, remember last week I told you they were making those surgical ma- those masks yeah, to give out of the it. community? <laughs> the artisan thing? mask program. They, right. they received over 200 masks from 35 s- schools. I, I, is- I've been painting masks. They're very, they're, but when they dry, it's, they're like concrete. It's well, broad. the woman sent me a contact, <laughs> and they're looking for people to sew garments. PPE car- garments What's in the, the, plug? the Brooklyn, oh, okay. in the Brooklyn Mary, I got people in like Jakarta who could do that for like pennies on the dollar. Go, I'm talking about you, some of your Bohemian Brooklyn friends who are like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Tommy immediately like, trying to, make to undercut money. the merch deal. They make can get. They could get. Again. They could get mm. eight hour days. Yeah, go down there and shape up like a, an, an old uh, um, uh, union uh, stevedore and go see Mario. He's the foreman. He's he'll be wearing his at the Brooklyn <laughs> Navy, Navy Yard. He'll be wearing an admiral's suit. Right, with hey, a hard hat. Hey, <laughs> he's got an anchor in his hand. Listen, just What's try up, to man? help. And this, no, I agree. I'm this a, mask project. I don't know. Did. I don't endorse it. It sounds like a weird thing, but whatever. You know, well, I'll you give you the benefit of the doubt. You don't need a job. I don't need a job. But some people might need a job. Some people who live over there by the sure. Brooklyn Navy Yard might need jobs. So, Mary, why don't you give out like a link so uh, on the air so somebody he couldn't even say PPE. Uh, <laughs> you want a link? I'll come up after the after the interview. I'll bring the link up and I'll have it ready. But. I'll write that down. Get link ready. There you go. How go about ahead. how about people find you on on Mario on Facebook? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Get link. You're welcome to find me on Facebook. I don't reject anybody. You'll be sorry you did. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. How's it going? How's it going there on on, on Facebook? So are, you, are you watching? Uh, is he there? Is oh, that, yeah. Who's who's watching this Mario Tommy fight? He's riding the cough button. I have it. I have it on my thing right now. Two guys who like are super hot headed. They get mad really quick. Start yelling at each other. It's great. Yeah, I'm really off the cuff there. Ryan would be a better uh, <laughs> observer of that. Yep. All There's right. Something about yeah, left wingers arguing on it online that just makes me fucking vomit. Like I, I like <sighs> I, I had to get out of Facebook. I, I just couldn't yeah. do that. Anymore. Yeah, it's overwhelming. You get, <laughs> I, agree, I agree. I'm uh, totally over the top. But you're right. Yeah. I think wow. I posted something like 87 articles today. Oh, what, Tommy? Why? Why? And and then you're working on the news during the, the Zoom test. I, I know. I'm really late right now. I really got to get back to alligators, guys. So hold on a second. Really? Yeah, I want to hear crocodile news. I know. And uh, I don't know. I did actually just get a great book that um friend of the show. What's his name? Uh, Matt Sweeney. Matt Sweeney yeah. suggested I buy. Picture? Which one? It's called like Stories of New York or some shit. I gotta look it up. Hold on. <laughs> you bought the book. You don't know what it's called, and now you have to so look good, it up on Google. It. You don't know it. Own the book. It's not there. Stories no, it just, of New York. It just showed up, but it's downstairs. I gotta. I gotta. It's Sound- oh. bullshit. Sounds old timey to me. Is it old it New is, York it's or actually just very, New York? John, you would appreciate. It. It's the story. It's Our old. Weapons. Yes, it's old stories of New York City, and like, because uh, he posted. Oh, with the McSorley's. Yes, McSorley's Bar. Yes. Ah. What did he call it? He called it. Uh, Go downstairs and get the book. I think you're lying that you have it. I, I <laughs> swear. Let me see. I'll I bet right it. All right. I'm just kidding. I believe you now. You call my bluff. Sit back then. I did right. read. I, I never read. I read something very interesting. Okay. I, I found a book that my <laughs> uncle's read. brother wrote about his mother and growing up in in Polizzi Generosi in Sicily. Oh. 
It was oh. a memoir to his mother, and there was a chapter on on the 1918 pandemic. Oh, and yeah. it was oh, just yeah. a few pages of his mother's recollection of how almost everybody in the town died. Right. It was so eerie ha- reading that. And just I, I was cleaning out some books. Any and recipes I, in there? Oh, there's some <laughs> recipes. You don't call it gravy, though. He called uh, Matt Sweeney called the book "Up in the Old Hotel." If anyone's ever read it, right? And there, oh, that's a, great. I read that like years ago. It's, oh, an, old, it's an old book. It's old New York. Pete, explain yeah, the book because you already read it. With, yeah. I, I really recommend it. I haven't read it yet, but I, I highly it's recommend a lot of, like, it. Sound you like highly recommend a thing stuff. that you have not experienced. You got it. Well, Pete. What you read the book? What's in it? Is it like uh, every chapter is a different part of old New York, or is it just like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little vignette of old New York. It's right. Really good. What uh, hotel are they referring to? Uh, yeah, he lived above some old hotel. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. The Algonquin? It said here, I'll read, read you a passage. Book. I'll, read, I'll read you a passage. You got the book on your phone, too? Well, it's a screenshot that I texted Matt Sweeney. It's Tom, Tony phone. screenshot, isn't it? Story time <laughs> with Tommy Rockstar. Go ahead, Tony. You're on the air. I got, I got you. It says, quote, uh, whenever Mitchell. That's what it is. <laughs> whenever, that's right. Whenever Bill completely lost his temper, he would jump up and down and moan piteously. Uh, one night in the winter of 1924, just, fem- his voice changed to like the audiobook narrator guy. I kind of like it. <clears throat> a feminist in Greenwich Village put on trousers, a man's top coat, a cap, a, stuck a cigar in her mouth, and entered McSorley's. She bought an ale. Dr- I'll take one it. ale, please. That's right. No lady folk allowed in McSorley's. What's a- That's right. For, that's actually what the story's about. Proceeded to drink it, then removed her cap. And shook her long brown hair down to her shoulders. Then she called Bill a male chauvinist, yelling something about the equality of the sexes and ran out. Right. When when Bill realized he had been uh, sold a drink to a woman, he let out uh, a cross between a moan and a bellow and began to jump up and down as I'm his ruined. Feet were on fire. <laughs> he said, "She's a woman, by golly! She's a goddamn woman." Ballyhoo. <laughs> The piano oh, stopped. Oh, man. I remember those days when America was great. The record scratch. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I sold a beer to a woman today. Exactly. Close up shop. <laughs> Dude, that idiot. was like a turn of the century, like 1918, 1919. Yeah, and like 20 years ago, it was the same shit. Yeah, there's a whole thing on like. Well, it would be out of business within months. It was Farrell's in Brooklyn up until five years ago. Yeah. It's really good. It's a good book. Yeah. It's a good it's book, right? You could, you could plow through that in a week. Yeah, I got it. I got it for attention spam. Right, mm. read upstairs. Get off Facebook. All right, we got to take a break. A quick break, and then break we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be here with uh, Maggie Sirota at the 9 p.m. hour. And uh, perfect. That's uh, you're on live from the Rod Radio Radio Nope Radio Nope Rage Against the Nope Radio Nope. We'll be back. I'm gonna write the news. See you guys later. Fucking guy. What are you busy painting all day? And you write the news during the show? All right. If you're writing the news now, I want you know crocodiles. I want a crocodile. Dude, chock full of croc, dude. Chock full of croc. croc. Uh, We'll be back with Maggie Schroeder after these words. I want to see you. Wow, this is uh, the worst slant song in the world. We're back live from the barrage, Adam. All right, and we're back. 
Live from Barrage here on Radio Now. Thanks for joining us. I don't know what happened to the Zoom window. I made it small or something. Everything's gone. Slint, Haywire. Slint's still going? <laughs> oh, Slint, Slint will keep going. Slint kept going. They will not stop. Good stuff. Yeah, well, I stopped it. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody hear me? Thank you, Slint. Thank you, Slint. Everybody unmute yourselves. Go unmute yourself. Here we are. Oh, go unmute yourself. Let me see if I could do that again. Okay, we're back. How's everybody doing? Yeah. 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 Right. Is everybody feeling okay? All right. Thank you, Tommy. Very. Trump. Um, yeah. You feeling okay, Pete? Pete is not in your face, dude. I see Pete ceiling fan in the mirror. No, I I asked the only person who's not there. Yes. How exactly. they doing? <laughs> this is the greatest radio show ever. Just in a couple minutes, I believe we'll have uh, Maggie Sirota on the show. She should be calling in, and we'll speak to her. Adam, this is a uh, person topics. you know a little bit, isn't it? Uh, I do not. I believe uh, Brian Musikoff and even Mr. Stephen Soley. Uh, wow. Well, really? I know Maggie from, well, I don't know her, but I remember the Low Times podcast. That's remember right. that, Soley? Yeah. Mario, unmute yourself. He's unmuted. He's just, he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's turned mm. completely away from me on his I'm phone. I'm unmuted. Oh, he's on Zoom? You can't do yeah. that. You're going to be like, turn off your radio, sir, shit. How are you yeah. doing it? He All right, so here's what you do. He mutes his mic. Mute your mic and keep the video on. How am That's I doing it? It's I'm uh, running okay. a radio show. It's a million different wires. It's, I'm I'll talk to, to mute my phone. You my are phone. muted on your phone. You are. You're, you're fine, Mario. No, Don't touch your phone. phone. Give him a little walkthrough, John. When in doubt, I'll mute Mario. Yes. We're a good thing we had a test. Now. Just mute Mario now because he, I have him on a separate microphone. Perfect timing. Live from the garage. See how this works. Hi, uh, Maggie. Can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? I can. I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you very much. Mario, if you don't turn that phone off. I'm trying. It's off now. I have a guy here. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Maggie. Who? Your father. Literally has, like, you know when you tell people to turn their radio down? He's here. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy on the show. <laughs> God Holy bless. shit. Thank you. Maggie, thanks so much. For Get it together, Mario. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Maggie. I'm, I'm actually an electrical wall. technician. I'm on the job here. All right. Thank you, uh, Maggie Sirota. Thank you so much for joining us. Th thanks for doing it. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, classic Mario, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um, uh, you understand who he is right away. I love that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'm I'm okay. I've been like I mean, for someone that's been kind of shut away with my cat for like what sixty days. Right. I'm okay. Are you in like uh, I mean Queens? Yeah, I'm in Ridgewood, and yeah. my cat really needs to get better at his end of the conversation. It's actually <laughs> today's day ninety. Cosmo, right? Is that, I see. I Co yes. I've yes. I've also done eleven months worth of research just for this interview. I don't know. But... You know. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. All right. I know. Uh, yeah. So it, after a while, did you get the, are you trying to get the cat to like say a word? And it's just not working out. Like, Jason, come on. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm, that is pretty like graduate level cat training. Like right now I'm like trying to get him to stop pressing on my eyeballs at six in the morning when uh, he's hungry. Oh, our cat does that. <laughs> I was watching it. Like you, Sorry, go ahead. Like, you know when they, like, kind of lead up and you feel, like, the little, like, wet stamp of nose press against you? And it's, like, the kind of gentle lead up to, like, all right, now I'm going to put all 15 pounds of my body pressure right in your eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and wake up and feed me. Yeah. I, I was watching a video of a cat the other day that figured out, like, you know, if you go into another room and wake up the baby or something first. Oh. Like, the cat, mm. the, you know, that cat. Genius. Yeah. It's pretty smart. They're no dummies. Yeah, no, my, my cat can open doors. I got, my cat's, like, too smart. I really hate it. 
They figure stuff out. Man. Every time my, my door doesn't lock in my bedroom, and just if I, I don't even I go into like lie down in bed and I wait. Your kids know that. Yeah, I I wait a couple minutes because I know the, the motherfucker's gonna open the fucking door every time. And then like you know I lie down in bed after she comes in, and two minutes later she's open. You know, it's like they just need. They, there's no closed doors allowed. Oh yeah. In their world. We had a cat that used to, we would close the door because she would wake us up at least four times a night. Yeah. And then we close the door, and then I see the paw, the paw coming under the door upside oh, yeah. down They'll and do the- grab the door and just start shaking it <laughs> all night long until we open the door. For so, I, I, this is cat talk, by the way, on uh, Red- <laughs> podcasts. We could talk for hours about it. How old is your cat? <laughs> um, I think he's a rescue. Um, yeah. How many people has he rescued? How many people has he rescued? Me. Zero. Uh, <laughs> One and counting. Um, what's up? One and counting. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was abandoned in a basement, like up in Inwood, at the very tip of Manhattan. Yeah. And like he was covered in soot, and he was this really sweet cat that would just come out and cry and meow and you know like cuddle with everyone. And it was just awful. Like someone left this wonderful cat just like in a filthy basement. So then he became my cat. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. Nice. He was good an adult you. already at that point. Well, it was like I went like about six months before I got him. Like I had this cat, like who I had another rescue cat. My dad rescued, and I had him for thirteen years. And he was like old at that point. Like he was probably twenty. Like he was like a bag of atrophy. And when he passed away, it was really traumatic for me. So I wasn't kind of didn't know if I was ready for another cat. And then someone sent me a video, Instagram video of Cosmo, like covered in soot, crying on the street. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm having another. Guess I have another cat. Yeah. Well, at that point, you're like, you know, you you feel kind of, you know, all right, it's not about me anymore. I got to get this cat out of this. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah. Look, I don't even know what kind of music this cat's like, but we're going to figure this out later. <laughs> well, um, Maggie's been a writer for Spin Magazine, no longer, but uh, and she's written for Esquire, The Paper, yep. Pitchfork, Glamour. Glamour? Yeah. A lot of Very rag, dude. A lot. I know you, you're a professional <laughs> writer, and, and uh, you're, are you still writing digitally, and you, have you been working from um, home the whole time? And, I, I... and here's four more questions that I'll ask. <laughs> Um, okay, so now I'm mostly a copywriter. I've kind of had to pivot a little bit yeah. since, um, like, my industry. I don't know if you guys heard, but, like, a lot of journalism and media is, like, basically imploded. Right. Um, I still do things here and there, but it's, I've just kind of had to pivot to something more sustainable. Yeah. Even though it's kind of like I just had just finished, like, this, like, huge store, investigative story right before I left the industry. So it's like I have this superpower. I can't, I can't. Don't know if I ever get to use again. Right. Well, I mean, I read the story for a second time today because I remember reading it a few months ago, but I want to refresh right. my memory. And I'll never be able to pronounce uh, Sin Karen. Did I do it? Right. I think right. it's Karen. Like, who like, cares? Um... Screw him anyway. I'm going to pronounce it. Yeah. So, he was, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and I'll let Maggie explain if you Is it okay if we talk about the article? Yeah, yeah. And uh, um... so this dude was a you know, guitar player and ministry and so yeah like i mean so for people that don't know i mean you guys are familiar with ministry right yeah. like al jorgensen ministry that's right that's yes. the band Tommy. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um i mean you know like in the you know like ministry isn't as relevant as it used to be but there's still like right you know like 
gods of their own kind of corner of the musical. You know, like they're of their corner of the musical world. They're still, you know, like yeah. And they're, they're real quick. They're, know, like they're based where? Like, they're based in New York or California. What? Where were they from originally? I think the, um, Chicago. Like Chicago was their big Chicago. launching point because okay, the okay. Wax Tracks records and a lot of the industrial scene that came up through Chicago. Got it. Um, and I mean, Ministry is Al Jurgensen. There's been like this cast of yeah. you know kind of. And sometimes, like, Paul Bar- Barker. There were some, like, core people, but it's been mainly Al and then, like, kind of, like, now, like, hired guns. Right. Um, so the dude in question um, joined the band, and I I think he first started working in, um, working with Al Jurgensen and um, with Revolting Cox, I think, in 2005, right. Al's mm. other band. And then, um, then he joined Ministry in about 2007, and he was kind of a co-writer with Al for a lot of this stuff, and he... Um, He's even been nominated for Grammys a couple times. Yeah, mm. with the band, and it just like he's like kind of now had the cachet of like I'm not just sin this guitar player I'm sin in ministry, like he's sure. Okay. Um, so while the whole time he's been in ministry, like there was a a girl in Texas named Kelly, um, who had been trying to get some kind of recourse for what had happened to her, um, like she. He used to be in a band called Society One. Yeah. I, um, I, I, they, when I'm reading were, the article, I'm like, this band must be so terrible. Like, I'm afraid to listen <laughs> to it. I'm not going to. But <laughs> it, I mean, they were kind of like a like kind of like a B team shock rock band from the late nineties. I had they had like a minute. They had like kind of this they popped for like a second and then it didn't really wasn't really yeah. go anywhere. And so when Society One was on tour with this band Dope in around two thousand two um he kelly says and her mom attested to this and like other witnesses have corroborated this um but like he picked her like got her contact information at that show and he just came up to her and was like hey i'm sin and you know i'm sin in society one and just started talking to her yeah and what she said to me was that um and i think believe this is in the police report too um that she filed um that he said to her, I asked her how old she was, and she said 15 because she was 15. <laughs> I, you know, right. Well, I, I don't mean to stop you, but when I'm reading the article, when he asked how old she was, it's a weird question because you don't know if he's asking if she, you don't know if he's asking for there's two reasons he could be asking, like the regular reason, yeah. the up the way other, or the yeah, down way. Right. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, like, you, you know, like you're familiar with the, what happens at un, all ages shows where underage people get an X on their hands. Right, because they can't drink. Like yeah. she was someone with an X on her hand, yeah. so and she's already claims he's not targeting. Like, but he walked up to her, and he, that's that's targeting someone in my book. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, and he says to her like, "Well," and then he tells her, "I'm old enough to be your father." Yeah. Good Classic line. Like, what's crazy is that her mom was there too. Right, and it, don't um, you think? Um, is do you do you feel like um her mom was. This when reading the article and stuff, yeah. it's surprising that so many people involved are complicit. Do you think her mom is part of that too? Like, like she, you kind of. Her mom I, really tried to fight this guy. Like, tried to. I had a talk with her mom, and she, like, really was has told this guy like multiple times, like, leave my daughter alone, get away from her. Yeah, and she says that. Like, it was just so hard when the girl, when trying to tell a teenager who's so deep in something that it's yeah. wrong, like, it seems like it only kind of drives a wedge. Yeah. 
and she would say like he would try to turn her against me and like when she she said that when he she found his phone number because she would monitor her daughter's cell phone records and she found this number she didn't realize like who the hell is this guy and um then she said she called him and said like hey i you're you I need to stop calling my daughter and she said he said to her no it's her calling me right like she's a fan and she's you know right. like i'm no <laughs> i would say i guess it was i don't know I, I, she's probably has her hands tied there but i would definitely go to the i would beat the shit out of the entire band <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, like it's people really would be like, crazy what happened to, to ministry? There was, new, there was a new album coming out. I'm like, not anymore, motherfucker, because uh, you know, it's over. I, I, have a, I have a question, Maggie. What attracted yeah. you to this? What attract, attracted you to this story? I mean, I heard you worked on this for a while. So, what was, uh, what, yeah. what was your passion in that? Um, a lot of research and phone calls and everything. Right? It's a crazy amount of work. Yeah. Like, one of the girls had journals. Like, she had kept journals that were dated because Kelly and her friend Nicole met in journalism class. Yeah. <laughs> but but like but what what brought you to the story like what what okay so that's kind of interesting we were tipped off by um a woman named Lacey skulls right and she used to be on a um a reality show called rock of love um i don't know if you guys are familiar but in the first the first season she was um like she was like the villain of Mm -hmm. um the first season of Rock and Blood, where a bunch of strippers like compete to date Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a, that's Is it a, on VH1 by any chance? A contest that yes. you do not yes. want to win. My wife loves Brett Michaels. <laughs> by the way, we're giving an O away yeah. uh, poison tickets after this. Yes, yeah. my first concert. <laughs> that's so if, sad. You, if you recall, um, you know, um, she was in a band. She's a musician, and she later, if you guys remember the the kind of dance band Lords of Acid, they yeah, were sure. big in the early nineties, yeah. but are still around. Um, so she toured with them and sin was the guitar player on that tour. So they started to date on tour and then it, it continued, um, into when they were living in LA. Right. And she's, age, about, they, they, she's age appropriate. She's like, yes, the same age yes. As him. She's age appropriate. Um, and she, so they were, when they were dating, she, I guess I think the story is that she was promoting something Sin did on Facebook, and one of Kelly's friends kind of jumped into her comments really kind of angrily and said, like, that guy's, you know, like, just said that guy, you know, just kind of said some disparaging things about Sin, and she, and, you know, like, I don't think Lacey would mind me saying this, but she's kind of a hothead, so she kind of, you know, (laughs) she charges into this, this guy's messages, like, what are you talking about? And he then connects her with Kelly, who tells her what happens to her at the Society One dope show, like that he had picked, you know, like, no, this guy crept on me when I was 15. He flew to Texas multiple times when I was, you know, a minor to have sex with me. Um, Yeah. yeah, And it's like, and so this is another thing Lacey's not going to be, I think it'll be fine that I say, because she's very open about this, but. Lacey was a survivor of sexual abuse herself as a child. Mm-hmm. And, like, she had a lot of issues about that because, she, like, it was like a family friend and no one had done anything to protect her. Right. And in, she kind of had a lot of issues that this triggered. Like, now she's realizing, like, this guy I'm with, like, went after, like, had this inappropriate relationship. Like, I'm not okay with this. This is unacceptable. And she just had all these, like, she just didn't know what to do. So she calls him, um... They they break up and he admits 
in an email to her that he had had a relationship with, you know, like a minor. And, like, it was kind of framed in a really vague way. Um, where he's like, you're telling me I'm someone who targets children. Um, well, that's not me, and that's, that doesn't feel good. This yeah. is the only... If, if you read the article, which you could find on Billboard, the yeah. email seems like really like he doesn't like deny it. It's kind of like he just does these weird deflecting platitude things that he doesn't really say anything. Um, something like, I mean, I, I probably talked to like 11 sources for this article and everyone said the same thing. Like the, um, ex-manager, um, the ex-manager, Beth, um, Lacey, uh, Kelly, all of Kelly's friends, Kelly's mom is that he just kind of turns it around. Like he can turn anything around on you. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, manipulative person. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what, I mean, these are, well, what, what'd you say? Well, Maggie, but, but I I'm know so what, curious, it, where you, where do you come into this though? Like how, how, like, are you, are you friendly with, did they, these, did they contact people? you or, uh, did no, you it was just, it was just an email. Like, like no. Lacey emailed Lacey. It was just like, saw that a lot of things in the me too movement were happening. Um, and she felt like, I mean, and she was upset because she had been screaming about this for years. Like she, every once in a while, she'd post on Facebook and be like, why are people in my scene allowing this guy? Why are people I respect working with this guy? Why are people who kind of know about this, like letting this go on? Yeah. And, and she kind of knew that na- she, all, sorry, image, go ahead. like she kind of knew that people were going to weaponize certain things about her, like that she had dated him. So therefore now she's a bitter ex. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That she yeah. was on a reality show, so now that's like a, you know, like they could kind of use these things to dismiss her. Right. Um, when she was like, I mean, she's raising a pretty legitimate issue. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it's 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 you know, she's a bitter ex, but uh, you still had sex with a fifteen-year-old. Well, you know, but you know, both yeah, things yeah. could be true. You fucking goddamn creep. Yeah. Sorry, it was yeah, it was pretty kind <laughs> allegedly. Of by the way, we should say his yeah. lawyer through his lawyer, he's denied all of this. Yes, just yes. So, just in case, uh, you know, I've, I'm going to get sued by fucking a yes. band with a he drum machine. Has, um, he sent me a pretty lengthy um, C and D when we first reached out for comment. Um, yeah. Like ministries sure. never gotten back to me through their publicist. Um, anything anything from them just came through. Eventually came through the lawyer, yeah. which is. Also, the same lawyer representing Sin, so I don't know how that works. Um, oh, really? The ministry's lawyer? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Times are tough. So, I mean, I don't, but yeah. So, um, like, where was I going? Sorry, there are so many different caveats to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think, I mean, like, do you think if he's using the, if he's the same lawyer as the band, that it's that seems kind of like a, like, that the band, I mean, yeah. Every, listen, it, it, when I'm reading, and I feel like everybody knows, and they just like don't talk about it. it's an open secret. And they're like, do you think when they, hey, we're in this weird metal band, this is just the weird scene and rock and roll, and this is you know Mick Jagger did it and shit like that. And yeah, there's yeah, got to yeah, be yeah, a lot yeah. of that going on. Like the you know these bunch of eye makeup jerk offs and the, the <laughs> hey, it's just like you know um, we're we're our band sings about uh, weird stuff. It's just like you know, and it's kind of like an excuse. For them, right. it's part of this rock well, and roll I mean, culture. The, part, the point you raised about like Mick Jagger did it, you know, um, you know, David wrote a Bowie freaking song um, about cetera, it. How did, how, yeah. Oh, David um, Bowie did it too. Peter, yeah, Peter um, Yarrow, Peter Paul and Mary. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Peter, it was Lori Maddox. I think that baby groupie that ended up being oh man, like, kind of kidnapped by Jimmy Page. 
Wow. Next thing you know, yeah. you're going to tell me James Brown uh, is a... <laughs> I, I have to interject, Maggie, because I have no, a, a current situation with Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. What? Okay, please. Uh, what year is it? He is actually a great guy. No, it's happening right now. He's a part of this thing that we're doing, which is Operation Respect, which is an anti-bullying campaign. And he's really mm-hmm. devoted his whole senior life to this cause. But at the same time, in 1960-something, he admitted to a groupie and her sister coming to his room. And not that he had intercourse, but it was right. indecent. And he came out then and said it was a mistake. What year? And, How old were these people? Though? How old? At the what's time, your, it was uh, Peter Yarrow. Mario? Peter Yarrow <laughs> was, it was 69, probably, or 70-something. I don't care how old he there. was. How old were the people? The, the so it was the, groupie, the, the, the groupie was, I think, of age, and her sister was underage, and they both came okay. to his room, which was what happened at the time. You have to remember, at that time, no, there were groupies uh, going around taking plastic cast moles of rock stars' penises. That yeah, was, but she was of age. Right, she was of age, of course. But, yeah, she, but this was the age where groupies just came, and, and rock stars were uh, inundated by Okay, okay so to pass. that point, so... Um, Fuck that point. Like, I mean, that's kind of funny because when Lacey would try to kind of, you know, like blow the whistle on this situation every couple of years, she would, you know, post something on Facebook and then someone in her comments would be like, hey, did you know in the 60s people did this? And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, it wasn't OK. Then yeah, well, did you know that in 1800 uh, well, the, people used to murder? Peter like, fuck? did it, admitted yeah. to it, went to jail, was pardoned by Jimmy Carter. And now he's devoted his life to this anti-bullying campaign that we work with with in through public schools and he's the spokesman and it just came up at our meeting do you know his history which i did know his history but i also knew that he had been repentant he had served time and he was also pardoned so where do you stand with somebody like that who's devoted his life for one mistake that they made back in when he was at the heyday of his rock and roll fame with peter paul and mary right I mean, I mean, are you trying to to say that is being at the apex of fame it, what was what happened it was an then? excuse, or I don't. I, I don't know. He's trying to. It, 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 How do you deal with it today? Today, when it's now. I think he's trying to say. Fifty years later, almost. It's, is 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 there? Newport, man. Are you trying to say that the the so some people want us to that cut, time is is is. Some is, people are calling for us to call our t- cut our ties with him because he's a big sponsor of of our. Anybody? Okay. Who, I, I mean, I think that's a decision you. I can't make that decision for you, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't professionally align myself of someone who had that history right you know well, you don't not, get a free he's, he's, you don't get a free pass because you do a bunch of good things he's not he's not getting a free pass he's owned up to it and he says it outright well I and could, he if, I, yeah. if i have sex with a 15 year old and i admit it i'm off the hook Fuck he that did, it wasn't sexual intercourse it, yeah. it was uh, it was just indecent but now you're indecent uh, now you're drawing weird lines but I, you know it's a whole it's all thing. there in the record <laughs> it's not like he's hiding it it's in there it's uh, I have a question for Maggie. So, are you yeah. essentially an Tommy investigative? Rockstar. Hey, it's Tommy Rockstar. Um, hey, Tommy you, Rockstar. Hi. Um, it's a real pleasure to have you on. I wanted to ask: Are you essentially an, an investigative reporter, or is it just one shade of what you do? Can you? I'm going to get a better understanding. Yeah, for it's our, kind our of like, that's the first hard. I mean, that's the first really deep investigative story I've ever done, and it's um. Like, I kind of learned how to be a reporter while I was at Spin, because I'm not formally trained as one. But, like, I was, it was, like, during the era where Pooja Patel, who's now the, um, who's now the, um, she's the EIC of Pitchfork now. But I kind of was mentored by her and the kind of crew, like, Andy Cush, who's this great reporter who came over to Spin from Gawker, Jordan Sargent. Just, like, a lot of people who were incredible reporters who were really just, like, 
really instrumental in mentoring me. But it's just got a lot of it's just being persistent and digging and, you know, just kind of call, you know, picking up the phone and looking at a database. A lot of it's just like just doing the grunt work. You're like smoking a big cigar in an office somewhere. It's like a paper. Yeah, thing. yeah. Going into McSorley's and ordering a beer. Did you fear for your safety when you're writing the article? Like uh, because of the, where it gets out and stuff? Do you, do you ever worry um, about like not, uh, anybody coming after you from, you know, I don't know. Not my physical safety, but a lot of people I talked to were afraid of um, harassment. Some of them had right. been yeah. harassed in the past. Um, so, so, like, and so, like, I was. I wasn't afraid of anything, like, physically happening to me, but I was wondering if, like, I mean, I was wondering if my mentions were just going to kind of turn into me telling, you know, like, people telling me they want to rape my corpse or something, you know, right. like. It's like when you make fun which, of Taylor Swift and uh, they all come after you or something. You know, it's like the, or just, like, the any, ministry, you say uh, something. Yeah. Pants. And it's just, just. All two of them. Like, and it's just, like, no, actually, I haven't been harassed. I've so, been. So no one's bothered me. Did Spin support you fully when you're writing the article? Was there any kind of questions like, ah, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this and that? I know, I know you. I see that you put people's everyone's name in there, but I'm sure that you had well, permission to do that. Everyone. I mean, it's the hardest part of usually about reporting these stories is getting people to talk. And I already, I already like had an advantage because so many people were willing to talk that. You know, like, that's just kind of the first step. You know, that just kind of gets you through the door. And then, like, some of the people who wanted to stay anonymous in the story decided, like, towards the end that they were just tired of hiding and then just said, yeah. like, you know, you can just print my name. That's yeah. that's tough, man, because I'd be, I'd I'd be yeah. afraid that they, that you, that's, that's, and I hate to overuse the word brave, but it really is because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Like, you know what? This is too important. I put my name out there. It's a really hard thing to do. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like it says of... a lot when you're putting your name out there. Like you're just like, yeah, I stand, I'm stand by this thing. I, I say this thing is true. Like, it's, it's very admirable, and it's 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 a crazy thing. Do you ever, Maggie? Do you ever worry about uh, printing something, writing an article that gets printed, and then you find out that it was completely wrong, or you've been lied to, and uh, um, I feel like any that would like, damage your career, or your reputation. It would damage my career. I mean, it's just like a thing like I'm kind of like when I know I'm extremely thorough going through these things. I know my reputation's on the line. Um, and like when I we, I would have meetings with our in-house counsel, like our lawyer at, at work to just to kind of make sure I was nailing everything down and that like we were just kind of bulletproof. And something she told me was that tight, make sure everything's tight because if they find like one part of their your story they can object to, they can then like kind of make the case for all of it. Right. It's wrong, and yeah. so it was like. Uh, yep. Have you gotcha. ever had to redact anything? Good question. No, <coughs> uh, I don't think so. I mean, if you do eleven months of research, I mean, and you have all this corroboration, I think you know you feel pretty. Well, confident the, last, that... the last three months was just kind of getting it through legal. Yeah. Like just because, like, our legal. I mean, the legal department where I worked was very, very conservative and risk averse. So if they're publishing something, they it's like they need to feel like no, we are not getting sued. Right. <laughs> So it's also the same lawyer uh, that you guys used, right? The guy from Ministry. Yeah, oh yeah, great guy, great guy. Yeah, you don't want to get sued by that Better Call Saul dude, whatever he is. What is the fallout? Was we had an an in-house counsel that then that then works, and she works with a a firm that specializes in media. Yeah, if you ever see the movie Almost Famous, the uh, you know, I I don't don't know why I'm talking about that, but uh, well, I'll tell you why. The uh, they're like, hey, the guy from the the band, 
said everything's not true and they just like squash the story. That sucks if you're like working on it. They'd be like, oh, it's like, you know. I don't know. If yeah, I, I mean, I haven't had that. I haven't like, you know, like sometimes you get something wrong, you know, which happens. And right. then so you print a correction. Yeah. Like, but it's right. always like once you know it's wrong, you act like oh. it's not like. Or you could be you like Donald Trump it. and just deny that you got it wrong. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only a few verified people that can move through life like that. Right. <laughs> right. The president of the United States has to have a Twitter disclaimer. Well, is, <laughs> right, right. I, I have right. a question for you, Maggie, on this current debate that the president has stirred well, why, up. What do you bring, uh, can I ask one that's question? That's some segue. No, because it is, it's, about, it's about the debate about it's what you're talking about being liable and being sued. Isn't sure. that's what he's bringing up now on social media platforms that they should be held liable now? I don't really know the whole story because I've been following other things in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, bu- very busy. But do you do you right. know what I'm talking about? And do you have an opinion I on do, it? I do know what you're talking about. I do have an opinion on it. <laughs> um, I so, mean, I think he should have been kicked off that site a long time ago for how dangerous. <laughs> I mean, he's not entitled. This is a. I mean, it's a corporate platform. He's not entitled to have an account there yeah um you know like freedom of speech first amendment is what keeps you out of jail for what you say it doesn't mean that you can like go on twitter and put any toxic thing you want yeah people don't understand it's a private company he's upset that they're labeling some of his posts as (laughs) fact-checking what what what's the whole thing about i mean they're upset because He's calling out posts that are untrue, or that could, or posts that are dangerous that could incite violence. That could. Yeah, um, and the, their reasoning for not kicking him off, Mario, and uh, is that mm-hmm. the it's like you know I guess the historic that that the you know the people have a right to see the dumbass shit that he's writing because right. he's the president. But States. he wants to be able yeah. to sue them. Did he put out an order that he that they should be held liable? Why don't you, why don't he, put, he put out shit. an executive order, but that's basically like putting out a press release because he just yeah. kind of writes. It's like I hereby decree blah 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, oh like God. there are right. a bunch of stuff with ACA that he signed executive orders, and they were just kind of like he might as well have signed like a presidential fitness award. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know the irony. You know what I mean? Like, right. I've won that. I hereby declare. Like right. <laughs> The irony is, is that this decree that he's made, it actually creates more liability for the platform. So what they have to do now to legally protect yeah. themselves is to uh, further uh, basically it's the, it's the law offices of Rockstar, Rockstar, and Rockstar China. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, they, they have to <laughs> further hard. edit and censor themselves against his like malicious and false statements. So it, the irony is, is that what he's trying to get out of them is quite the opposite and they're actually going to keep them at a further distance so that they have like basically no culpability yeah, he'll be on 4chan within the week <laughs> tommy can yeah. you say against again against <laughs> against oh, it's old timey <laughs> what is so was it was there any fallout from the article is there any accountability or is just everyone just like um, get away with it so- everything and nothing happens to anybody i don't so ministry has never address this al has never like addressed this beyond like going through the lawyer to say al doesn't know about anything yeah good luck you know, know, um, out of that weirdo you know or just like i think it was like al jorgensen is not aware of any nefarious activity from any member of ministry past or present including mr yeah, Sin- i think that was the statement i don't have it in front of me boiler um, response or something yeah. but yeah just like i don't you know um, so they've never said, an, I, I was blocked from ministries, um, <laughs> I would imagine. on Twitter and they, they've blocked me. It's like, gee, well, how, how are you getting your ministry fixed? Um, Spotify? And then they started blocking, um, so they started blocking fans that would ask like right. people that would be like, oh, wow. what are you going to do about this guitarist if or you, what? Right. If this is really disturbing. Like, if you weren't guilty, I'd be, if I, if I, never, if I didn't do it, I'd be screaming from the freaking mountaintops. You don't just say, hey, you go silent. 
Yeah. Right. So, like, they, and then they just kind of kept promoting. They just, they locked down the Twitter account. Right. And then after that. a while, they just, like, started just promoting tour dates again because they have a big tour that will, I mean, it was just um, rescheduled, but they had a big industrial strength tour with KMFDM and I, who was the other one? Was a leather strip? I forget who the other act was, but um, <laughs> sounds they were about, about right. <laughs> they're about to embark on a big tour, and um, so like they, I mean, they were just like blocking people that would ask. I don't know who runs yeah, the when, to ministry account, but um, the first time I was reading the, the article a few months ago, I, I looked at the Twitter like while I'm reading the article, mm-hmm. and I saw it was like locked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't. I don't, and then I guess they unlock. I mean, I don't know because, like, you know, I mean, then they unlocked it, and they just kind of kept promoting tour dates again. Yeah. Like, hey, we're selling tickets. It's like, and then they would I just kind of like clean off the con the comments from Facebook if anyone asked, like, hey, are you going to address this? And they would just all get deleted. Yeah, it's just pretending nothing and happened. It, yeah, it's just. Why don't they just fire nothing- the fucking guitar player? Yeah, I can't believe he's still in the band. Is he that well, good? He's amazing, apparently. Well, what's interesting <laughs> is like, get fucking. Two days after the article came out, or maybe a day, it might be. It's it was pr- within forty eight hours of the um, the um, article coming out. Chris Connolly announces that he's leaving the tour. Like Chris Connolly was a draw for a lot of people going to see this tour, because he's like from you know like he's from like the classic era of like of um, the of, like revolting cocks. Like he's a following on his own. He's like an old oh. school you know like an old school like Jurgensen collaborator. Like he was like a draw for people to go to this tour and like he announces like due to unforeseen circumstances i'm leaving and then never elaborates i'm leaving this tour and then just never elaborates further Pretty sure there was the um, circumstances yeah. were foreseen and and he doesn't he, sleep with minors do you, do you do you think maggie that maybe other people yeah. in the band also kind of maybe had the same behavior and it just, i'm just speculating here and they also try to protect yourself by I like, mean, you know i know you can't I, speculate but what i can say what i can say speculate. is that you can probably read some of the stuff Al has said he's done himself, like in his, <laughs> yeah. his memoir, and like I'm not reading that. And I think even like Chris Chris Connolly has said in his memoir, and you know, ask yourself, you know, hmm. yeah, well, just well, kind well, of look, the, at, look the, at their own words. By the way, the dr- they've actually willingly said to people and be like, hmm. They did fire the first drum machine after he robbed the liquor store. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> right, right, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, um, what is the what was so, the subject's I mean, I name? Say, I mean, I can't say anything. Yeah, no, I, I, know. I you know, like, yeah. but um, I think there was. I'll say something, and uh-oh. I'm just speculating here. Legally, I don't know what yeah. happened. I I feel that maybe there's a chance that the other guys in the band possibly could have been involved in. This is a couple they could pass around young groupies or something, and then you, they don't want to fire the guy because they'll be like, "All right, I'll take all you uh, liner motherfuckers down with me." You think like, he's like got something on him? You think this I whole don't thing? think anything. It's just a one possibility. A that cult of be. pedophilia? I mean, you, everyone's in the same freaking backstage room and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's horseshit. They don't um, know. That. Yeah, I mean, no one's saying. I mean, no one. Allegedly. Right. It's just no one. They say, I mean, Al says he doesn't know anything. Um, no one from the else in the lineup has spoken about it. Like, no one from ministry camp has spoken about it. Um, what is interesting, I saw on like around March that Sin had booked in Australia a um, like a meet and greet and a DJ event that was I guess was scheduled around when when Ministry was supposed to go to um, play the Download Festival mm. right before the the virus just took everything out. Yeah. Um, 
So I, so he was, I guess, still in the band by February. And then I guess Ministry just put out a record or a single rather, because they're in the studio. They announced that they're in the studio working on an album and Sin isn't on the track list. Hmm, interesting. Um, I think they should go on tour in the middle of this uh, pandemic. I mean, I just like, so I don't know (laughs) if it's like maybe he wasn't in the studio for coronavirus reasons or what have you. I I have no idea. Yeah, they could just be like, no one's talking. No one is talking. Yeah, that's so. So have you ever, have you ever met Sin in person? No, no. (laughs) She was 15 and she went to the show. No, care, I've never, I've never met Sin. I've never met Al. I mean, it was a bummer. In a way, it was kind of a bummer yeah. story because I liked Ministry. Like yeah, I, yeah, I loved. The, I mean, I loved their <laughs> '80s stuff. I liked early Ministry, and it's like a bummer tip to get in your email one did, day. Did you try to call them by phone to while you were doing all this uh, your due diligence and the research and uh, just try it like? I, and were you like worried like, oh man, I kind of hope he doesn't pick up the freaking phone or something? <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, having to call someone and ask on, you know, like. And ask, like, hey, did you commit a, cr- a sex crime is really, really... I don't recommend it, but it's right. just kind of like... You got to kind of do it, though, right? Try Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. He he sent me to voicemail right. every you, time. Uh, you've, reached, and, you've reached sin, man. <laughs> yeah. So, Maggie... so he, I mean, when I would try, he sent me to voicemail. And then, um, so when you can't get someone on the phone, then what you do is you email them, like, a very detailed list of questions mm-hmm. so that you just lay out everything, like... So-and-so says da-da-da-da-da. Is this true? Um, Kelly says, you know, like you said, I'm old enough to be your dad. Is this true? So you just like lay out in great detail everything you want to know and send that to him. It's um, it's weird. He goes to different, like in some states, the age of consent laws, which I'm surprised. Like it's crazy. It's around the country. Like Washington, it's Washington State, 16. I don't know what, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. like so in Oklahoma, you can marry like a 14. Yeah, oh, John, 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 I think New York is 16, actually. Is, I know. New York, I think, is some weird thing like that, too. So what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, well, <laughs> so that's interesting. I mean, when you bring up Washington State and Oregon, so the accuser there, Brooke, who lives, who at the time lived in that area, yeah. um, grew up there, um, she was very afraid of repro- like just like blowback to her professional career. So she wanted her. Um, so she was like very, very insistent on being anonymous, which I was, which I was happy to um, grant. But she like there are a lot of parallels to Kelly's story that I found really compelling. Like the same way how we just kind of walked up to her after a show and being like, hey, I'm Sin from this band. Yeah, and um um, they both had the, you know, just like he was, he knew how old she was. Like she was very forthcoming about her age. She said, yeah. um, and her, the people that she was at the concert have corroborated that, um, like, and then things <coughs> about the actual sex, like the, um, the way he was just kind of like, kind of rough. Right. I saw was that very, like, yeah. very similar to what Kelly said. And it's like, those girls don't know each other. Yeah. Right. It's it's the corroborate amount of corroboration is it's the whole story is super credible. It looks like a pattern to yeah. me. Yeah, I mean when multiple people are saying it, I mean you know uh, you, uh, you know and he's, uh, he's Maggie. I want to shift gears for a second and ask you what do you think sure. the future? What do you think the future of journalism is? Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow, that's deep, man. Do you have a few episodes? Uh, you know, the digital age now, everything, everybody's suffering, and what's going on? Like, right, all, maybe like, literally, uh, all of my friends have just been laid off. <laughs> Oh, well, man. that's that's one part of it. It's like in in a yeah. you know post corona 
post-COVID world versus how right. people are going into detail. So I'll, you, you could take that wherever you want, but just kind of want okay, to put that Okay, so, up. I mean, I can probably take, I think the way I can kind of attack that is just to kind of tell you what the problem is now with how this is funded. Okay, so the idea, um, the idea is that, you know, like, ostensibly journalism is supposed to hold power to account. Um, the thing is that it's also funded by the powerful. So, I mean, you have like a corporate, you have a corporation that owns your own. I mean, people like to talk about how liberal media is, but you're only as liberal as the corporation that owns you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a great uh, answer. Looks like a conflict of interest. So, um, and so, so because for example, um, digital, like digital media kind of thrives on ads, on selling ads. And when you, um, and right now there's a lot of like traffic on websites and news sites is good. Like people want to read about coronavirus and what, what's happening yeah. and everything else. And like the thing is a lot of companies don't want to put their ads next to, you know, like, you know, they don't want to put their ads near a, an yeah, article man. with like, you know, a bunch of coffins and a bunch of yeah. bodies like yeah. piled up outside of a morgue or, you know, like mass death. And <laughs> so, so the temperature of the content is uh, an indicator of ad dollars is what you're saying? Right. I mean, so, um, I mean, there's, it's a lot of bit more to it than that. Like, like, I mean, you have to go back to like kind of venture capital kind of funding a bunch of digital media in like the early, like two tens and then kind of causing a bubble to burst when they just wanted their investment back right away. Um, have sure. you ever been told and, to write or not write something by the, uh, corporate overlords? Or no, no, I've been it? pretty lucky in that regard. I've never been like, like, like hey, in some weird yeah. way where they don't exactly tell you not to do it, but you know, like, hey, you know. Yeah, no, I've never had that happen, oh, th- thankfully. You know, whoever owns Glamour is like, we can't print this right. article about Mike D from the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I like Vanity Fair, man. They're cutting edge. You like lately. Vanity Fair? I yeah. learn something new about like, you every day. I like Teen Vogue. You guys Vanity been following Fair what they're doing? Has, some hard-hitting reporting. In Teen they have Vogue a great ad campaign. It's like uh, if you... <laughs> They lambaste Trump, and it's like, you know, uh, voted number one hated by Donald Trump or something. Yeah, we, well, he's a moron. <laughs> we all get it. I mean, you could, there's nothing different, sir. So, Maggie, we have a question from a, a listener. He brings up the, the Gawker conundrum. So, like, what are your thoughts on that whole debacle? A what conundrum do you mean? and debacle um, in one question. Nice job, Tom. <laughs> That's from Mike talk- Upchurch. Are, you, is he, are they talking about, um, like, the, the former Gawker sites getting bought by um, Great Hill, that private equity firm? Yeah, that's that's what definitely one part of it. Yeah, that's awful. Deadspin was one of my favorite sites. Yeah, I love Deadspin. What happened? It's great. And then people yeah, go on like, Twitter and be like, "Stick to sports," and they're like, "Fuck you! You stick to sports." Cool. It's like, Shut do you up. not know why people come to this site? It's just like, yeah. do you not know why people <laughs> right. come to this site? Yeah, go read Barstool or some shit if you won't like Deadspin. You, you know, just click on something like, else. You jerk off. Sorry. Yeah, it's just like you have this dream team of writers, like Dave Roth. Like if you have Dave Roth, like in your, like in your stable, and you and you like let him walk out the door, like what are you doing? I, re- I every time you have I no business a, being in media. I'm pretty sure every time there's a Deadspin article, I would I would click on it, and read it. They're always consistently great. 
no matter yeah, what they're uh, talking yeah. about. I mean, I think like a lot of those sites, they kind of give you things you didn't know you wanted to read. Right. Yeah, that's true. You, does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what about what yeah. about the splintering of media and reporting? So, for example, you know, we grew up in an age of cable television, CNN and whatnot, and it's kind yeah. of become more micro. You got uh, brands like Vice coming out, basically becoming like a cutting edge news outlet. But now sure. they they heavily rely on DIY reporting, basically. And uh, I'm sure that's well, I mean, it's I mean, I know a lot of Vice reporters and they're like they're like reporter capital R reporters. Like the scoops, the, some of the labor scoops are coming out with right now are just like incredible. Um, I don't know if it's so much splintering. I find it's more so like a bunch of sites get bought up by one corporate entity yeah. and then they either like shutter some of them or then sell them off a couple years later. Yeah. Like it's just, I think it's more just this weird like, um, like ownership musical chairs well, was kind of some of the brands. If, if you're like a, a billionaire guy or something like that, why do you buy a website like Deadspin that you don't like the content and try to change it? Like, wh wh why? Why would you even? I, I don't get I the. Not even does, begin to. Uh, there must be. I don't know. I'm not a billionaire, so I don't know what financial sense it makes to like. I'll buy Deadspin and then. Uh, I don't like it, so I'll kill it. I'll make it my own. How does that make money? I'm <laughs> pretty good. I'm pretty bad at math. I'm, it's, it's I'm vanity. way behind it's on my vanity. mortgage. You by have the way. money and you want to put your stamp on something. Yeah, but th th right. then there's no. Then they just kill. Uh. Hey Maggie, so, I got I a question for you. Have you ever uh, considered becoming like a vulture club uh, reporter? Um, a vulture club? What's that? What's that? That's like when you go to the, uh, it's when you go to the international, it's an international report. You go to countries where there's a lot of unrest, like perhaps Syria, and you get like right inside the story and Dang. try and document Maybe. what's dangerous. What's happening that we don't, that we don't see. It's very dangerous. Like yeah. that James Wood movie? Yeah, you go to the ministry concert, the bulletproof like, Yes, Mario. I mean, I respect that kind of, I really admire that kind of journalism. I don't think I, I think I would like probably get myself killed on day two. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, Maggie. Stay who's, here. Who's going to feed the cat, for God's sake? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just like, I kind of have a very good sense of what I can and can't do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prone to bad luck. Like, you just fall in a hole. It wasn't even, you know, I'm in a war but I, country. It, but it I, makes I me really respect the people that do it. So like, on that I, tip, uh, we have some field reporters out right now who are telling us basically in Brooklyn that great. like parts. No, we don't. What we do? Yeah. I'm staring at live Twitter feeds right now. That <laughs> uh, did we just get bought by a corporate conglomerate? We have field reporters <laughs> <laughs> that are basically showing us like you know parts of the city are are, are basically in flames that it's starting to be pro heavy uh, protests here in the city. Yeah, well they yeah, were right, going right, to at Barclays Center at 6 p.m. Uh, there was an Ooh. army of cops outside the center. Yeah, the yeah. The last thing I saw from that situation before I I logged on where I called in to the show was um i guess they come in uh, the city commandeered a city bus to take a bunch of arrested protesters mm -hmm. right. and the driver of the bus just got off and refused to do it nice. and i didn't see how yeah. that what That's, happened after that but i thought that was pretty you know, incredible yes, i think it's going to spread across the country and stuff and then at union square yesterday um there was this big protest in new york right and i was surprised mm -hmm. just when you think like you kind of I, I was kind of low to sleep like you know what new york the NYPD, they're not so bad anymore. They seem like nice guys. And right away, bang, they arrest like 72 people. They don't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. They don't I know, fuck around. Just, you think they, they we're a little like... The, they're just all of a sudden clubbing people. It's like, why are you clubbing? Like, who is... Where is the memo? I thought we're like... We're not, we're not like, you know, some weird police forces. Got, it just never... And then you... It, uh, I'm going to yeah, jump I mean, out a window. But it's on bad the first yeah. floor, though. 
It's the sirens yeah. are bad out there. From every single it. new police commission we get. Now we got this guy, uh, Dermont Mulrooney, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, that's not his name, but it's something like that. And now you go, <laughs> hey, you know, you look at him, you go, okay, hey, this guy's not so bad. I'll give him a chance. And fucking what the fuck? Yeah, no, it's just well. Uh, so how's the pizza? Facebook, like someone, like I'll read someone on Facebook, like they'll condemn, you know, like someone will just write, they'll write, like they'll write rightfully condemn police police violence and you know the the summary execution of unarmed black people by police, and then like there'll be a comment thread. And then someone will kind of parachute in and be like, "Hey, my brother-in-law is a police officer, That's and he's right. a really good guy. He's yeah. like, we play golf on Wednesdays. Like, no one, no one cares, dude. Right. And so, I wait a minute, you, there's your brother-in-law a... like saw some stuff that he's keeping quiet about. Police yeah. ain't easy. <laughs> that he's not telling you about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I saw, but I, I saw a video of a, a, a policeman breakdancing, and uh, everything's fine. I think. Police, yeah, yeah. Police like, ain't easy. Mario has turned from a a radical socialist to a Joe Biden voting. Both sides. Cop defending. Why are you here? I'm not defending the police. Kick you right out of my house. (laughs) I'm just understanding. I grew up with Mr. Rogers, and he taught me that the garbage man, the policeman, everybody was part of a neighborhood, Uh, and we should all love each other. The garbage man is not oppressing you. And I'm sorry that the police are so fucked up. All right. Yeah, but I mean, I think when you kind of kneel on someone's neck till they die, that probably negates the contract of like. I know plenty of police officers, but I know two How many garbage are men? actively working. One is a hero and one is a racist. Hey, do you know any garbage men sorry. who have ever put th- their I'm knee sorry. on your neck and killed you, white person? Right. No, but they stole that piece of garbage I wanted right before well, I got Well, you were supposed it. to slip them to 20. That's how it works in Queens. It's not <laughs> garbage. Take, take away this refrigerator. It's it still has a free on in it. If it's, you have to pay for it. <laughs> no, it's not that I, I defend I'm going to call the garbage man take your opinion out. But the idea of people who gave their lives, people who went into 9-11 and yeah, ran into buildings. All right, so there's two are, separate things. There it doesn't are people who, who the other consider thing. police Maggie, being a we're just going to argue a teacher, during the interview. <laughs> to be a politician, to be an honorable profession. Yes, I'm going to club and, you over the head. And you have to be active in, in saying we have to root out the problems in our profession. Well, that goes to my point of thinking that the NYPD was actually a little, maybe a little more... Woke up to be all the, but uh, it's all the same Look shit. Look at the LAPD since Rodney. When in doubt, bang people over long, the head. That's what we're doing here. Fucking journey. And by the way, I want to say this, and we're talking to Maggie Sirota. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Maggie. Uh, no, I could walk through Penn Station. I'm, I'm still working, and I'm a hero. Thank you for asking. And uh, <laughs> as I walk through, ninety percent of the cops I see, they're all they don't wear the fucking masks. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I saw up, like one of the cops outside the Barclays Center, and he had like the he had like the the mask like under his nose, and I was like, okay, do you just wear the condom on the balls? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 oh, Great it's question. supposed to go on the other. Uh, uh. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> 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 I can't get the picture out of my head, and I forgot where we were going here. Well, anyway, yeah, we have we have fun, don't we? It's Friday nights. We do. It's Friday night. We're trying to have fun and keep our mind a little bit off of these things. And uh, I mean, I'll tell you something. You guys are better at conversation than Cosmo. Uh, I, I was going to say, just John, a we like tiny step above the cat that doesn't speak. John, yeah. we like to put... <laughs> the cat that doesn't speak and bludgeons my eyeballs. Every <laughs> By the way, the cat that doesn't talk. That cat's podcast has a million uh, viewers. Yeah, like two. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? He's just below Joe Rogan or some right, shit. Right. Spotify just signed him for two million dollars. <laughs> Adam, Adam Catroller or something. You get away with a lot when you're cute, you know. 
<laughs> so, John, right, as you know, we like you. to play a game here called Crap Not Crap, oh. where yeah. we usually ask our guests if... You know, it's uh, funny you what, say that. And thank you for spending so much time with us, Maggie. I don't know if you have uh, you have got to go, got to go somewhere. Right? No. Oh, yeah. I got all kinds of places to be tonight. <laughs> I love we have ent- every... Uh, int- is it an interviewee? We have them all trapped. Yeah. Trapped. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a simple game. You can explain it, Tom. Well, I was going to say, we usually play a, a speed round where we ask a, a, a guest if, what their opinions are on a list of bands that we read to you rapid fire. Uh, and if you just simply say if they're crap or not crap. But in this case, we actually have a list of uh, news outlets. And I was wondering if you play in that regard. Oh, really? That, that sounds... Maggie loves music. She's got to get a job after this. Really Maggie, yeah. is, am I correct? <laughs> you what are, are you doing to me? <laughs> you are a real punk rocker. I read your article, uh, Too Drunk to Rock. Oh, yeah. thank- oh, wow. I wrote that a long time ago. I know. I liked it. I liked it. And are you still sober? <laughs> yeah, I do deep. not drink. Well, good for you. Nice. Mario, like by the way, Mario, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, there was on my, I can't find my crap, not crap that I wrote specifically, specifically for you. But Mario thinks Green Day's punk rock. What do you think of that? <laughs> I think they are for the certain people. I'm asking. Oh, Mag- I thought you were asking me. I'm sorry. I know what you think. I mean, they did, I mean, they did come from a legit punk scene in the 80s and, you know. and Thank you. San Francisco, Oakland level. I mean, they're, yeah. they got Gilman very popular, Street, but their, root, their roots are legit. Right. Yep. Right. I know Tommy's going to agree with that. He's got a Dude. framed poster oh, at Duke. Speaking of Green Day, that's something. So, um, yeah. one of my last interviews before I left Spin was with Duff McKagan from, oh, nice. from um, Guns N' Roses. Right. Never heard and, of him. Yeah, no. <laughs> and um, he was telling, he was in town, like while he was in town doing interviews for his like solo record, he um, was like also like, looking at apartments for his daughter and like, just because his daughter was starting college. Which one? Was and, it May? Um, or was the other daughter? He's got May and then his daughter. was one. great. They're, they're both fascinating. They're yeah. both fascinating. And I love hearing him talk about his kids. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, I, I hope, I don't, I feel like Duff McKagan is really probably kind of a good dude. He is. He's a good he, dad. I would say he is far and away the most interesting member of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, go on, but go on. But, you really like, mean to interrupt. But so he was, um, so he was talking about it. Then he like picks up his phone to show me like, and he's like, and it's a text from Adrian Armstrong, like Billy Joe's wife, to be like, "Oh yeah, we get to go with the Armstrongs, and we're always like showing our kids' apartments, like, like, like Billy Joe and his, Joe and his wife were also like in wow. town, like are trying you, to get an apartment for you, their are kids." You, are you on the show here to say today that Duff McKagan is sexting with uh, Billy Joe's wife? Yeah, because that'd be, <laughs> no. that's going to be on uh, no. the headline of Metal Sucks tomorrow if I because I'll email. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, oh. I, John, I don't mean to tell tales out of school, but friend of the show, Matt Sweeney, is also good friends with Duff McKagan. Oh, yeah. Everybody's good pals, all right? We got everybody's We're all friends, friends. It's a big oh, club. Yeah. And big, I would, yeah, I would Maggie, you don't know this, but Mc- Tommy <laughs> Rockstar has every member of Cousin Roses autographed and tattooed, subsequently tattooed on his body. Big fan. Even Steven Adler? Everybody. Yes. Steven Adler wow. actually had dinner with him for two hours at uh, Cantor's Deli in L.A. to get that autograph. Mm. How was that? How is he? Like, how is he... He's 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 steak was hanging in there. Course. He's hanging in there. He's hanging in there. But, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. He, I mean, never mind. You said like clean. two hours at Cantor's Deli. That reminds me of the time like I had dinner with Lenny Dykstra. What? Oh, oh my God. why is that like, coming out now? <laughs> me and John met yeah. him at the Hall of Fame. Exactly. That's yeah, a lot. I, I had like a dinner with Lenny Dykstra for for my Esquire article, and it was like the most oh, stressful God. two hours. Oh my, of my God! Life. What year was my dinner with my dinner with article, you would, it's uh, 2015, maybe or 16. Where can I find this article, please? So he's long. It was like when it was when um, his book, his memoirs, came out, House of Nails. But he was already washed up. House by of then, Nails. Wasn't he? Oh, he's been, yeah, but you don't understand that he's got a lot of shit going on. I got to read this article. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah, it was. Tell us about it was that. Wild. Tell us about that She's dinner. Trying. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Turn your mic off. So what did you? What did you? What did Lenny Dykstra order? Did he order for you? Was he like the lady will have the meatloaf? <laughs> no, he he had French onion soup. <laughs> soup. Um, oh, he's being classy. Yeah. Because, I mean, he didn't have his teeth in. Like, he lost his teeth in, in jail. Hey, what's the and, softest thing on the menu? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he um, he talks about it in his book, like, just getting beat up by prison guards. Um, right. Oh, man. And, it, yeah, I mean, he, I think there might have been some kind of leftover trauma from that. Like, yeah. But, he, yeah, he's, like, a really... He's an intense dude. Did he like, get on is, you? He seems like kind of like that. He would do try. He'd give it a shot. Well, okay, so he is the only <laughs> interview. He is the only interview subject where the next day their publicist called to make sure they didn't like sexually assault me. Wow. <laughs> so how'd it go? Uh, everything's all right, right? Uh, wow. Well, like no, because like he was um, like we were on the phone. It was supposed to be a phone interview, and we get on the phone, and I'm, and he's like, "Oh, you're in New York. Well, don't you want to meet me?" Oh boy. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you're in 93 Phillies, so of course. Um, as a journalist, like, yes, yeah. like as a human being, you know, yeah, well, as someone who cares about their safety, I don't know. Right. But. Us Mets fans don't like to talk about the Philly era, but you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah that, the Philly era is when he really started wild out. You're from Philly, right? Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, he was an article when, when that we you tra- wrote about what? Phillies fans. What? What's this? I, I said I, re- I read an article on Rolling Stone that you wrote about Phillies fans about how yeah I think that, I think they got a bad rap a better chance pictures. than what uh, than what we give them. Well, I will say, uh, and I don't mean to interrupt the line of questioning here, that I did go to Philly and watch maybe the best best game I ever saw in my life, and the Philly fans were nice to us. Everyone was cool. It was a bad rap. Everyone was all right. They were already out of the playoffs by then, so it really wasn't like nothing was really. In I the love line. I love going to Philly. They have the best cheesesteaks in the back. Right. I got hit with like two batteries. That was fine. John, I should, uh, you should. Uh, just, Hold on. So, <laughs> did he Where pick up? We? Did he pick up the check? Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. All right. Did he? Tip? Um. But 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 when I was on the phone with him, he was just like, "Don't you want to meet me?" It's like this is like, I'm if you're gonna to play the sport, you should put on the uniform. Or you had some kind of sports metaphor for like. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and right. so he got to get up there and get, take a swing. So when I get off the phone with him, like apparently his man, he told his publicist that like, hey, I'm going to go meet this reporter in person. And this dude's like, he's like, dude, no, you got to behave. Like the publicist <laughs> is like, listen, these are not your friends. Like you got to <laughs> freaking out. Public like, publicist like everything like, has to be on the phone. We're going to ruin my, I'm going to lose my job. This is Esquire magazine. Yeah, just like, magazine. Just like this unsupervised no, maniac. <laughs> this ain't no Friday yeah. Night Podcast. This, this is this Esquire magazine. This Hot Rod Magazine, pal. This is Esquire magazine. Yeah, and um, I mean, it was fine. No, he was fine. He, yeah. he didn't do anything inappropriate. Yeah, which um, is, you know, I love the whole story of Lenny Dykstra and how he's like this outlaw and rebel and how crazy the whole thing is. He's a fight with his neighbors. He's in jail. He opens up a car wash. He's like an embezzler. Allegedly. Yeah, he's like, he's like but yeah. But then, he's he, like you know, he does a couple weird things with chicks and you're like, fuck, man. No, I wanted him to be my outlaw hero, and he's, he's, not, got, good, he's not in a good state. I, heard, I also heard he's a slot jockey. He loves the slot machines. It's not. So I wouldn't surprise. I mean, no. he's a man of appetites. <laughs> he has many appetites. <laughs> he like 
punched the back of his Uber driver in the head, and the cops. Not the best. I think the best drugs. part of dinner was when he had like he had like four cell phones, his four cell phones in his hand, and then he fans them out like they're cars and asks the waitress to pick a pick one. I'm like, wow. why would she pick a phone? To name a credit. I don't know. Did he have all four phones opened up to Tinder, and like he swiped left all in one swipe. <laughs> He's got burn as he throws them in the lake and takes it off. It's great. It's so funny. I got to read that article. Where can I find that again? Uh, Esquire. You just look up Esquire Maggie Sirota Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. John, John, I just slid into your DMs on your phone, so you want to check Yeah, I don't look at this. No, but you need to right now, so it's very important. I don't answer the phone on the... uh, Oh, okay. All right. You want to put... Quickly, I'm sorry we kept you on so long. Do you have oh, time, fine. time to play Crap Not Crap? I'll give you a band yes, name. You simply tell crap, me Crap Not crap. crap. If you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, of course you can. Okay. All right. Here's Tommy's list here. Wow. Tommy's pretty good. I, I can only come up with the... I have the most polarizing ones, but let's go. Uh, enough Skip talking around. from me. Here's Maggie Sirota's Crap Not Crap. Yeah. We yeah. A lot of good. Right. Let's see what she thinks. She's a big music person. I didn't get to ask you about the Low Times podcast. I want a t-shirt off there. Oh. Do you know that? Oh. And I pestered Daniel Ralston like after a month. I'm like, where's my t shirt? There was a terse email and I got it. It's too small. I'm fat. Uh, oh, I'll take it, John. I, you should. That was great, though. It was a good podcast. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't realize you listened. That's yeah, awesome. I listened. Thank you. Yeah. We, had, we had Tom Shrapley on the too. show. I didn't mean to brag. But... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. I love Tom. Yeah, cool. All right, so here we go. Crap, not crap, but Maggie Sirota, if she's uh, willing to play. Uh, Foo Fighters. Crap. Deep Purple. Uh, Not crap, but not crap is a very wide category. Right. (laughs) Nirvana. Uh, Not crap. Hmm, A little hesitation. Yeah, I saw Nirvana when I was 14. (laughs) Really? Oh, wow. What was it? Yeah. yeah, it was probably I saw. Am I allowed to ask how old you are, Maggie, and when you came into the music? What age was like your first? Um, so I three on questions. Monday, on Monday I turned forty-one. Congratulations! Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday! Did you spend the birthday alone and stuff? It sucks. Or... Oh no no no! This Monday I turned twenty-one, which will likely be uh, which will likely be in isolation of my cat. Just oh, as prophecy you just told. fraudulently said uh, 21, and I like that. I, know. I like it. Yes, I'm, I'm 21. You think, the, you think the cat's not am... trained, but on Monday it's going to come out with a cake with candles and lit and everything. It's be <laughs> Cosmo, what? Right, always cats are going to be driving by your house, honking the horns, uh, signs. So you came Happy into birthday. the music scene at 98, Macy's gift card. 99. That was probably your... No, favorite. 93, 90, 92, probably. Right. So you, how'd you get into I the Nirvana I think I was doing like hardcore shows. At 14 years old. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Or right. 93. 93 is when I went to my first hardcore show. Wow. The That's day after cool. I saw Jesus Jones. What was the... In concert uh, I went to. Jesus show. Jones. Holy crap. You remember yeah. the band? <laughs> <laughs> I had you pegged you know, as a Jesus so, Jones fan. Jesus Jones. Crap or not crap? Uh, I'm going not crap. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you have the nostalgia of the first concert. What was your first concert? Was it Jesus Jones? My very first concert when I was six was the Monkees. I think oh, the Monkees yeah. were the first band I lost. That's like everyone's first Beach? concert. It's so weird. I never saw the Monkees. I'm so jealous. I think Jones it's Beach? because of like the the when the um the reruns went into syndication in the mid '80s. Yeah. Like, there's a whole new generation when they went on MTV, yeah. and I guess like yeah. in. 
and I guess like all the UHF channels. That's like I think a whole generation Sick. just found the monkeys. That's great. So, so, so wait a second. Your, did your parents take you to the monkeys because they wanted to see them, or they were taking you as like, oh, we'll take the kids? They were them. taking me. It was a oh, that's birthday sweet. present. Yeah, nice. Well, were your parents like uh, progressive hippie punk? What were they? <laughs> the, 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 you think the um, monkeys are punk rock? My dad's though. like kind of a '70s dirtbag. Nice. Um, <laughs> I love the '70s dirtbag scene. And then my mom like really loves Elton John. My oh. mom's really Catholic, and yeah, I don't know how my parents were a couple. That's just I'm still I don't know. get that. Oh, but, I know, yeah. I know. Your dirtbag dad knew he needed a good Christian grounded woman. This is the story of my parents too. I think my, my <laughs> I think my mom, if someone smoked weed, she would like jump it's, in a lake somewhere. It's my story. It's the story of Mario and all. Anyway, let's get back to Crap Not Crap. We all want to hear your okay. everyone's story, Mario. I want a little background on a, where she gets her music. It's only a 10-hour show. Musical. We're on the third band. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Go on, John. Crap Not Crap. Queen. Not Crap. Uh, Tommy says the White Stripes. Not Crap. The Descendants. Not Crap. Sex Pistols. Crap. Oh, I hate on. the sex pistols. I hate well, the sex pistols. Oh, so I'm with you. I think the sex pistols are crap. <laughs> Is it just the pistols or all that 70s? You want to talk about a punk. fake punk rock man? The Clash. Yeah. Ask the Clash. No, I'm, right. I'm not a big fan of glorifying anyone who kills their par- their partner, first of all. That's like, right. That was not a good thing to do. What about the Clash? <laughs> like, everything about the sex pistols crap. Yeah, I agree. What about the, cl- what about the Clash? Not crap. Yeah, I don't, you know, you have the sex pistols with like, you know. The you monkeys a... of punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> They're just and like then, a boy band. Yeah, and then but and this murder. Let's like, go for the holy, holy Trinity. What about the Ramones? No, I'm not. Wait, I'm not up to that. I got. I got. I got a process. Yeah. Yeah. The Ramones. You know, you'd be surprised when you ask something like the. All right, like if you ask like the Beatles. Um. So See? the Beatles, See? like. I get why they're important, but they never like excited me. Like I understand, like they're they're probably the basis for a lot of bands I love, but them on their own, I never got excited about or right. really connected to. Crap the Beatles. But it's like I'm not yeah. going to turn off certain songs if they come on the radio. Right. Did you see the movie yesterday? Excuse Wasn't me. It? The Beatles were never here. Well, you'd be feeling sad. I, I, uh, we're going to need an answer here, man. She said it was. No. Oh, well, that's right. She didn't say. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna say crap because they're too important. So yeah. I'm gonna say not crap. You would only be the second like... person to crap them. The other one was Steve Albini. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Oh, he yeah. crapped Excellent. them. Right but the the funny thing is, people are like you're crazy writing the Beatles down. But you see, some people, you know, that's see? a great answer. Yeah, right, it's so... like it's kind of one of the things I get it. Like it's yeah. kind of like Bob Dylan. I understand why he's important, mm-hmm. but I'm just like I. I will not choose to listen to Bob Dylan. Right. He just had his birthday if, you know, last yeah. week. Correct. I, you know, I, I, that's a good crap that crapper for a permanence on that list. We yeah, add I, him. I'd almost yeah. rather read the lyrics than listen to Bob Dylan. Yeah, I, I'd rather read, <laughs> maybe read a book about him than listen. Yeah. Somebody should have said to me, you're a little better in print. Uh, the Rolling Stones, <laughs> since we're going on that. and Oh, not crap. I like right. the Rolling Stones way better than Beatles. <laughs> uh, right there's uh, She Loves It. Mick Jagger, who's also a pedophile, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, mark that down. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, ABBA. Oh, not crap. ABBA's great. That's a polarizing one, too. I don't get it. ABBA's fantastic. Oh, they just, like, every, so- every song's a hit. they just right. brilliant songwriters. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> not crap. Thank you. Duff's not listening. 
Well, only up to a certain point. I really don't like. I'm not really big on the use your illusion. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm not that. really into like. I don't need another 11 minute video where Axel's like swimming with a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when right. it was like they had so much money. Like, you know, there's like you know, dolphins and yeah, yeah, and like. Why is he on a bungee cord? And I'd, oh, why? Okay, Ricky Rackman's there, and now we're out in the field. <laughs> and, okay. Hey, man, that's Shannon Hoon, dude. Shannon Hoon, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was in that band, apparently, eventually, at some point. Uh, the Buckethead era is my favorite, and also a uh, shopping bag and whatever. <laughs> Chicken fry. Yeah, like I want nothing to do with the bucket. There's just like a certain, I mean, Axl Rose is a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, we should talk, Maggie. We he's been talk. trolling the president on, on Twitter lately. He's actually a uh, pretty. Uh, he is makes he a, sense. A sharp social critic? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's I, the, a woke Axel. Woke Axel. <laughs> woke Axel. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear the story of Tommy trying to get that autograph. Let's go on to <laughs> Billy Bragg. I don't know why that's there. But... Oh, oh, he's great. Not crap. Elvis. Former guest. Presley. Uh... <laughs> Elvis was a guest? No. El- Elvis was a hero to most. Uh, I'm gonna go crap on Elvis. Wow, wow. crap on Elvis Presley. I like yeah. it. I love what about Elvis Costello? Not crap. Yeah. What about the Talking Heads? Not crap. Featuring Elvis Costello. <laughs> um, Slayer. Not crap. You notice every band on here is white, and there's a reason for that, and I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you why. Because because I'm a huge racist. No, because, no, because well, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, we all I, are. No, this is the. I thought about this because black music and women who make music, it's they're it's all good. Only <laughs> white only white men have shitty bands. I, I'm telling you, think of one. You can't do it. Here's one. Yeah, for, uh, yeah like <laughs> every every band who's a person of color or is a woman is fucking good. I kind of think that kind of speaks to the unearned confidence of white men. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like, oh, we could put Chinese democracy. Oh, I got this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got, oh, you no can problems. write a song? Oh, yeah, that's easy. I got a... Uh. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Jared well, Kushner just like, reading books incident. about like, the Mideast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, 10,000 cops show up to see the Foo Fighters at Madison Square Garden. It's all good. Yeah, 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 bad, yeah. like Motorhead. Not crap. Okay. Hall and Oats. Not crap. Oats. Oats on his own. <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, not crap. I even I he gave me a really nice interview once. So oh, I very you? pleasant to talk Who's to. Who's the best person mm-hmm. you ever interviewed? The coolest person. Oh my gosh! There's okay. So probably the coolest Bob Mold when I was on. He was on Low Times. It's nice. fantastic. He seems like um, a sweetheart of a man. Duff McKagan, lovely person. <laughs> One of the people I've had the best time talking to was Johnny Marr. I oh, could right. listen to him talk all day. Oh, I heard wow. he's a pretty cool guy. And he's, I mean, it was only on the phone, but like right before I got on the phone, his publicist was like, hey, can you make sure this is only a half hour? I'm like, okay. And the real, I realized, like, well, I was like, oh, because Johnny likes to talk, <laughs> which is great, great for me, but. Haha, <laughs> that's the same trick we pulled on you. <laughs> it's everybody. But yeah, I mean, he's a big, he's a very funny guy and very smart and just like insanely cool i gotta ask you biggest i'm like how did you ever get along with morrissey Mm -hmm. biggest jerk in rock and roll i was waiting for that one yeah big question who's the biggest jerk you've ever met in rock i've been cursed out by glenn danzig on the phone (laughs) wow i've interviewed him twice i've never had a good it's never been easy he's 666 by accident (laughs) (laughs) he cursed you out why um it's he's just like I asked them kind of a, like we didn't we weren't getting along to begin with like we were just weren't really going anywhere 
he's like hard. He's a hard interview. He's very oh, kind of taciturn yeah, and like. Did he hang up on you? No, but um, I decided. But he did complain to my. I had his manager complain about me afterwards. <laughs> what what curses did he use? And the interview kept um, going after that. <laughs> the thing it went um it really went south when I just asked him about a comment he made about Hugh Jackman playing the role of um. <laughs> I don't have the remark in front of me, so I might fudge this. But um, Tom Tugger? something about something what? about how he played the role kind of gay, Wolverine kind of gay. Uh, um, he just which Glenn Danzig wouldn't have, and so I asked him about that, and that's when he really kind of turned on Did me. Did he think he was uh, like up for the part? He, that's the rumor, right? That I, he was up for. It? I could kind of see it a little bit. But so, so, but he did comment on it. So I asked him about it because that seems like a weird thing to say. Like, yeah, well, and I don't know if you know this. Glenn Danzig uh, was also uh, Legs Diamond on Broadway for about uh, eight months. A good run. He was not. No, it's, <laughs> that's fine. You know, I would have played it less gay. That's weird. I just want to. Yeah, if you want, if you want to see Glenn Danzig cursing at me, it's in the Village Voice. Oh, I think oh like yeah. I'm writing that down too. I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So when you did finish the interview, you wrote the whole thing, the cursing and everything. Was he mad about that? After? Was oh, no, no, no. Because I guess he, I guess he was mad. At, like, I had 45 minutes with him, and it ended about 25 because, like I said, very taciturn. Yeah. And so I hang up, and then my editor emailed me, and he's like, hey, his manager just said you were asking that Glenn ended the interview early because you asked inappropriate questions. I'm like, no, I ended the interview. What? Uh, what a baby. <laughs> Sorry, so, this is me talking, not man. What a baby! That guy's. Like, yeah, I get it. I Glenn Danzig. He's you know he's angry. He's Glenn Danzig. But Jesus Christ! Do the interview. Oh boy, could he sing? Is. I mean, I love his music. I've seen every one of his bands live, but right. I just like we do, we are just two people that do not get along. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's here's the new movie, uh, Tiny Wolverine Jr. <laughs> you know, it's funny that those were all on my list, so I I can't. I was going to name all three bands that I know that he's in, Danzig, the Misfits, and Sam Hain, but I guess you love them all, mm-hmm. so I don't have to ask that. You yeah, I love all those bands. Sam Hain? Not crap. I Not love crap. Sam Hain. Right. Did Speaking it, of, was it disappointing to you to like that you're, you love this band so much? That Sam Hain? That's a band? No, because I don't, I mean, I don't automatically assume artists I like are necessarily going to like me. You're saying or... it was a short interview. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, just like, I don't know. They're not. Or doesn't necessarily mean they're good people. Or you know, like it's yeah. just like yeah, I, it's, I'm okay to have that distance. Like their art is over there, and I don't have to like. You know, I mean, I it does sometimes it does affect what I materially support. Like, it, like I, for example, like I don't buy Morrissey. I don't spend yeah. money on Morrissey nice. anymore. Yeah, fuck you. Weirdo. Like I grew up a huge Smiths fan and a Morrissey fan, and, and I guess around like 2016, I just like I, I cannot like go to your concerts. Yeah, I cannot weird, like in any like, way like fund you because racist guy. I don't know. Yeah, I tapped out. I mean, Smiths anyway. I can't. I can't stop. But what's kind of cool is when I was at Spin, he did. Um, I wrote a post where I called him an, a bitter old fascist, <laughs> and then um, I saw on his website that an interview asked him like, "Hey, so what do you think about Spin calling you a?" Bitter old you know, fascist. a bitter old fascist, and it's like, well, and he starts something about like, well, I'd like to see them say it to me in court, and in like, court? I've never been sued, so. But everyone's wearing the wigs and shit. You gotta fly over there, fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, did, did, all right, so you wrote this great article, and, and now that I just think about it, about how tall Mike Bloomberg really is. So who's taller, Danzig or Bloomberg? <laughs> wow. Oh, it's great. Um, Mike Bloomberg could be 5'4 to 5'10. I, I think he even wrote on his license that he was 5'10, which is like the 
biggest so joke what? ever heard in your life. You I'm not even 5'10". Maggie mentions that the person at the DMV must have been like, yeah, okay. So what do you got? <laughs> Who's taller, Danzig or Bloomberg? Um, I would say Bloomberg is taller than Danzig. Yeah. Wow. Danzig I, have a, I have a guess. So there's so many different things. It, it runs a gamut. My guess is five, five and a half that, for Bloomberg. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, then, yeah. I I'm think Danzig five, is five, three. Danzig. Five, three. I would say five three. I thought Danzig was a tall, lanky, gothy guy. Well, he no, Mario. Him, he's, are you thinking of Peter Murphy or uh, <laughs> or Doyle or the dude from Sisters of Mercy or the dude from uh, what's his name? Uh, that yeah, that dude. Mary only saw Danzig on Bloomberg's shoulders. They were like buying a movie ticket with the big. Oh, trench Marilyn Manson. That's who Pete, I'm thinking of. Pete Steele. Luxe interior. Mario's fifty eight years Isn't old. Isn't Marilyn no Manson anything. like? Kind of yeah, he's. Tall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what don't listen. <laughs> Who, so okay, so like, Danzig is taller than Bloomberg. Is that, what you're, is that what you're saying? I am saying Bloomberg is taller than Danzig. Ah, Bloomberg taller than Danzig. Wow, Danzig, wow, Danzig must be way short. Wow. He's like, I would, I would estimate him at 5'3". Wow. <laughs> dude, I'm a foot taller than that, dude. Yeah. Hey, John. Yeah, but go, your Misfits go. cover band sucks. <laughs> we got to go with the drum roll for the final crap, not crap grand right. finale. Uh, oh, the, oh well, it's time I, for the grand? I, first, I have to say Rush. So that's yes, polarizing. Second, second to last. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So if I call it crap, like I understand it's like technically, you know, it's technically interesting music that's technically good, but I don't care. Right. That's right. You can call <laughs> so it. So I'm going to call it crap. Yeah. Right, that's a crap. And the, yeah. and, the, and the most polarizing one, and I, you know, I got my money on one thing, but it's it's split 50-50 between the cast and every guest we've had and the band oh. is called uh Steely Dan. <laughs> oh crap. All right. Yeah. Uh, Damn right there, crap. Not Steely Dan. By your love, no, Abba, I would have guessed you love uh, Terrible. Steely Dan. Yeah. Oh, thank you God. Thank you so much for Maggie. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I do not. I'm on the job market. <laughs> I'm plugging right. myself. Are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> Go look for uh, Maggie Sirota there and give yeah, her a yeah, job. Yeah, I will gladly send you my resume. <laughs> An excellent writer. Well, hopefully we help get you a job with this interview. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know who listens to this show more than anyone is is uh, uh, corporate news people, so I think you <laughs> oh, oh, great. Awesome. Jake Tapper is like at home like, oh. <laughs> hey, you got to uh, erase that Misfits line. That's bullshit. So thank you so much for joining us. I don't want to... Uh, you know, just stay on the phone if we want. I guess we. This is the longest we've had anyone on. And I appreciate. Are you it. serious? No, no, probably not. No. In the COVID era, I feel closed. bad taking COVID era, yes. people's time, but my producer is yelling at me over Zoom to take a break. And uh, okay, well, yeah, we can. Time? Yeah, you can totally uh, dump me and go uh, go on oh, with your show. Uh, crap, not crap. Uh, <laughs> Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Crap. No, I the band was- Tool. Yeah, crap. Oh my god, crap. C R capital C crap. There's oh, there's some picture. there's some Twitter thread I meant to read but I didn't. It's just I think it's just pictures of the like the front man of Tool cover bands. I got to look at that. Oh god. <laughs> what do you hate more about Tool, the the videos or the music itself? Um I feel like I kind of hate the like kind of pseudo intellectual posturing of the front man. <laughs> Such a tool. Oh, people like yeah, this like, do it. They're like, "Hey, I'm this guy's smart. I'm smart now too." It's kind of like what, like Moby. Oh, he has he has glasses. He must be smart. It's like he, no. Uh, no. I feel like Moby is a total prick. I don't know why. I'm just did, taking a. Did guess. you read that NPR article with him that just came out? No, I haven't. Oh God, it's great. It's um, 
It, there's a big profile just came out. I really suggest you read it. I will totally do it. What's, I'm writing that down to it. Three year old three. NPR movie. He's got a lot of notes tonight, uh, Johnny Boy. I know. I'm giving you homework. Hey, I'll if get I had Moby's money, I would just shut the later. fuck up and sit in the corner somewhere. Like, shut up. Yeah. Hey, Maggie, we're friends now, so I'll DM you some Guns N' Roses stories. No, the don't harass the guests <laughs> after the show. It's not allowed. It's yes, and I am available for interviews. No. <laughs> and Mario's in, available for interviews. Uh, thank you so much, Maggie Sirota. Uh, of the course. Yes, thank that you was for great, asking me. Great interview. Really appreciate you coming on. And by the way, your phone connection, top 10. Stellar. Top 10. Stellar. It was um, just an iPad. Excellent. Everyone call him in an iPad from now on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Maggie. Stay safe. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. It's yeah. been an honor. Thank Give you. Give my love to Brooklyn. See you. Great. Later. Wait. Here's Maggie Sirota. Yeah. Excellent. Let's nice hear it, cast. I liked it. I, I have a lot more stuff to get to. This is the problem. Once I get to open. Sorry, dude. We got to keep things moving along, dude. Oh, no, you're right. You're I think right. I have to lay down. We have to get to the crocodile news stories. So much crocodile action. So that's a great interview. Can I, I ask like you? how I talk about the interview after it happens. It was great. I got yeah. I to gotta also give uh, props to our field reporter, uh, Traveling Pete, because while we were going doing that interview, he was giving us links of what's going on inside that world right now, man. What a crazy Why, is he time. on the scene? Dude, he's on the scene with the Heading Twitter out links. Out. With the Twitter links. He's oh, outside like his apartment in our, Chinatown. Our roving yeah. reporter is just on blind? Yes, he's out there <laughs> trolling with like a bot. I could, I could do that. We need, we need Adam to walk outside. He's in the neighborhood. Adam, walk outside with your camera. Pete's, Pete's right Pete's next in door. Brooklyn. Pete's yeah. right next door in Brooklyn, right? Pete's right there. Oh, I thought he was he's uh, right where downtown. He's right where it's happening. Oh. Pete, we were just talking about you, so tell us about what's going on in the streets. You're just on the streets right now. You were just out there. Tell us. Tell us everything. Unmute, unmute, unmute yourself. I don't see him. No, no. Unmute yourself, Pete. Unmute yourself. <laughs> Press the button, I don't Pete. see him at all. They, they cut his here, communications. The, the rioters. Yeah, yeah the, the cops threw, flew a drone into him. Actually... The, may- the mayor, uh, the governor Pete, um, of Minnesota, apologized to CNN for I, arresting I Pete. Pete, take your headphones out. Just use the computer straight. Pete, take your headphones are jacked. We got traveling Pete nice, uh, nice on, on the scene. Thank you. Good job, everybody. Yeah, it's going around the corner. We're going to go check it out. Yeah. That's what's going uh, I see. It's getting real out there, Pete? It's bedlam. Yeah, it's once. Really? But what about we got alligators, dude? You don't what? want to listen to alligators? Get the mask on. Where are, you? Where are you, Pete? You're in downtown Chinatown? No, Fort we just Green. talked about that. Green. You listen He's to anything. Right at the epicenter. Fort Green. Oh, I see. I'm. Shall we? Yeah. We're right. gonna go hit the streets. Katie, good luck. Be careful. Hey, Katie. And yeah. bring, some, bring a bring, gallon bring, of milk and pour wow. it in. Bring some milk with you. Bring some milk with you. Yeah, no, for we real. got water. Some why why milk? milk isn't good. We got water just in case. Right. To well, Mario, out. I'll tell you, milk uh, neutralizes the mace. Yes. Yeah. Tear gas or something. Yeah. Uh, All right. And not that oatmeal. There you guys be safe. Yeah. And bring a loaf of Wonder Bread. Mario pours a one percent. I have skin milk myself. All right. That nice. doesn't work. All John, right. We'll do a quick break crazy. and we'll come yeah. back with the news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm Pete. Exactly I'm yeah, we could right. talk this half a second. No, I'm sure you can. Yeah. So Pete, where Pete is right now, there's a there's a an NYPD van that is completely hollowed out and on fire. Oh, really? Oh. I, th- and, uh, I used to say, like, a uh, uh, Park Slope florists on it. Oh, we're, not, we're not cops. <laughs> it's yeah, time. No. Wow. It's time. No, all, all we keep hearing is, like, the, the helicopters are coming over Park Slope and going back to Fort Green. They're just doing, like, a big loop. Yeah. Wow. Well, Dude, that's, from the videos I saw, it looks like a... 
Good luck, Looks everyone. Like I didn't know Academy who would movie. be first, but I'm glad it's happening. It's time. It's time to wake yeah, up and take the Yeah, until they come to Douglas and take your house, then you'll be like, ah! Yeah, nobody's coming here to take anything. I am going to bite to your house like anger. I did last week. They're reacting week. out of a lifetime I'm, of anger. I'm, I'm going to light your house on fire. It's not that I'm con- condoning it. It's a I lifetime of anger. I'm a it's a, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. I can take a break. We get it. I understand. I agree with the whole thing. I'm, I, I agree way more than, with you than you do. I'm ready. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good luck out there, and we'll be back with the news and the Ryan game after these words. Yeah, so we'll be back. Thank you. Yeah. Pete's on his way outside. Who knew? Be careful. Telling me to wait a minute. That's it. Mario, tell me to put on CNN. I can't do everything. Good luck out there. I wouldn't be safe. And uh, no, no, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take my phone with me. I'm tracking shit. I've been to uh, many a protest march for. Yeah, I was almost corralled in uh, one of those. Uh, why am I echoey? Oh, hello. Thank you. <laughs> and one of those uh, cop barrier things, but I took a left. We were stuck there for a while, and uh, now this is a different protest. You weren't there. March from Mike. Yeah, I, you weren't at the protest though. Them or were we on air? We're on air, and uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, everyone was like, "We're stuck on this block," and they wouldn't let us off. And we're like, "Ah, well, we're all getting arrested." And then for some reason, uh, I don't know, we got a little window, and everyone kind of split off. So I got lucky. It's probably because I'm white. I don't know what the hell's happening. Live from the broadcast here on Radio No. Thanks for joining us. You guys hear me? Okay. Sound fantastic. All right, and uh, great interview with Maggie Sirota. Thank you, Maggie. Yeah. Excellent job. Reporting live from Ridgewood, Queens. We uh, wish good luck to uh, Traveling Pete, who is now taken to the Traveling Streets. And he's going to be out there in uh, Park Slopes, I guess, near the Barclays Center. I think he's up in Fort Greene. He's right in the middle Fort of Green? it. Fort Greene? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this, gonna, all those Brooklyn right neighborhoods are the same to me. Atlanta's on fire. Really? Well, Dallas's is, Dallas is streets are flooded. Things are happening. Yeah. Dallas's streets are flooded? Well, with people, not oh. water. <laughs> it's not like the smite of God or anything like oh, that. Oh, there's a weather incident. No, All right, good. You know, hopefully, I don't know, you know. I don't know. What's in the news? <laughs> slow slow <laughs> news week. Jesus slow. Christ. Tommy Rockstar is like, one minute, he's still writing the news probably. Is it news time or are we going to wait for him? Maybe he had to. 
<laughs> he ran down to the corner. To He's out protesting on the mountain. We call in a bomb threat to get out of writing the news. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, no, that's <laughs> not a threat. He's gonna bomb. How you doing, Sully? What's up? What is it, another costume change? Huh? What's up there, sexy? Uh, so I I had to put on like normal adult clothes to go out. That is okay. Like, like evening wear. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were saying the sleeve of the shirt was the normal adult clothes. Where'd you go? I went, right, I went over to the bodega to get a beer. Nice. Just one? <laughs> nice. I didn't know. I'm like, nice. Yeah. The bodega is oh, Lucy. open. Yeah, uh, I got gunshot over, gunshots hey. over here. Really? You hear gunshots in Whitestone? That's yeah, just the Italians. They, it's Italian Fourth of July over there. Independence Day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, how many are you? I'm sorry. You know what? I There's one thing I hate besides... Must uh, catch up on a hot dog, and that's a person who eats a banana in public. <laughs> Tommy, don't ever bring a banana on a boat. It's and it's luck. not the gay thing that's shaped like a penis. I, it, it's just They're just dipped in peanut butter. I'm sorry. Oh, Elvis <laughs> crap. Total <laughs> crap. So how how you holding up over there in uh, Chicago? I... <laughs> Wait a second. I don't. What's your exact address in uh, Oakland? How do we get there? I live in a neighborhood called the Lower Bottom. Yeah. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot to say before, Tommy. Now he's all clammed up. Wasn't it? <laughs> I'm saving it for the news, dude. So, you know, the Lower Bottom is a little redundant. Right? Yeah. You suddenly got your job back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. hate it? So, yeah, of course I do. Do you wish it didn't happen that you were... No, I would love to still be sheltering in place because yeah. that's what the Will you get in the, thing that I have to do. So. As Fudd would call it, the unenjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he calls it? Unenjoyment. unenjoyment. He's got like two puns and that's one of those. Unen- you getting the unenjoyment, Hooligan? Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. I'm on a very old laptop. I can I hear you fine. I don't know if I'm yelling too much. No, no. If anything, yell more. Yeah, you're you ever so slightly good. roomy, but you sound pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you of... could scoop the mid-range, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in the mastering. Come on, Sully. Get your act together. Record. You sound great. Run around soon. I'm just making we'll roll, sure you're we'll okay. roll off 200 dB. Right. <laughs> I'm having an actual mic. I, I, 300 I hertz. No idea. You sound fine. You look great, and I miss yeah. you. Let me look at no. Sully. I, wa- I, I want to take a shower, too. You know, don't come over here. He's I'm trying to work I can a see Zoom. Him. I can see him on my Zoom. Oh, there you go. Look Soli, at you. Sully, I miss you. Get facha bed. I love you, Sully. Wow. <laughs> what are you drinking Jeez. over there? Yeah. I'm drinking now. I'm on to whiskey. Wow. Can I, I drink a bleach? Yeah, just give me your own sanitized glass and you can have as much as <laughs> throw, you want. Throw, toss me over some whiskey. <laughs> hey, by the way, can you guys see us on Facebook? <sighs> Do you see Not us? twice. You Blink see, once. Can you see how far John is from me? I'm pointing at him. No, we can't. Oh, you're showing That's me? six feet. Yeah, yeah, actually, I can. I can see through Mary's he's, camera. He's, a, he's about seven Look, and a half here's feet. Here's my pole. That's yeah, but the camera head is 15 feet. Yeah, don't That's touch me with the pole. That defeats the purpose. You can't touch him because he's further than six feet from me. Yeah, that's like right. two two Danzigs away. Science. I don't know Science. if you guys if you guys do this, but I always I, when I try to measure feet, I think of myself lying on the ground. I'm six feet yeah, tall. 100. Yeah, exactly. percent Do you guys do that too? I'm Mike Bloomberg. Yeah. How, how tall is that? I'm like, oh, it looks like three of me. Must exactly. be. I'm pretty good at math. Uh, 18 feet. I'm Mike oh, Bloomberg my, tall. My 
John, my father told me that if you measure your wingspan, it's the same as your... That's right. Your I've heard of that. That's a Rembrandt uh, thing. You know the picture of the man spread eagle with his arms akimbo out there? Right, 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 right. That shows you that the proportion of fingertip to fingertip is the same as the da height. Vinci? No. Da Vinci. It is Da Vinci. Right. It is Da Vinci. Yeah. Art. Yeah. I redact that nice statement. Nice try. Do you even teach a class? Not anymore. <laughs> what the fuck, Mario? You're an art teacher. You know, you heard of that guy, Rembrandt the bitch. I redacted. I know. It's okay. It's a simple mistake. We can't jump on him for that. He'll, he'll make way more. I'm drunk. I, I can see. I don't know what happened to you over there. Usually I try to hold it together till the interview, and then oh, I really? just all hats off the lap. Till the interview? <laughs> yeah, all right. Next time, interview. do it. Yeah, you really held it together <laughs> I had some poignant questions, I think. Right, we all did a good, good job. Good. I can't remember. I have to listen to the show if you ever post a show, John. Nah, I got him. Maggie's great, man. I, I, I've known that. I've known that woman for a long time. She's she really knows. funny. She's a big music head. I yeah. know her solely from around the way. We just, yeah, we met in the war. Stolen valor alert. Like stolen valor. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Like so so funny. Yeah, that nails that that nails story. Oh, like, yeah. All I that can't shit, man. Can't believe she, it. Man. She rules. I'm surprised. Her, you know, I, it takes a brave person to go one on one uh, dinner date with freaking Lenny Dykstra. Hey, anything can happen. You got to yeah, isolate you know. condom on the balls. Yeah, I'll get right <laughs> on that after I put this. That was great. It's right there. Like that's her. That's her shit. Like, great yeah, She sounded yeah. Philly. Oh, she's big, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to awesome. date. I didn't want to date myself, but I, I when she mentioned Moby, I had a giggle. I worked at his management company. You used to babysit for him. Uh, in the in the late '90s, when he was working on that album, Play. That yeah, um, I, I like the the thing about that record is I, he would send a dat by bike messenger like uh, every that day. That is so as classic Mobs. Like, like a Mopes. different, a different version, <laughs> a slightly different version of that song, "Honey." Mm-hmm. So I heard that song for a year before the album came out, and then it was like the most licensed song in history in like every oh, yeah. store. Why did you have to listen to it over and over again? Like, what was your role there? Well, because well, uh, his management company was listening to it before they would send roughs to the label, right? To his so they like he would like change a vocal, he would swap an instrument. Uh, what it. label was that? It was V2 at the time. And yeah. you were working for them as like in, in a... In no, a, the, the company... Oh. I was at his management company. It was a company uh, called MCT. They managed uh, Groove Armada, um, oh, Rufus shit. Wainwright, right. uh, a couple other folks. Weird Al. Yeah. But I mean, he came... I will say this. When he did come by the office, he was super nice. I mean, granted, you know, when you work for yeah, or I with mean, someone, it's different. But. I can't... I, I just, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just guessing that I feel like he's a dick. I shouldn't say that. I never met Moby. Not on my Christmas card list. <laughs> he's, he's he's he at this moment he's plywooding up the uh, coffee shop. His, <laughs> the tea or, shop. His, yeah, the tea yeah, shop. His tea bubble shop. his bubble tea stand and he's writing right. uh, you know, don't you know, leave me alone a Moby on there. <laughs> Who? I met I met Maggie uh, in Brooklyn actually, outside of Daddy's. Nice. Really? Moby. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Ishmael. Oh, no. I'm trying to make this local. How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, Daddy. where? Daddy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she seems like great. a great person. Yeah, she's, that's cool. She's I wanted to get her on the show for a while. She was I, supposed to come in live, and then all the troubles happened. And uh, and then I was afraid uh, to have guests on because I don't want things to, to uh, well, drop out. Well, I would have vacated my spot. She could have been in here all alone with her. Your wife no, nobody's that. coming here except for you. you yeah. And Patrick. Pat, if you're listening, call in. 
I want... She was one of the last live guests we had booked, actually, before right. the, the yeah. troubles. So I felt bad about that, too. And, and But anyway, uh, there was a, since we're hardwired now. Let's just hats off to Larry. Everyone get guests. Oh, wow. So, working on it. Now. Tom. Wait, I have a question for Kurt, for Adam, because Uh-oh. I didn't know he he worked for Moby's management. Uh-oh, uh, here we go. Who's... Uh, Adam, who's the biggest asshole you've met in music? It's, <laughs> oh, it reminds with Toby uh... in 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 music. Yeah, yeah, yeah rock yeah. and roll. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think, and also so, in your life, you could do that too. I, I think, I think, Soli might be the only person that might get this one, but uh, it, it's in a pretty well-known UK drum and bass producer named DJ Crust, who was part of Ronnie Size. Represent. The hell are you talking about, dude? We were doing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Soli knows what's up. He knows Warhead. Wow, that's a two. Well, yeah, it, like well, it's an obscure artist, and uh, only one person's heard of him. Wow. No, we did. We did an event at. Uh, there was a. What was the venue? Uh, not West. Was it West Bath? The I strip think? club. It was like a CMJ event in uh, two thousand or ninety nine. And oh, I, w- I was at CMJ in ninety nine two thousand. It was. It was Breakbeat era was sure. doing a whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Crust. We're like doing the event and he's standing there with his entourage and he backs up at a table and knocks over a champagne bottle and I go to catch it and he turns around and sees me and it hits the floor and he like fucking yells at me about it. Oh, classic crust. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like I'm trying to, you know, (laughs) save the champagne. Got all British in my face. (laughs) (laughs) That was my last Uh, bottle of champagne. Don't you know who I am? I'm DJ fucking crust. Fucking Adam Kazawa, motherfucker. I, I, I listen to Moby's albums 20 times. Thank you. <laughs> CMJ 99. I'll, I'll be quick, Tommy. So you can yeah, the news. <laughs> now, now, that, now that it's edited. He's still but, right. So, so, CMJ 99, I got yelled at by Tracy Bonham during Ooh, a, wow. a, a PJ Harvey <laughs> set. Wait, of the band Bonham? <laughs> no, Tra- Tracy, Tracy Bonham. Oh, Tracy Bonham, oh, sorry, who sorry. had that song Mother. Mother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. Related of the band to, Danzig? She, yeah. No. No, Marilyn she Manson at me during during a PJ Harvey set. That's what the difference between me and you, Tommy. I, I I thought of that joke and I skipped it. I know but you did. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 wait, I immediately apologized. Low hanging fruit. A friend said, "Hey, that's Tracy Bonham." <laughs> then I looked <laughs> over and she looked so pissed. Oh man, was her dad in like Led Zeppelin? Stop Is it! That, Stop that? with the. What do you guys? This, you know, fuck this show. Well, what happened? Be a little more clever. It's a second. You hear like Bonham and Bonham, two people oh, make Led Zeppelin Led jokes. Zeppelin. It's not funny. I, I, it's hard to see because we're not all If you all here don't know what he's talking about, who the person is, maybe don't say things. All right. I'm drunk I won't and fuck. And I smell something weird over there. You can't have any because you don't have your own smoking personal <laughs> uh, safety I device. I don't do that shit anymore. Like <laughs> Otto's jacket. <laughs> Proud moments yeah. in, oh, in your life, Adam, having to deal with DJ. <laughs> uh, Tracy Bonham. What is that, John Bonham's cousin or something? Oh, look at well, Led Zeppelin's. I said, is this is what I hear. In my, I have nightmares about this shit. Let, let me raise my glass to something serious. Oh, boy. To oh, Dean God. Rispler on his marriage. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to salute you, Dean Rispler. We love you. And does anybody know who he married? Because I'm a little... Emmy Award winner, um, Lucy. 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 That's great. great girl. Yeah, so he got I, married on the subway. Lemon Cookie married them. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. I, I want everybody to drink. Before the troubles. Drink with me right now. Ago. To you, Dean, I love you. Yeah, but uh, Ryan, it just got announced like recently. Dean, the dream Rispler of the band uh, Mighty High and. Uh, formerly of the Dick Formerly of uh, the We will talk Dick about Dick that later in the news. All right, right Tommy Rockstar, what's oh, in the boy. news? What a perfect segue. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. 
Rockstar's bullshit. All right, Sully, how you feeling? <laughs> it's Tommy Rockstar's news. Reporting live from at least six feet away. All right, go ahead, Tommy. Oh, wait, I can't find my news now. Hold on a oh, second. My oh, Jesus oh, God. That's actually my good thing. This shit. Okay, yo, shout out to, hey, everybody raise a glass. Shout out to Larry Kramer, outlived Reagan, Bush. Nice. Hats off to Larry. Fucking legend. Uh, John, give me the real intros. I want some uh, fucking dice, man. Come on, let's go. While we're young. Chop, chop. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I come on the news for two seconds. Every time I do an interview, a guy wants to open his fucking mouth. Non-breaking news, Tommy Rockstar. All right, Tommy, what's in the news this week? Anything well, good? I think it's uh, nothing's going on, right? Not really much. Actually, John, uh, this story's out of Silicon Valley. Online website Twitter is in the news this week. Is that even the- a real town? <laughs> is it, they're actually in the news after the platform, for the first time ever in its storied history, has flagged a tweet from the official White House Twitter account. That's actually. right. You guys hear about this? Oh, the official, like, this wait, is the, uh, not, I've heard about not Donald Trump's uh, burner uh, Instagram. Right. This is the is that the actual White from House. the White House? Right. Yes. Right. He has control channels. of that, too? He has the double password, motherfucker? Yes. Oh, just, no, that can't be right. Well, some intern does some shit. Yeah, Steve Miller. <laughs> he does look like a fucking intern, doesn't he? Uh, according to reports, the original tweet, which is reposted, <laughs> which is reposted, the text of a tweet that embattled uh, President Donald Trump sent earlier in the morning Dude. saying, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, right. in reference to ongoing yeah, national there's a, unrest. Yeah, there's a big history of the, how that's people saying that. Yes. It's terrible. Yeah. The Frank he's, Lloyd Wright, he, I think, he, said that originally. He was like, you know, he's also proud of himself. He's like, I rhymed something. But he, yeah. but he had to even copy that. That's fucked up. Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah, well, you know what? Is that right? Didn't Frank, the, ar- the architect, Frank Lloyd Wright, originally say that, or was it George Orwell, one of those dudes? That was George Wallace. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Frank Lloyd Wright, George, George Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> that was some roundabout way yeah, to get Frank, there, Frank but we did Geary, it. Frank the architect. Frank Geary. Good copy, Tommy. Thank George you, Wallace designed Mario's now. Uh, according to reports, Twitter tells TRN that it is claiming. <laughs> <laughs> Sully's face. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> DJ Crust and MC Escher. Twitter tells- supposed to be a news guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck, <laughs> fucking news from uh, Twitter tells TRN that Jesus claims- fucking Christ. <laughs> that is claiming to be a news guy. What you getting your That's our research. You- <laughs> That's my research. You got to um, get out in the street if you're a news guy. Get the fuck out there. Pete's out there with no camera. I know. You got to be like, and you got to ask, like, you know. You gotta get out there and ask like the cops, like give her, uh, you know, fart in the catch's face and smell it. Dude, I'm in an upper middle class neighborhood says, right I, now. I, 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 I'm John, John Melendez from uh, CBS News. <laughs> Starring John. Uh, the no. uh, Twitter tells Tiernan that it is claiming that the tweets violate its rules about quote glorifying violence, while uh, others are calling the message from Trump a disguised dog whistle to encourage violence. Whistle. Uh, tr- Trump tweeted, quote, these thugs are dishonoring the yeah. memory of... Yeah, by the way, Lord. when you write thugs, I think everyone should know by now that it's just, it's just code for the... Yeah, that's what I'm but... saying, dude. Yep, yep, yep. And it says basically that he ended that tweet by saying when the, the looting uh, starts, the shooting... When the when looting, the starts, looting the shooting starts, the shooting starts. And the shooting is... <laughs> yeah. And Trump... In short, the president sucks. Uh, the online website social media portal Twitter told. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the description, unnecessary. Hordu. 
<laughs> said that uh, the tweet violated Twitter's rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's best interest for the tweet to remain banned. accessible. I, I got kicked off Twitter for saying someone go jump in a lake because it was like suicidal or something. Really? And then I got locked out the other day. I forget what I said. What did you say? I don't know, but it was they made me just delete it. I forget. I have to look it up. I guess I deleted it, so I can't find it. I didn't. I don't know. Whatever. I was drunk again. Trump's use of the looting phrase. I think I wrote dark. in all caps. Uh, I'm the president, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Trump's use of the word looting uh, evoked a dark page in American history as it was used by a Miami official in the 1960s. Official. Uh, the presidential. The president doubled down on his statement last Friday. Of course. Uh, or actually, this. You Friday. ever see him backtrack? Never. Not once. Uh, I was nobody... wrong. He's like Mario. He'll never apologize. I don't know where Mario went, by the way. I hope he's not in my house. Fucking hit that guy with Probably spreading disease in your house like a pinball game. <laughs> <laughs> nobody should have any problem with what I'm what? saying except for the haters and those looking to cause any trouble. He wrote haters? Up. Yeah. <laughs> He's still using that shit. The president. The president. <laughs> and wrote. now I'm off to listen to DJ Crust and fuck the haters. <laughs> Imagine Pre- President Taft talking about the haters. <laughs> Taft. Taft. I, I I stand Taft. Uh, replying to its own flag tweet, the official White House Twitter account <laughs> later argued that Trump was actually condemning violence. Right. Wow, yeah. Sure. The war between Trump and Twitter is now leading some to believe that the entire platform might actually fold in an effort to disconnect Trump from his favorite version of communicating. Yeah, well, right. So. Okay. We'll have more on the stories develops. <clears throat> Every Twitter's a depressing place. I mean, no one ever said anything good. Yeah. Like, yeah, as soon I'm as you open it up, it. it's like my dog died and everything's on fire. I'm like, yeah. shit, why, did I, why am I here? And I'm still scrolling. So you now I will also say me. something bad. I'm so mad. Don't be mad. Continue on with your news. Yes, don't worry. Better, don't Sorry. be fact checking me. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put a disclaimer <laughs> on this show about you. <laughs> this story is out of India. <clears throat> Anything that keeps you off Facebook, I'm happy about. Yeah. A brazen gang of maniacal monkeys. Oh, yeah. Real quick. <laughs> has report, reportedly attacked a hapless laboratory assistant in hapless India. Hapless laboratory assistant. You know, it's always the assistant. Or the cappuccino monkeys. The, the, the yeah. head of the laboratory is like, ah, right, you take over. I got to go. I'm gonna leave <laughs> well, early. Mario, it's funny you say that because uh, <clears throat> they, managed, they managed to escape in the wild, but not before uh, running off with a batch of coronavirus in blood test samples what? this week. Yes. What? You guys hear about this? This is the plot of the movie. 28 days later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like combination yeah, of plan. I can corroborate this story. Wait a second. Right, you tell me right, a bunch Ryan, of monkeys escape from a lab right? yeah. who have the coronavirus, and now they're giving... John, I, I, you know, I thought you were a fucking newsman. I think I dated one of those monkeys last uh, night. John, listen to Ryan. He's going to corroborate. Go for it, Ryan. I corroborate. See? Ryan, you support this, this? It's real, dude. I'm telling so you. They you stole... Stra- they stole... It happened. Strap in, listen to this shit, dude. The bizarre incident saw the rogue troop of pesky primates launch their assault <laughs> near the town of Delhi. According to the local media, 
the animals had snatched COVID-19 blood test samples that were taken away from three patients and then fled. Watch the monkeys come up with a freaking cure before we do. Listen, I, I've walked the streets of India. Those monkeys are pesky. Oh, they're they're worse, still your wallet and shit They're like worse than the pickpockets yeah. in the uh, in old New York. Good. I love it when monkeys rob people. Fuck. It's true, dude. It's true. <laughs> one of the monkeys was later spotted uh, chewing on one of the test samples. <laughs> hey, delicious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> According to the Times of India. Who, who told Tiernan that the test sample... When in doubt, eat it. <laughs> Three weeks from now, we're going to walk into the jungles of India. Monkeys wearing masks. Right. Test sample. The damage kits were later recovered, according to Delhi Medical Superintendent Dr. Jalmas, who uh, Tiernan said that later, quote, the kits are somewhat intact, but we don't think there's any risk of contamination. Right, there's a few bite marks like your dog got a hold of it or something like that, yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Tommy Rockstar News here on Live from the Verizon Radio now. <laughs> 26 degrees Celsius. It's in it, it is this latest example of a highly intelligent uh, red-faced macaques have been taking advantage of India's nationwide lockdown to combat the spread of coronavirus. While they uh, have been proved an increasing problem in urban areas of the country in recent years, lockdown measures in the last two months are believed to embolden the monkeys. Right. I saw uh, emboldened monkeys at CMJ in 1999. <laughs> Reports have shown them They went on right after DJ Crust. <laughs> Reports Bobby. have shown them congregating in parts of uh, Delhi. They're, stay, only... they're so smart, they're staying six feet apart. There's only five of them. Mister. Well, it says, John, here that they're usually uh, they're hanging out where people used to, in places like bars and cafes. Right, yeah. You know, I saw this, too, in, like... Um, uh, what's that park in the middle of America? Yellowstone, right? It's like, you know, yeah. people are gone for a while, and the animal's are like, ah, the assholes are gone. Let's fucking go over and eat the grass over here. Fuck them. Exactly. And then the here people says, come back to like, a oh, shit. Here comes these <laughs> dickheads again. And all these cannibal rats. You hear about these guys in the streets? John, they're, they're, they're Yeah, you know what? Other. Rats, people are like, wow, I'm so surprised rats eat their own babies. They're fucking rats. Well, they don't give a shit. Of course. If there's yeah, nothing to eat, you know, yeah. I, I'm eating the baby, too. I give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't like Right, because the restaurants are closed <laughs> and stuff, so there's not enough garbage around. And there's no so, pizza. Right. They still can't get a count on, like, some some reports say there's one rat for every person. Some say there's ten for every person. Some say there's well, here, three people for every rat. One rat so, for every boy. So it's, <laughs> it's re what I found out from reading this article is that mm -hmm. it's, it's impossible to count rats. Well, Johnny, it's funny to say that because according to reports, uh, the animals have supposedly adapted to live in close proximity with humans. When the However, cats eat the rats and the rats eat the cats. <laughs> people have been advised not to feed the monkeys in India. As Don't the feed the continues. rats and the monkeys. <laughs> Because they say they might help spread the virus. So don't feed any monkeys in India. I think monkeys are pretty good at finding their own food. You don't have to like throw seeds at them. What the fuck? No. Yeah. Who's feeding the monkeys? I, well, you know, I, I, I often sit in Central Park and feed the rats. I used to have a pet rat. His name you was Sam. By hand. They come right up His, to you. What was your, you had a pet rat's yeah. name was Sam? Yeah, he lived in my shirt and came out at night. <laughs> you are totally the guy who has like a rat in his shirt pocket. Sure. I did, I did. He slept in the park, in the park bench and uh, Sam would sleep with me and uh, we would all have the... Uh, you you, you have, slept on a park bench? You have yeah. a lot of... How many hours are in the days of your life? My life is very long. I've done yeah, a lot. I can tell, man. You've done it all. Sam was great. He was trained. He would come when you whistled. And uh, they're very intelligent animals and, and crazy, crazy intelligent. Yeah, rats are super smart. You ever seen Willard? I have not with, uh, with oh, yeah. um, Crispin Glovers. I think that's a remake. The original. The original. Ben, that's the, Willard is the prequel, prequel to Rest Ben. Rest in peace. Speaking of animals, <clears throat> uh, 
According to reports out of Germany, an oh. infamous and beloved. We're on the third animal, by the way. I know. It's all well, animals all animal, the time. It's okay with me. Second animal. Second animal. animal. No, I, we had monkeys and rats. Try to keep up. No, you. We we ne- there was no rats in the you story. Interjected you oh, Mario brought up the story. I did not talk about rats. You interjected rats. Anyway, according to reports out of Germany, an infamous and beloved alligator that was once believed to have been owned by Adolf Hitler. Well, has, oh, died, right. I, you know. has died at the age. Thank of you, everybody. And uh, the, the long lived reptile named Fritzy. Come on. <laughs> that's what they call him, dude. He Fritzy. died this Friday. Mario, come here and give me a, give me a kiss. I want to die. Uh, young Philip Ruta has a big, long French kiss. Has endorsed this story. Spit, young Philip Ruta knows the story is true. <laughs> it's a true story, Mario. Right? So the long live. Cough in my out. face, Mario. Please. <coughs> John. Yeah. John? Yes, Sully. John. Can I have that shirt when you die? Yep. You can have it now. I'll send it to you with the picture. I have to send you your your uh, uh, portrait anyway. And we have to. You know, send... I, bought, I got the shirt in in St. Louis, uh, Missouri. As a matter of fact. At the Budweiser factory, when I, some reason, Dave Harrison invited me to, to be in his wedding. I don't know why, and they never talked to me again. Oh. Was your co-host. <laughs> that was the last time we saw him was his wedding. You know, <laughs> if, if, if you want to remain friends with me, maybe don't invite me to the Budweiser factory. <laughs> Where they make the Budweiser? Things are going to go bad. Speaking of sending people I was things, actually well-behaved. I Tom- got kicked out of the casino, though, for no reason. I had to get out. And I was wow. limping, and they thought I was drunk. And I'm That's like, right. And I go, hey, uh, my chips are on the table of blackjack. And they're like, wow, you're so nice and calm. Usually people fight us. I'm like, yeah. my chips give are me on my, my shoulder. I just accepted it. Tommy, speaking of sending things, can you take a By the way, they're out of Budweiser. To tell people that we will be sending our faithful listeners things soon. I tapped you into mean the pipe. For their Patreon rewards, we'll discuss that after the news. Yeah, Mario, but tell but yes. our listeners that it's going to happen. Don't lose faith in us. It's a it's a pandemic. We're I doing we're, it. I, listen, we're, I'm no no fortune teller. I knew this was going to happen. Go ahead with the news, Tommy. We are preparing those Patreon yeah, rewards. As I'm we sure speak, you are. You prepared speaking, the news in the middle of the show, and you're busy which, on Facebook screaming. Speaking of which, Fritzy the alligator died. This according to a statement from the Hamburg zookeeper Hans. Flugelhorn, who told Tyrion, quote, yesterday morning... <laughs> Didn't he direct those Beastie Boys videos? <laughs> <laughs> this is an outrage. I came up with the ideas for Star Wars and everything. Yeah, he said, quote, yesterday morning, our beloved alligator Fritzy died of old age. Uh, he was the age of 84, an extremely respectable... He had a good run. Age. Oh. Yeah. Did he wear bifocals? Did you just... Did, no wonder it takes you so long to write the news, because it's... You made up a... You should write a book of this fiction... You just, if you pulled this out of your ass, you got to go see somebody there. There was an alligator that once was rumored to belong to Adolf Hitler. His height! And you'll hear its history. You you ever ever try to salute Hitler with those little arms? It's really. (laughs) Kicking him up. According to Flugelhorn, Fritz the alligator lived an extremely long life. (laughs) It was a uh, Flugelhorn. He's that guy from uh, um, uh, Square TV, right? <laughs> For, yeah, Jake, Jack, Jake Flugel. I think Harry beat him up once. He has me um, blocked on Twitter. I forget what I said. Fuck that. Jake Flugelhorn. That's right. Uh, months he's after. Like, hey, he's... I'm just a kid. I'm a TV. And then now he's an adult and it's like, oh. Sad. Well, according to legend, months after being You're born. You're off the case, in... Flugelhorn. Months after being born in the United States in 1936, Fritzy the alligator was then gifted to the Berlin Zoo by Jesse Owens. Where he resided until the Allied bomb struck the city in 1940. Are you on Jesse Owens, the, the Olympic runner? Yes. But Jesse was Hitler's enemy. I know, but he was gifted the to the Berlin thickens. Zoo. 
<laughs> Mario, dude, 1936, dude. That's how Just old let him go. Is. Don't argue with it. It's like it choose your own adventure. Right. <laughs> uh, Fritz then escapes somehow and survived for the next three years until a British soldier named Nigel Churchspire discovered no. discovered. Hello. Hello, Nigel. I saw that guy in Jeopardy. <laughs> Discovered the Goofy Gator and later presented uh, him Mike to, the Upton, so- not Nigel to the Soviet Union as another gift. This alligator gets around. He's, more, <laughs> he's, he's like Mario in Germany and like the you know in his youth. Well, listen, I heard he was uh, starting a campaign. I that- thought that would happen too when we were talking to Maggie that you would defend pedophilia because you probably had you know some kind of. I was a victim of pedophilia yeah. myself. I was uh, so, yeah. uh, made love to by an eighteen-year-old when I was thirteen, and I I loved it. I'm sorry. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. You don't have to, to apologize for being a victim, but uh, I'm thinking there's something else. I don't want to hear it. I don't want no, to no. know. I don't want to know because the I'm going to fire you and not be a friend. The alligator has got in trouble for organizing a little uh, campaign that uh, they like were the true reptiles lawyer. and all frogs were put into camps. You know what? what I, I think everyone's about? gone insane. Frogs are amphibians. Oh. They're not true reptiles. Okay. Hello, kitty. <laughs> what a big belly that cat. You're listening to Live from the Bronze on Radio Nope. Radio Nope. Call in. Somebody. Go ahead, Tommy. I can't, Sorry. I can't believe I'm saying this, but can we move on to the news? Let's move on with our lives. Speaking of child molestation. <laughs> Good, you. Uh, almost immediately after the arrival of the animal uh, to Germany, the myth uh, appeared that it was supposedly part of Hitler's wild animal collection, Mr. Flugelhorn told TRN. Right. And so they, you know, but the American soldiers came in. They stole his art and the alligator. He had a menagerie. And then he moved to Florida. He had a exactly. whole a- animal menagerie. Go ahead. However, with Fritz's passing, Angola, a captured croc that is now in the Belgrade Zoo, is now believed to be the world's oldest gator at age 83. Well, that's... However, demise does not mean he'll be gone forever. The grizzled gator will reportedly be stuffed, mounted, and put on display at the renowned Hanover Natural uh, History Museum, according right to reports. Right next to Hitler. You, li- you lived 82 right next to the stuffed <laughs> body of Hitler. Yeah. We should have taxied during that motherfucker. <laughs> Left him in a museum like with a Steve Martin arrow through his head, like making him really look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an arrow. Like, look at this jerk off is the sign that says on the right, exactly. Like, his cock is out. He's, he's just, you know, who gives a shit? That'd be great. There's a fucking taxidermy Hitler and put him in a museum and where he's completely clown. His, his pants are down and around his ankles. Put, he's got clown makeup on. The pineapple up his ass. Right. Oh, I, I like the way you think. That's an Adam Sandler bit, actually. Oh, I don't like the, the way you think. Right, 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 by the, right by the body. Yeah. You know, Hitler, he's upside down. Hitler had quite the menagerie of animals. He had a whole collection there. Now that's You said menagerie twice. Well, <laughs> forget that. He, Hitler learned the word menagerie when he took over a country. I forget which one it was. I think it's called uh, New Jersey. I Speaking went to his farm. It was called Adolf's. You uh, did not. It was called Adolf's Exotics. No, you alligator Mary, compound. Don't even try to string Adolf's it together. Zoo? <laughs> Speaking of iconic legends, <clears throat> is uh, that on Netflix? <laughs> uh, this now I'm a poly- uh, Now I'm sorry, John. This story. I'm going to read it. Wait a second. I'm, where'd the alligator go next? Don't, don't stop he's, now. He's stuffed. They stuff him. They stuffed. That's it. End of story. All I can think of as like Hitler. You put him in but a this, fucking like a bikini and shit. This story goes out to you, and this he's was written by. Cut his leg off. This is a press release that was written as is, so I'm just going to read it to you just like this, all right? <clears throat> Hugely influential pre punk pathfinders, the dictators, 
are said to be reforming to record oh, good. and play you know, live music. Thank God. It's finally. You know, the world yeah. needs it. We need him now more than ever. This is Sully's face. <laughs> I'm not even looking. You don't. don't. You know what so, the good thing about the Dictators is that beyond them being a terrible band is that they're terrible and their music also sucks. Well, actually, John, being that they've been the most favored guest and been on the show four times and friends of the show, yeah. um, I think you'd appreciate the fact that, however, the reunion will be without their longtime vocalist, yes. Anson Dickman. Is over. Now we're talking. Yes. Oh, really? You can't have the dictators. Oh, the, the, that's the, the only the dictators I'll go see. I say they give it a shot. He's right, the biggest well. dick of them all. Now, Ross, actually, Mario, the boss? Well, you'll see why in a court. <laughs> According Ross to the this bus. report. You know, I, Ross the Bus loved Trump, but I'll take that guy a million times over a handsome dick. Well, John, it says here, according to, uh, to reports, the taters are reverting to the their taters. original... What are you eating? Original, Stop it. Original con- configuration pre-dick. Bassist, ah, uh, the best era. The uh, bassist vocalist Andy Chernoff confirmed the move ah. to TRN today. Nice. Say, say yeah, they're always fighting your- over the name and shit. That's why like, it'd be like handsome dicks, wild Manitoba, some shit. Yes. Saying that he and, and guitarist Ross the Boss and Top Ten would be reconvene with ex Blue Oyster Cult member Albert Bruchard what? on drums. Oh, yes. He's good. Yes, excellent. Good. Hey, I'm I'm for kicking handsome dick out of any band. I'll go see that band. It's a true story. Good. Nice. Fuck him. Sure enough. Sully, what do you think about handsome dick Manitoba? <laughs> unmute yourself. Go unmute yourself. You gotta unmute yourself. He's muted. Sully. Unmute yourself. There you go. Uh, he tried for it, and then he missed it. <laughs> Sully's still muted. He's still muted. <laughs> un- Unmute got- yourself. Dick Manitobas. Right. What, what about him? What'd you say? <laughs> I said, fuck Dick Manitobas. There right. you go. Yeah. Okay. That's all we want to do. Fuck him is right. We've had Andy um, Chernoff on the show. He's like the Paul Simon of this show. He's been on a million He years. is. He That's gets a purple jacket. He's all right. He's weird, too. Like, remember when we went to the woods, and we interviewed yep. him, and like, He'd be cool for a while, and then like kind of get like weirdly pissed off, and you're like, "Oh, yep. no, what's going on?" Yep. I love Andy. He's, He's a, a nice guy, guy but you, you kind of don't know where you stand with him. Yep. It's a weird it's, thing. I can take good, it. He's a good dude. He's a little curmudgeoning, but we love him. Well, listen, say what you want about the dictators, but they served an important purpose between '74 and '78. They were really. Good. What was the purpose to uh, show us were, that other bands were way better than they that? They were a bridge <laughs> band. That's what a bridge were. band to what? A bridge band between rock and and punk. Just like the Squeeze Gang. Blow no, that we bridge were a bridge up, band between rap and white rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. that proto-punk shit. Yeah. Listen, I got no time for that fucking We go band. by the name of no Squeeze, I love man. Dean Rispler, but... Well, I, I Rispler... hear, like, five notes of the Dictators, and I'm like, this is some phony baloney horse shit. <laughs> yeah, well, man. now it sounds that way. It's dated now. According to It's report, the same sure record. It sounded that way. It's the same way. Mm-hmm. Sure no, that's enough, usually so... a sign of good music is when it sounds dated. <laughs> fucking suck. No, no, it served a purpose. No, it they thought they were like it. like revolutionary, but they're just a, Actually, some they dickhead were. band from. Well, you weren't a. alive then, so you wouldn't know. Right. Well, right. Mario, it's funny you say that because sure enough, Thank the God. songwriting member of the Dictators said the lineup would soon be quote recording a few tunes to feel things out this year. Bouchard, who was a founding member of Blue Oyster <laughs> Tunes, left the Dictators in 1981. More recently, he has been a producer and a member of Blue Coop, a band formed with Alice Cooper. Nice. Bassist uh, Dennis Dunaway, who's actually a pretty great bass player. Yeah. Uh, the Dictators were formed by Andy Chernoff in 1972. Right, I'm sorry. Attending... I apologize. I, li- I like the, the songs Andy wrote. Yes, he's a good songwriter. The Dictators were formed in 1972 while attending college in upstate New York. He was no way by... any member of that band went to school. Yeah, you have mine. 
And New Paltz. They went to New Paltz. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, Paltz. that's not a school. Shout New Paltz is party <laughs> school. No, go Badgers. This is three years after the summer of 69, guys. Come on. Wow. Yeah. He was uh, joined by guitarist Ross the Boss and a guy named Top Ten, otherwise known as well, Scott. All those Henry. guys were like, you know what I would love when they were like 18? I just want to die on stage, man. Well, now you're going to get your wish this summer with the Dictator's new tour. I used to hang out in a house in Kerhonkson, New York, in the Catskills. My first time. Kerhonkson? Yeah, you ever been up there? It's nice. Kerhonkson. Yeah, a lot of Germans. By the they settled. New Apple Deli. Right. Man- Manitoba <laughs> was originally the <laughs> band's roadie, but he joined stay, on vocals. Stick to what you know. <laughs> for recording the landmark album, Dictators Go Girl Crazy. Hey, uh, you know you know who could sing uh, Dick Manitoba? We should uh, test him out. As, as their roadie? No, he joined the band as a singer after that, right? Yes, I know, but it's like that's a pretty crazy escalation. Listen to his golden voice. We got to get this guy in the band. And according to reports, the dictator and what a personality dissolved in 2008 with Manitoba and Freeman carrying on a different lineup called the Dictators. 2008 Dictators. That's the golden era, right there. Yep, yep. That band fell apart in 2017, and Manitoba released a solo album in 2019 called "Born in the Bronx." Oh, I gotta hear that shit. Born in the Bronx. (laughs) That's going to be like the level of that going back to Queens band or whatever. Like, yes. That's what I'm saying. You're going to back to Queens. Exactly. That was his first single off that album, actually, right? You know, it's, a lot okay. of people are clamoring for it. They're like, you know, if you just release a solo album. Dick. And according to reports, Jerk that's off. the news. All right. Yes. Good luck, Andy Chernoff, and the rest of the dictators who are not Dick Manitoba, who is a fucking scumbag piece of shit. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that's my opinion, and uh, he allegedly. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bombing? And that's the fucking Manitoba news, baby. Yeah, dude. Uh, for, for more for more news on uh, Tick Manitoba, <laughs> Google DRI. For up to the minute late breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Yeah. And for the last 25 minutes, we're going to uh, talk about Dick Manitoba. And Ryan, what's in the game this week? Hey. Yeah. Game master. Here we are. Let's, uh... Does, has Mario not ever not defended, like, a shitty band? I'm not defending them. I actually didn't really like the dictators, but I know what purpose they served. <laughs> That sounds like a... I was more into Jethro Tull. <laughs> you just want to fight me. And the Stranglers. God. The Stranglers. You're like my wife. If I go inside and I'm like, the dictator sucks, she'd be like... Oh. I see something good in everybody. That's why I stand yeah, around with you. I think you just want to be against me no matter what happens. No, no. I stay be- despite your Listen, flaws. I'll buy, I'll buy you two tickets to watch the dictators and you can uh, bring yourself... I'd like to see Blue Oyster Cult can stay there. the dictators. Can I get to <laughs> stay the cult? There. Why don't you take a long walk over short Is Pete going to report back to us? I think he's died What's in the game, Ryan? Thanks for playing Every week And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York It's time to play The Ryan Game where we expose these smartest. All right. Every game, Ryan comes up with a game for us. We, every game. Every we don't game, know what it is. Every game, he comes up with a week for us, and we don't have no <laughs> idea what it's going to be. What's in the game this week, Ryan? We're going to play Trivia Horse. All right. Oh, horse. Like Basketball Horse. Right. It's like the Basketball Horse game, except <laughs> I ask a question, and if you get it right, then you move on without a letter. And if you get it wrong, you get a letter. Right, I get it. Is everyone horse. ready to play the game? I should check the chat so, box. I have too many whoever, things going um, on. 
and just like in horse, whoever is in control gets to answer the question first. And uh, if he misses, then then I, the first one to get it right. I think for the control. first time in my life, I understand the game. Does everyone All get? Right. Are you get it, Sully? You're in. Sully's playing, sure. right? Sure, he's always he to. I got yeah. Tommy, John, oh, yeah. Adam, Mario, and Sony. Oh, you're writing down a list? How much money does everyone have in their bank account? Oh, announce that, too. Like You can PayPal me. Uh, Tommy, you owe $7. John, you get $8 <laughs> coming to you. I have $25 coming to me. Uh, you see, uh, you just announced your I own. wrote it down now. $87,000. Right. Let's move on to the game. Uh, right. Who goes first, Brian? So with this host. random computer generator, we are starting with <laughs> Adam. See, this is a com- completely random computer generator algorithm being created by the supercomputer here in the room. One of those computers with like the reel to reel on it. Yes. Everybody answers the, the question once. Once. Okay. We start with Adam. Name an actor who appeared in the film Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? How do we, how do we call this out? Uh, it's Adam's, Adam's turn. Calls it's Adam's out. turn. George Clooney. All right. John. Um. Tim Blake Nelson. Soli. <clears throat> I missed the question. Uh, name an actor in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? So far, there have been Tim Blake Nelson oh. and George Clooney. Oh, uh, Charles Durning. Excellent. I love it. Very good. Charles Happy Daniels. One of the best. Uh, Mar- Mario? Hudsucker proxy angel. It's funny. Oh, uh, what's that oh, guy? He has a brother. I no, you just name the person. You can't ask. Uh, what's the thing? Jeff. Uh, the Jeff. Joe, Joe Tarantino. <laughs> oh, you're so close. Joe, Joe Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, Joe. He makes the pieces on Ridgewood. Come on. I know him. He's got the uh, gawky face. Uh, uh, you're so close. I think we should Joe Tarturo. Oh. Oh, so close. Tarturo. Oh, man. Tateria. Mario, what's your name? I, I don't know what H. you think, Ryan, but I feel like I almost Tarantuna, gave it up. Tarantuna, Tateria, Pitoli, Tali. I'm giving Mario an H. Now that's the test. Oh, you suck. I am, I'm in charge of Oh, I would, I would let you have it. See, and you. What's you... the right answer? John, tell him. Uh, John Tatura. Oh, Dillon. shit. I got Tatura. Come on, I said Tatura. It's someone else's turn. How about, Sorry. Uh, how about John Tatura? Ah, you fuck. You stole it from right. me. Cheating. Everybody gets no letter except Mario. Mm. Gets an H. I you are getting ten dollars less on your PayPal. <laughs> I was going to say Charles <laughs> Riley right out of your pocket. Uh, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, <laughs> that's mean, Tommy. Uh, uh, have you backtracked off of your hero, Elon Musk? Oh, I'm not a supporter of Elon Musk. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. If, let's go back two years of the show. Well, Question two years ago two. he was doing great stuff, but now he's a jerk off. So right, he okay. tried to go to space the other day, and uh, I got PayPal ten dollars by accident. He uh, he named Jake his off. kid after what my calculator spits out while I do long form math. So <laughs> you turn it upside down and it says boobs. Boobless. Yeah. Nine one one. That's Adam, Tommy's you're beeper. Still in control. All right. Question number two. Name a film that Robert De Niro was nominated. Whose for turn is it? Oscar. Adam. Travel and uh, Pete. Godfather. Adam. Godfather. Incorrect. Wow. John. Oh. Well, he wasn't in that movie. That's right. Um, the... I was nominated. Uh, well, it's not uh, the Ben Affleck. Ben Stiller. It's not that. <laughs> Godfather 2. Let's go with that. Okay. Correct. All That's right. He won for it. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's the question I was making? So, 
Don't worry, Mario. Oh. Mm-hmm. By the way, Mario, there's something I'm gonna. Uh, there's something in the basement I want you to see. <laughs> I'm not allowed oh. in the house. Oh, oh yeah. No. Just, 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 oh, it's in there. Just, just one time. No, no, no. I'm not going in the house. I took care of that thing for you, Joe. Talk about it later. It's me. It's, it's done. By the way, that guy, that uh, that song you're always playing from Godfather 2, John? Yeah. The guy that sings uh, Until the Pop Goes the Weasel. It's time for the Godfather. Oh, the actual lyrics, but we don't... <laughs> There's lyrics to that? Yeah, you gotta you gotta go like three minutes in. <laughs> that guy got nominated for supporting. It's that. the Godfather. Now let's all be in the Godfather. <laughs> and everybody's gonna kill each fucking All right, so what a fucking mess. <laughs> um, hey, listen, you think what you want. That's I know the lyrics. Red generator. Awakenings? Yes. I thought, you know, that's nice. so weird. I had Mario. that in my head. What is it, Ryan? A film that uh, Robert De Niro has been nominated for, for an uh, Oscar. <laughs> right, Mario, let's just clear this up. It's not, not, a, is it, it's not a, a, a billboard. Uh, is it Taxi Driver? Taxi Driver is correct. Nice. Uh, Good job, Mario. I, I, was, I, I was afraid Tommy. of saying that. Mario fucking stole from me. That's what I was going to say. Well, now the tide is turned. It's not my friend. Yeah, you weasel. I see uh, right through you, Steve Albini. <laughs> Curse you. I don't know what happened to my board. I'm trying to I'm going to take a, a leap of faith. It's going to be wrong, but I'm going to say... Leap uh, of faith is incorrect. He's not... Four? <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa. Is the answer four? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, four? <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, Cape Fear, Cape Fear. Yes. Good answer. Nice job. Excellent. You're the best. It'd be easier to name the movies he wasn't. uh... I just want to say something really quick, and it's breaking news. I, for the first time ever in my life, had sex with a woman. Watch The Karate Kid. You said that two episodes ago, Tommy. I've never seen it in full. No, I watched the whole thing in full the other day. Right. Wax on, wax off, my friend. No, the song is in the movie. Now it all makes sense. You're the best around. Oh, you didn't realize that? Well, that's funny. Wow. Name. So, what are you going to watch next? He he watched The Karate Kid before Godfather. Uh, I watched Cobra Kai before Karate Kid. I haven't seen that yet. Is that category over? Yes. uh, Adam, name a Major League Baseball team. That Bartolo Colon has played for. Mm. Oh. Uh, uh, the Angels. Yes. John. Uh, Texas Rangers. Yes. That was the last team he played for. Steven Soli. Uh, New York Mets. Yes. I left it. See what I did there, Soli? I gave it a fucking... <laughs> Damn it. I thought you would call me next. I, th- I reverse strategy. Well, that I want to say the Mets. Well, you can't you, say that if now. If you did, you would be wrong. I went to Bartolo's last game with my uh, brother-in-law. Three, two, I say St. Louis one. Cardinals. What? Mm. Did you say the Cardinals? Yes. Yes. You would be wrong, Mario. Be a, I'm a hoe. I'm the a hoe. S- Staten Island Dragons. Tommy, uh, name any major league baseball team. <laughs> I'm going to go with, with <laughs> You get a point if you can name a sports team. Both <laughs> you and Sully. With a little indie rock band called the New York Yankees. Yes. What? He did? Yeah. yeah he's wow. He Good Tommy. Bomb there. Is there more than five After teams he he's played for? Yeah, huh? I would think. How many teams has he played for? Ryan, I'm going to ask you a question to see if you play the Ryan game. What was the he first team? For... 
the first team he played for in the majors. I know well, the answer. Well, that was Cleveland. That's Indians. right. He's Cleveland. He's back when he was skinny, and then he. You know. The Indians, uh, the Expos, wow. White Sox, the Angels. The Expos, Red Sox, White Sox, Yankees. Oh, he Yankees. played for every sock. Everybody well, except the St. Louis the Cardinals, it seems. Mets, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> wow. He was a Brave. Journeyman. Journeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what they call it, having a cup I, of coffee. Whatever. I'm with the game. I'm a hoe. The rest of you are all clean. All right. Um, Hose, the man. TV show, The Wire. Uh, the theme song. Hey, hello. You know the theme song was, John? Yeah. The Wire? It's, yeah, it's called, uh, well, I don't know the title. Uh, uh, down in the Hole. Right, John, way down in the, the Hole. Name is that the end? No, it's go ahead. Five, five different musicians uh, performing. Well, I have to name all five or just one? Adam just has to name one to start with. Oh, oh uh, Tom Waits. Wait a minute, Adam, you got the. That was my answer. Oh, hold on, you had an H before. I'm sorry, you were. John, you're going first now because you got oh. an H. Oh, you got I an have H, an H, Adam. how? Adam no, you do H. not. Adam did. I missed that. I'll get Last round, you should have won first, John. I'm sorry about that. You go first now. Uh, I don't know the other ones. I know all of them, but I don't know the artists. I know. Gosh, oh, Just man. name one. I, I I know Tom Waits is my answer. I can't think of the original. Tom Waits is correct. No, Adam. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> you stole it from him. Default. Default. Solely. Uh, five blind boys of Alabama. Yes. Wow. What the Season hell? One. How the hell did you pull that out of your ass? Because he watches it. I would have said four more. Mario, you are next. I've never seen The Wire. What is it about? <laughs> you can't stop and ask a million questions. Just <laughs> Okay, I would say... Um, um, There's like security guards throw you off Jeopardy the, in like the first one. round. The, the Black Bottom Boys. Okay, you're out of the game altogether. What do you mean? I got an R. I'm a whore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Black Bottom Boys out of Louisiana. Good. They're good. How about a man? Waddy Wachtel. Nope. All right, fine. That's the alligator park. I'm going to go with uh, Moby. (laughs) 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 How many bike messengers sent over Dad? How many bike messengers take the screw in a Moby album? Who said Moby? Soli? No. Adam's wrong. Oh, Oh, the Neville brothers, yeah. Steve Earle. Oh, I forgot about that guy. Peter Gabriel. And Domage, I think you'd pronounce it D O M A J E, something like that. Right. He did season three. Steve Earl, um, perpetually pissed off. Um, He's like, right, I'll move to New York. Go. Everything will be fine. John, He's still, still like up. a miserable fuck. John, you still got the, you got the board. <laughs> Thank you, Sully. John. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Bubs, I'm on heroin. Worst actor ever. Yeah. Steve Earl broke down the fourth wall in the wire. Like, looked straight at the camera. He's like, ah, I'm a I junkie. And like, oh, shit. This Is that a good movie? Should I watch Never. it? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Movie. I'm watching The Glow right now. The Glow, The Gorgeous the glow. Ladies. Well, I, I would the think. Glow. The, Look at Sully. Go I, the glow. Listen, you and Tommy's never seen The Wire probably either. I've never seen The Wire, but I've seen The Glow. You guys are missing out good. on a cultural touchstone. Mark of- Marone is on that. Right. John, I hate cop movies, cop shows, cop TV shows. Anything more like than that. that more. Everything. more than you hate cops themselves. I'm not going to try to convince so, you. You so guys, great. you guys, sit in your corner and read your picture book of uh, the old New York that you don't okay. have, and don't watch <laughs> The Wire. All right, I'll watch it. All right, John. Name name a Saturday Night Live host who has hosted the show more than ten times, ten times or more. Uh. No, no, I was going to say Andy Sharnoff, but I'll go with Paul Simon. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Time out. Pete's back. We need oh, to get an update. Come on. Oh. Dude. 
What do we do? Sorry, what's going, on? What's going what's on, on in the street, Pete? Street on Pete on the street. Uh, we saw Pat Lynch. No way. Oh, that you know what? Yeah. He's like five foot five too. I saw that guy one. He's shorter than Danzig. I saw him in Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not even kidding. Hey, Katie, how'd it go? He lives in Basel. Um, it was all right. Uh, but, yeah, Pat Lynch was fucking there. Fuck that asshole. Baton sweatpants. baton to the back. Police unions are terrorist wait, who, organizations. Wait a minute. Who got a baton to the back? This lovely gentleman. Yeah, you got hit? You he took one? Beat. You took one from the barrage? Let him speak. directed with the baton. Um, but we just, like. It was wild. We, yeah, it's wild. Throwing bottles and shit. Glass bottles from the project. You guys threw some bottles? You're on the air, by the way. the egg. Wow. What was Pat Lynch doing there? Was he in uniform? We're back. We're back. What, was he in street clothes? Yeah, you have any videos? Was he in street clothes? No, he had his little shiny satin bullshit on. And he's so, his skin looks good, honestly. Like, Pat I want to know his because, like, he just shines. Like, he's a very, very recognizable. This very yeah. white guy. He's a slick back like hair. Him. He's like five foot four. Yeah, he is very short. When I saw him, he was in shorts. Like, he was at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not even kidding. John, for the audience, he's the PBA chief. Is that right? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He'll never say anything bad about cops. I'm like, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, he's an asshole. Policing ain't easy. Yeah, you know what? That's the one time I don't support unions when they fucking just, you know. Yeah, they're the only bad union. So wait a minute, Pete. Did you see? Like, so, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's still going on, too. It's not it's even still going on. It's still going on. on CNN right now. It says protesters clash with Secret Service outside the White House. Yeah, yeah. baby. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, uh, right behind you, John. Pete, Pete and Katie were, um, were, was Pat Lynch there in a, in a, in an official oh. capacity or is he just like hanging around? <laughs> oh, he was surveying everything. Yeah. He was what? Say it again. He was throwing bottles. Say that again, Pete. He's surveying things. Yeah, he was just surveying the lay of the land. Was he standing on a milk crate? He's the chief. He's like General Patton out there. He's not the chief. He's not even a cop. I don't think. (laughs) Did you see anyone get arrested, Pete? No. No. Did you see any like vandalism, like cars being broken? Yeah. Uh, Bottles, bottles, eggs. Lots of eggs. Lots of bottles. Oh, ice with someone. Yeah. And we saw. People get hit with batons. All right, Tommy also wants to know who has the merch account. Is that still open? Yes. <laughs> all lives matter. Black lives matter. I'll take it all. Then let's do it. You make a T-shirt uh, ad. I'll never talk to you again. Yeah. And the mask. Yeah. If I'm, I were to ever do anything like that, I'd just give that shit away for free. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tommy. I wouldn't. No, all right. We could have made a killing in the mask market. Now everybody's on top of it. I told you that four weeks ago. I hope I'm going to burn both of you guys' bodies alive. <laughs> So, Pete, you're up next. Ryan, go for it. Nope. Good job, Pete. Not, and now that you got hit by a cop's baton, would you like to play a trivia game? <laughs> You'll Why wait till, wait until I call in you, Pete. You'll figure it out as we go. John, uh, you are wrong with Paul Simon. Paul Simon's been on the show way more than 10 times. You crazy? He's rotten, you idiots. Five, Look at Ryan's hand. Four times. Four. Wait, four times. No way. Mm. Oh, that sucks. I was going to go with the other one, but I'm not saying uh, it now. Soli, you're next. More Which than one? 10 times? Yep. Yeah. Five people it's... have hosted the show more than 10 times. Oh, jeez. Um, so get a little closer to your mic, bud. Sorry. Um, okay. Bud. Christopher, Christopher Walk. Yeah, bud. 
Christopher Walken seven times. Ooh. I fancy a nice game of badgammon. Do you know that Christopher Walken was a lion tamer? Be quiet, Mario. Mario for control. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, also I would say uh, two different Steve colors. Martin. You know, it's correct. That's yeah. Hey, smack it a tush. Seven monologues uh, with Christopher Walken. Oh, Tommy. Well, first and of all, Mario, his career. Mario once again stole Steve Martin from me. I'm going to go with Alec Baldwin. Yes, yeah. Alec Baldwin's correct. Fuck yeah. Him. Adam? Damn it, Tommy. Sorry. And we're going to sell Brad at the gig. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yes, Tom Hanks nice. is right. Yeah. Pete. Both of them were taken already. I'm going to go. Two answers are left. You got two choices. <laughs> two choices. Ralph Bader. <laughs> you could pick John Goodman. He was going to be once again. Ralph Nader. <laughs> yeah, John Goodman. Uh, all right. No. For a recap, we have Mario has H O R. Mario's in control right now, by the way. Mario has H O R S. Can I give you the other two that weren't answered? Excuse me. Mario has H O R S, and he knows no, it. No, I don't. I have H O R. He has H O R. He got this one right. And you said you were a hoe before. So I'm, you're misspelling it the whole time? Ho, H-O. I'm not a whore uh, yet. Touchy now really. I'm a whore. Before right, I was a Yeah, whore. the joke was bad the first ten times. Let's can do I, it again. Can I give Adam the with, next, the next Adam two? Adam with H-O, John with H, Tommy H, Steve with H, and Pete with H. Mario, you have control. Name a, name a member, first name and last name, of Mystery Inc. What? Uh, oh, that's the Scooby-Doo people? <laughs> you can't ask what Let's the see, thing is see, every time. Inc. Uh, Sir. Uh, that would be, uh, well, S- Scooby-Doo. Yes. And you're an idiot for... Well, I didn't even know what Mystery Inc. is, but now you've opened the floodgates for well, me. Well, I would have yeah. said Scooby-Doo right away. Good job, Mario. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Tommy. Chase were the other two. All right, be quiet. Tommy, you're next. Answer I quick. actually don't know what you're talking about, so I have to pass. You should have listened to Mario. Yep. That's, uh, that's tournament strategy. Then we got Adam. Scrappy do. <laughs> you, I don't. I refuse to recognize that motherfucker. But I don't think that's right, though. But that little prick. Are you giving it to him? That's like Pat Lynch in dog form. Show of hands. Should we give it to him? Nobody I think gave that's it. That's a no. Uh, it's a no. I'm You're sorry. You're a whore friend. like me. <laughs> All right. Stop that. I'm only saying no out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was good. I was like, that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, then we got <laughs> Pat Lynch is like, I'm gonna fight for the cops, and you hold him by the head, and he's a scrappy little. Hey, hey, hey. Pete, you're next. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I I punch Scrappy Doo across the whole fucking uh, storyboard. Pete, Daphne, Daphne, what's what? the last name? Oh fuck, I don't know. Last name? Two, one, yeah, Blue. Oh Christ. Mario, please stop talking during other people's turn. That's not turn us over. It's blue. You're drunk. I'm mad. Hey, John, back to you. Are you name the last name? Yep. <sighs> do is taken, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got do all over me. Oh God. Wow. You're batting at that. Uh, three, two. Uh, Thelma. Oh, wait, you guys talking about Scooby-Doo? I know this shit. <laughs> Wake up. Jesus. Oh, Lord. What are you writing the news for next week? <laughs> Thelma Johnson. Berg. Berg. The third. That would actually be Velma. Oh, I... Uh, good, you. Blake. 
Fred Jones and Shaggy Rogers. Fred Jones? I'm pretty close with Rogers. Shaggy hey, Rogers. What happened to him, Sully? Oh. Oh, Sully didn't go. Huh? Go ahead, Sully. <laughs> Pick one of them. Uh, Metal Arc Lemon. Was he like, he, he's like an honor. He was on the show. They were guests. Representing yeah. such stars as Metal Arc Lemon. <laughs> Bud <laughs> Abbott. <laughs> Don Knotts or Tim Conway. You know, uh, you read this latest minutes. article that Don Knotts had like a crazy uh, affair. Right, we got three minutes. All right. Don Knotts fucked. Let's continue. Right? Let's scan all the way down. Uh, name a member of. The Nazi the party. Uh, friends, oh. Name a member of the Legion of Doom. Ooh. And we start with Mario. In the Secret Just Friends it, Legion of Doom? Every question. Doctor Doom. Break it down oh, every fucking time. Doctor Doom. You're out. Ooh, prepare S. for the boom. Bam. I got an S. It's going to be all right. Then Tommy. I'm going to go with Dr. Octopus. And you get up. Are. You can't Sully. just name your sources. I'm going to say Lex Luthor. Yes. Doctor Octopus Gassy. had this to say. Hawk. Did you get a hit a little too hard by that stick? Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Hawk. He said Hawk. some poppers. Let me run the show. You waited. Uh, waited he, questions. Legion of uh, Doom. Uh, Road Warrior Hawk. Oh, it's not the right road warrior, but good guess. There are multiple road warriors. Um, ghost face killer. Holy. <laughs> uh, sorry, you get an R. Yeah, I was going um, I'll go with a road warrior animal. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. We have two minutes before the end of the show. Uh, well, Why? Uh, text text Connor. Text Connor. What is on after? Text him Nothing's on after from? us. Text Brian, him now and tell us to leave off us on. With music on. No, he's oh, not. Okay, That's an old okay. joke. Okay. All right, so let's. I'm doing it. Well, we can record so, for the podcast till midnight if you want. Steve got the lowest score with H O, so I believe that makes you a winner, my friend. Who is it? Two-time oh. winner. Sorry, raise my glasses. Wow. Tommy, okay. John, Adam, H-O-R. Wait, are you telling me a guy who wasn't even in half the game goes outside, gets hit with a stick by Pat Lynch, the head of the police unit, comes back in and fucking wins the game? That's right, because he wasn't here for the half the game. And he had very nice skin. Amazing. Oh, that's right. If you you know what? It's if you come in halfway through Horace, you're in. Yeah, that's right. Pretty, pretty Enjoy pretty that free people. pass, ass wife. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I had a good time tonight. Name the head of the Sergeant Spinella <laughs> Vineyard. All right, we can still be on the air. I got the word from the boss. What is, yeah, what's okay. next, Ryan? <laughs> keep <laughs> it going, Ryan. Fuck we got more going. alligator news. All right, let's keep going then. I like um, this game. All right, so Pete's in the lead. Everybody else is a whore. I'm a horse. He's got the handicap of just showing up. <laughs> just show up at the end of horse. You don't get any letters. It's great. Pizza the 88th precinct has just been over. You got that last one wrong, right? I did. I did get the last one wrong. I got an S. I'm did anybody wrong. get the last one right? Maybe get it right. I'm you know, pretty I, sure I, I, I said Iron Face, face and that's no. correct. Iron Face 2. No, somebody said, uh, said Lex Luthor. Somebody, Adam said Lex Luthor. Right. Adam's okay. got it right. Adam, name a company that is on the Dow 30. Dow 30. Oh, what the fuck is that? Uh, it's not even the... Just the top 30. Uh, the landowners. GE. Say it again. GE. Great answer. GE is, they're no longer on the list. Fuck what? Wow. 
They used to be. No, they're ah. too, too small now. Burn them down. That's a S for Adam. <clears throat> Pete. A 3M? Yes. Nice. John? Am I supposed to name a top 30 Dow company? Yeah. All right, I go with a... <laughs> Is Amazon publicly traded? I go with that. Aren't they in the NASDAQ? I don't know. What I give a fuck about stocks. Burn the whole thing down. I'm selling pork bellies. Johnny gets an S. <laughs> and then we got Steve. Um, uh, uh, Bartles and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ministry's lawyer, law firm. <laughs> uh, Steve Retainer. <laughs> Bartles is up, but James is down. I've, lo- I've lost it all. Obviously, I do cocaine so I can work. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I do more cocaine. <laughs> I remember that commercial so Pete, I can work Pete more. And me. Pete and I'm me. torn. I'm torn. Uh, I'm going to go play it safe with AT&T. AT&T. No, sir. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm sorry. The answer was the Ting Network. Mario. Johnson & Johnson. Sure, Palmer. Yes, Johnson & Johnson is correct, Mario. <laughs> oh. alive. Damn it. Are you looking up the answers over there? Uh, My phone's out of order. <laughs> Get me Johnson. <laughs> no, not that Johnson. Mr. Johnson? Can I'm surprised they're up because they were giving, putting asbestos in the powder and shit. You can, but it won't mean anything. I actually yeah. knew the hair of the Johnson & Johnson fortune. She used to have tea at the The hair. The hair, he just said. <laughs> My father's coffee shop. She used to come in. Very nicely. <laughs> so, so filthy rich. Martha Johnson. She's good. She's covered in powder. Ryan, uh, can Tasty. I guess another one? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. I know, either. I know. Walmart, Walmart. Um, I don't know. I got away from the answer. I mean, you yeah, I mean, well, you're, you're, yes, Walmart you would have been correct. Pete, did right, you get then. an R? Are you keeping score, Ryan? I can stop. You're keeping score. I want Ryan's I'm keeping, keeping score. You have the pen. Ryan's keeping score. Thank you. What happened to you? You took a nosedive. <laughs> Your headlamp went dead. Who said 3M <laughs> on that last one? Pete. Tommy. Pete. Oh, Pete, Pete. You're in control. Yeah. Oh, Pete. Name a NHL hockey team. That has won the Stanley Cup five or more times. Oilers. Oilers is correct. Nice. John? Oh, um, the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings is correct 11 times. Soli? Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Don't my answer. Six times they won. Tommy. The Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> Tommy is out of the game. <laughs> you know, he always gets he knocked out by a Canadian answer. Mario? <laughs> Can I just have faith that before Tommy is 1940, my Rangers were great? New York Rangers! Mario is out of the game. Mario, uh, you're a Rangers fan. You don't know that they've only won like twice? I thought maybe in the heyday of hockey, they were the original names. Hey, <laughs> here comes four Rocket times, Rashad. Ryan, uh, John, he said, John, Ryan says four times. So he was one, one win Rangers short. Rangers won four times. Yeah, well, but that was back when hockey, we, we, there's no video evidence of it. It was the horses on the ice. I yeah, should so have picked the other team. The, uh, the next correct answer would be That's Montreal Canadiens. That's right. Yeah. That so is, they've won I the most the, times. I had the Canadians listed, times. and I went with the Rangers. Yeah, they're like wow, the Mario, of hockey. 24 times. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, the Maple Leafs, 13 times. Maple Leaf. Any team from Canada would have gotten you the answer. I yeah, I except got for the Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> <laughs> so we are down to... Right, the Manitoba Dicks. I'm just throwing the game. I know the other one. Steve? 
Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Pittsburgh Penguins. Five times. All right. Nice. And Boston Bruins. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. I don't recognize it. All right. Hey, cold day in hell for I recognize Missouri. Me and Tommy are Pete, out. Pete, name a banking holiday in the UK. Boxing. Hey, hello. Boxing, Boxing day. day. Correct. Nice. Wow. Done. Um. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Um. Fuck! I, I, it's on the tip of me tongue. Three, <laughs> two. Um. I. I. It's not go to the dentist. Day, is it? Go simple. Tommy, no quote. I need an answer, John. Well, it's not the Fourth of July. I could tell you that. How about a nice religious holiday? <clears throat> I'm out. I'm out. Go ahead. John, you are out of the game. What? I thought I had, like, three more letters. No, I, I took like Mario. <laughs> Sit on the sidelines with me. Yeah, he loves it when I lose. Kiss my ass, Mario. You Let's make out. All right. If it wasn't for this cofib, I'd come in and kiss Quiet, you. Quiet, Mario. Steve. I thought we had extra. Um, you could use my toothbrush. Uh, Guy Fawkes Day? What is it? Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. <laughs> is that a real thing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It is a real thing. That's Amount of Fox to give. That's, that's pretty That's Halloween. the guy who tried to burn down England. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like that Sully has to explain who that is to everyone. <laughs> and then we how got about basic out. answers. So Mustache Tom, beard. Tommy's out. Adam. Christmas. There we go. Okay. Christmas? Yeah. Everybody's out. What are you talking about? Patrick. What are you St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Day. Uh, it, it's it, it comes the old chimney sweep. Oh, wait a wait a bit. Easter uh, it's Santa Claus. Fucking birthday. I didn't even guess it. Holy right. yes. <laughs> you're the you're the you are the you are the, uh, the world's present. Wait, so you were born on like what? What did you call it once on an episode? White Pride Day or some White shit? Pride Day. That's oh. it. Christmas. <laughs> what it is? So you, I St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> down, down to three players. <laughs> <laughs> I am right, Pete. Starting with you on this. I again. think you're in. I don't know. Name one of the seven wonders. Yeah, you're of, in the original seven wonders of the world. Oh, Sleepy, Doc, Dopey. Mo, Larry. <laughs> He's nuts. It's a great question, Ryan. I love it. You got seven choices. Where is it? Oh, He's, not got, well, two, He's not even you there. You got two choices. He got seven choices. Are so you sure you got hit in the back? Was it me? Yes. It's on you. Oh, it's the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That's right. Wow. Deep cut. What is it? The Bridges of Babylon? What? Come on. <laughs> the Hanging Gardens of you Babylon. Them at the Good news. what I'm trying to make my bedroom in. Ryan, what's the question again? Seven, seven, wonders. seven wonders of the name world. A seven, name a wonder. Zoli. Oh, fuck. Um, the, the Great Wall of China. Great Wall of China. That's good. Gosh. Not correct. What? Oh. Uh, that's the ninth. Taj Mahal, my friend. Come on, easy. <laughs> Some people go. Uh, <laughs> it's a writing campaign. Uh, Adam. We should have built the uh, wall 10 more feet. We would have made it. Adam, here's a hint. Pyramids Pyramids Don't hint. Giza. Pyramids of Giza. Ooh. Right. I've been there. I've been there. heads up. <laughs> Two <Did> players. <laughs> Mario's. Camping out at the pyramids with a I had ward. sex on the top of the pyramids yeah. of Giza. I bet you didn't. Name one of the ten. Wait a second. What happened to Seven Wonders of the World? Nobody said Stonehenge with a demon's dwell? That would have been wrong. Uh, really? 
Yeah. What is the other one? Golden Gate Bridge. Up, Pete, you're first. <laughs> Name one of the plagues. Ten plagues. Like of Ryan ignores me. Pete. What's up? One of the ten plagues of Egypt. Ooh. Oh, frogs. Yes. That's why Hitler's the slimiest of all the plagues. Locust. <laughs> the, the airborne of all the plagues. Correct. I'm like frogs and locusts. I think I'm I'm ahead of the game at that point. I'm like fuck him. Hey right, Pete, Dude, hey, how about something with teeth? Tom, the the twenty Tom sharks Crichton novel. Tom what? Tom Crichton novel. Oh, um, about Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's wrong. It's closed until the trouble. Wait, is that Tom Crichton or Michael Crichton? That's Michael Crichton. I said Dean. Okay. Dean Coons. So, wait, so you want a, you want a Michael Crichton one? Yeah. Wow, these guys. Are you should read Tom Crichton's novel about dinosaurs. It sucks. <laughs> Jurassic World Two: The Lost World. Come on. Nice steal. Mm. Well, technically, oh, I got to give it to you. Ah, what do you mean? You didn't even look that up, Brian. The Lost World. Really? It all broken down right here. <laughs> All right, we're running out of questions. We're have I to think that, back you and know, forth on these. Do those guys really write a novel? Name, okay, Pete. Qualify. Name a uh, member of the yeah. sales staff on The Office, U.S. Name oh, a member of the that, sales staff um, on The uh, Office. Michael something. Michael. Crichton. Uh, Crichton. Oh, that I'm, show I'm sucks. Dwight fucking something. Dwight. Yoakum. Are we good enough? I guess we're good enough here. Mike, shoot. Adam? Eggy. I got it. We have to come up with the last names of of the Scooby-Doo cast and Uh first names of the officer. Okay. You have an E. And Pete, you are the winner. Ah, there That's he goes. That's what you get for risking your life. That's what I he gets for coming in late. Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. <laughs> Pete, you're the best around. Congratulations, you won the Ryan game. Nothing's going to ever keep me down. And, uh, nice one, Pete. Nice Late-breaking nice news. Uh, we might have a, a guest for next week. Oh, yeah? What is it? You want to say uh, it now? Or? can't tell you. I'm that actually... I'm, oh, you, well, you can't do that. right it, now. Working on it right now. It's a surprise. Is that pre-promotion? Pat Lynch's station ID. <laughs> hey, look, it's Sully. I just want to congratulate you for coming in halfway through the game after yeah. <laughs> chugging a nutcracker and doing a whippet. And, well, you know. if anybody's going to win, I hope it's a guy who got directed gently with a baton to one wow. side. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he got hit with a baton. I was like, yeah, let me find out later. You just kind of. <coughs> Until next week, let's keep our minds Nobody should have hearts. any batons out. What are you doing? I, I, also say, go home I just, just want to say breaking news that the White House is on lockdown. I thought you were going to say on fire. Not, not now, they're not. They were earlier. Well, right now there's mass protests in front of it, and they're firebombing right outside. So. Oh, boy. Good, oh, good. Firebombing. Good. Atlantis. I just got that message, too, Tommy. Yeah. Breaking news. Fuck you. I just want to say I, I'm grateful to be here safe with all of you and my heart and my oh, you're not goes safe. out to everybody. I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. La lucha continua. I don't know what that means, but it means uh, continue the revolution? That's right. All right, I'm pretty close. I'm, you know, it's all... The struggle, the struggle, my friend. What was I trying to play? Well, thank you for listening to Love Rods and uh, stick around for probably nothing. Music no, on, music off. Music on is on. 
<laughs> Not anymore. They just burned we, down. They just burned down the music hall studios in Burbank, California. <laughs> we joined them already in progress. <laughs> it's like uh, you know the movie where the radio goes off and goes to static. Like oh fuck, we don't know what to do. Oh, what? You were to say something and totally forgot. The and- job is www.bkstyle.org. If you're in Brooklyn and you want to make some money and work in a safe condition for making gowns for people on the front lines. There's no place safer, Mario says, than the mask factory. It's the Speaking Brooklyn Navy Yard. That place is huge. Anyway, www.bkstyle.org. Right. There you go. Thank you for listening to Live from the Bronx. Thank you, Soli. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Maggie Thank you. Sirota. Thank you, Pete, Maggie who got hit in the back with a police baton, maybe. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar, and thank you, you, Adam. Thank you, everybody, for being involved. Love you all. Thanks, John. Good luck, and uh, I'm totally hardwiring my computer into the thing the whole time. It's beautiful. I don't think we dropped out once. No, not once. That's right. Maybe it was my fault the whole time. I've been uh, sending. I've been blaming Conan. Yes, and it's all our fault. This is great. (laughs) We'll see you next week, uh, I guess, if Adam's got a big guest. Yeah. Who who announces something and doesn't say it, but, you know. Tune in here on. Radio no. <laughs> Thank you. Tune in. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Uh, stay and on the also, Zoom. Also, uh, make sure to go to patreon.com slash barrage and throw us a buck or two, and you'll get your merch sooner than later. <laughs> if you guys could go to Tommy's Mount, <laughs> Mountain Merch House and burn it down, that would help me out a little bit. <laughs> Thank you factory. All right. Stay on the Zoom if you want to go up uh, the pre-production meeting, which is always fun. <laughs> Post-production. Pre. Pre, right. Post, pre, you know. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Come on.